Hello and welcome to On The Esky, uh, our sports podcast where we like to talk about all the sports from around the world. What we're going to tackle today is we're going to f- have a look at the first lot of games in the IPL and then we've got the two major rounds in the domestic football codes being the NRL and AFL. Then I think it's probably going to be a wrap-up of really everything else because there's a little bit of N- NBA news, of course, as the season keeps going on. Um, look at do- dropping dimes, of course. Then there's a little bit of NFL. The next Formula One race is coming up. Um, there's some UFC news to finish up with. And, of course, Champions League to run us through. So and Hideki Matsuyama. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and the golf, the Masters. So... Uh, I've got on my left the big beak, and he struggles to speak. Peppy, do that. <laughs> yeah. And on my right, I've got the Chrome Dome, uh, Big Daddy Macca. What's and, happening? And down the end of the table, the Aussie Jamie Vern, uh, Monkey Magic. How's it going? <laughs> and of course, my name is Sean. Uh, how's your boys' week been? Not too bad. Good week. Still on school holidays for me, so a couple of days left. I've been nice. I um, watched a lot of Wandavision. So get that, give that a go on Disney Plus. So you got to give it an episode or two. But I copped all, I copped the whole season in about two days. So wasn't the worst. If you're into Marvel, it's, it's all right. But other than that, um, just been watching a lot of sport. What about you boys? I shan't be watching that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's not everyone's cup of tea. Thank you for the uh, the recommendation. Uh, yeah, good good uh, weekend down the the coast with the lads. Mm-hmm. Beautiful Marimbula, South Coast, New South Wales. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Yeah, uh, caught a few fish, played mm. some golf. That was about it. So what are you boys looking forward to? Well, this weekend, uh, mate, I'm looking forward to my St. George Dragons. Everybody on the going to have a six-hour episode on the Dragons. There's a little bit of a groupie this week. Uh, looking at a top four spot, maybe? <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> We're going from 10th to 4th. It's been slightly creeping up. I was saying 12th, now 10th. Now, maybe I'd be happy Raising with the, the gentleman's 8th at yeah. one yeah. week in the finals. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, we'll get stuck into the NRL and the Dragons uh, title contentions when we get to it. <laughs> or lack thereof. <laughs> lack thereof. Uh, but we're going to kick off, of course, with the cricket and get stuck into the um, Indian Premier League. Yeah. Mm. And how good we, we've all jumped on a team. So I'm on Bangalore. Mac, who you got? Kolkata, Knight Riders, till I die. Yep. Delhi Capitals here. And Punjab Kings. And we all won our first, yes. first round game. So how yeah. good is that? Yeah. IPL game one, Royal Challengers, Bangalore defeated the, the evil Mumbai Indians, the, the defending champions, they're the, the, they're the Brooklyn Nets of the IPL. <laughs> Mumbai batted first and uh, Aussie Chris Lynn smoked 49, but the story of the day was Harshal Patel, 5 for 27 off his four overs. He's a 30-year-old, he's, he'd come back to Bangalore after three seasons with your Delhi Capitals. Yep. He's on the minimum contract, which is 20 lakh. I think it's about 28,000 US dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his five wickets included Ishan Kishan, both the Panja boys, Pollard and Jansen. Yeah, yeah, eh. But those four <laughs> those four, <laughs> four guys before that, they're worth 4.3 mil in this year's IPL. Wow, wow. 28,000. He's yeah. on 28K, cleaned him up. Also the first uh, five forever against the Mumbai Indians by anyone, which is pretty outstanding wow. considering the, the competition's, what, 14 seasons old now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so unbelievable effort there from Harshal Patel. Uh, Bangalore went out and Coley opened with Sundar. We were wondering who was going to open. Mm. Yeah, uh, Washington. They, it's yeah. a big shout. Yeah, he didn't ask. Uh, Anthony Bolden over as well, I yeah, saw. Yeah, so keeping <laughs> up his full, test form. Yeah, full-time yeah. batsman. That's right. Yeah, well, Steve they, Smith. They didn't, they didn't open with him in the most recent game. But, yeah, we are wondering who was going to open there for Bangalore. AB had 48, Maxi 39. It went down to the last ball. And Harshal Patel, after his five wickets, got the hitting 
Got the winning runs, even. How good? Not a bad day out for Harshal Patel. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> he might be uh, calling his manager and trying to get, yeah, get off that minimum co- contract. Yeah. Bigger contract next year. Yeah, he definitely didn't do his chances of that any harm. Into game two, and the man on my right, Sean's mm-hmm. beloved Delhi Capitals. They got a win uh, against Chennai Super Kings by seven wickets. Uh, pr- probably the cruisiest win out of the uh, first six games. Yeah. Uh, so the Super Kings went out, made 188, mostly off the back of Suresh Rayner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shikhar Darwin, he had three catches. Two of them were absolute, like, worldly catches. One in the slips and one running backwards in the outfield. And yeah, then he back, backed it up with the bat. 85, Privthi Shaw, sure. sure. 72 yeah. off 38. Uh, Mac, you reckon he looks like an old man, do you? Because <laughs> we've been hearing <laughs> about Privthi He's 20. He's 22 or something. We've been, right, hearing right. About, we've been hearing about him and he's the next big thing. and He's been coming for years yeah. and he's only 22, 23. And I looked on his bio and I said, they've stitched him up here. They've put someone else's face. He looks like an old man. <laughs> oh, Maybe because he's been around and we've been hearing about him for so Why long. Jeez, yeah. you bat like that. You can look like whatever you want to. So yeah, well, shout out to Privthi Shaw. Yeah, it was a big return of form for him because last year he actually batted pretty poorly. Like yeah. he didn't have any really good scores. Mm-hmm. Ricky Pontine during the offseason, of course, got well last season as well, got stuck into him. Like you gotta get in the nets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um he had this thing where if he was doing bad, he wouldn't practice. So uh, like he wouldn't do any batting practice, and that was yeah. his thing. So <laughs> when I come good, then I do more batting practice. Uh, and Ricky, of counter, course, counterintuitive. Yes. Wild. <laughs> and Ricky was like, bro, get in the nets. Mm. But obviously he's done some work in the offseason and he's come out firing. Um here at the top order, so yeah, right. big he'd, score to start. He'd make a good uh, resi cricketer down here. The, the, the <laughs> don't train, get a duck in the week. Oh, fuck it. You oh, can't train. Oh, yeah, no, can't yeah, get that's the right. That's right. Game three, the man down the end. Uh, do you want to run us through what happened with your beloved Kolkata Knight Riders? Yeah, the uh, Knight Riders uh, got a 10-run victory against the uh, Hyderabad uh, Sunrisers. They went out and made 187. Uh, Nitish Rana, he w- he opened the batting, and, w- and we sort of said at the start of the season where, where the top order run's going to come from with Kolkata. Mm-hmm. Um, he backed up with some runs in their second game. We'll get to shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, Rashid Khan, that man from um, Hyderabad, the Afghani, he took mm. two for 26. You know, hasn't he missed good. a beat. Hasn't missed a beat nope. at all. He'll be good for the next 15 years. He's um, yeah. all-time. Um and we said the the bowling is going to have to carry this team, and it did. Uh, Johnny Bairstow and Manish Pandey both made fifties. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting spat, interesting fact. We'll get to a bit later, but Johnny Bairstow, the only non-Indian to hit fifty runs, yes. which I've in the first week of the tournament. Uh, no, uh, in the first four games, yes. First four games, sorry, sorry. In, sorry. in the last two, uh, Maxi, Maxi and Dave Warner. Sorry, first yep. four games. Sorry, that, that yeah. we've covered. Yes, yeah. first, yeah, to make so runs. In the, in the first round, I guess you could say, yep. yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh, I'll, we'll just say, I was going to say it a bit later, but I think nine of the top 10 scores through six games have been by Indians. Right. So, so Maxi's 59, uh, which we'll get to in a sec, sneaks in there. But yeah, just a testament to the, the depth uh, of the Indian, Indian batsmen. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Kolkata off to a yeah, ten run victory against Hyderabad. Away and away they go. Premiership here we come. <laughs> <laughs> IPL game four saw Monkey Magic's Punjab Kings get a f- thrilling four run victory against Rajasthan Royals. A few runs yeah. in this one. Yeah, <laughs> a couple runs indeed. So the Kings went out and made six for two hundred and twenty one. Skipper KL Rahul ninety one and Deepak Hooda sixty four off just twenty eight balls, if you don't mind. Uh mm. then the Royals went out, uh and they went really, really mm. bloody close in this one. Yeah, so, Samson. Yeah. Sanju Samson, 119, nearly steered his, steered his boys to the victory. They were smacking Jai Richardson and Riley Meredith all around <laughs> the park. Yeah. So, not, not great advertising for Aussie Creeks in the no, IPL. And then both these boys just Definitely got paid not. big. So there's still a lot of games left. Hopefully they can turn that around. 
Uh, and yeah, he nearly single-handedly won this game for Rajasthan. They, they really should have won it. They, they only mm. needed five off the last two. And then he sort of squirted one where they, they could have had a single and he's opted not yeah. to take it. So he's it's gone, Chris Morris, I'm not trusting you to hit, try and hit a boundary off the last ball. Yeah. I'm going to try and hit a six. And Chris Morris has run all the way down the wicket. Yeah, <laughs> sent him, sent him straight, yeah, back. Sent him straight back, and uh, yeah, couldn't couldn't finish it. But you can't blame a guy when he scored 109, like he scored over yeah. half their runs. Uh, I think Morris had struggled yeah. to get two singles in the previous like four balls. Yeah, so, so back himself, he's he's the one that's in. He's like, I'm going to have to eat a six here. Yep. He's a captain too, Samson. So I can understand that. But uh, the you know Morris, the he's the highest ever IPL played mm-hmm. player ever. Yeah, yes. mm-hmm. And and he's the one you're saying, no, you're not to face. Why'd you pay him that much money if you yeah. can't try? So I, I get, you know, very rare circumstance when the other bloke is, you know, 120 or, you know, hidden at 200. But yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think you can be giving up runs. I, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't like it. Didn't like it? Yeah, yeah. I would have liked to see more. And I think Morris was a bit dirty at the end. Yeah. You, you paid yeah. me the money. I'm supposed to be the man. Yeah. It's your captain, though. So yeah, you gotta, cap- you the captain's call and mm. he, he put the... Responsibility on his own shoulders and, and couldn't get the win, but yeah, uh, went well, close. He did get caught in the deep. Yeah, you know, indeed. Yeah, there, another. You know, he gets yeah. out of touch cleaner, gets another ten meters on it, and he's the hero. Yes, and yeah. I don't know when a bloke is seeing him like watermelons. Like yeah, you probably do back yourself, I suppose. But interesting call, and yeah, it cost him the game in the end. Uh, the big story out of this mm, one yeah. was uh, Rian Parag. Yep. Uh, he bowled, he just bowled one over, one over. Uh, he's bowling to Chris Gale. Uh, Cause a bit of excitement though. Well, indeed. <laughs> so, so he's essentially bowling sidearm. It was it was very close to being horizontal, you know, perpendicular. I, I think it was horizontal. Like uh, it was, I was looking at it. I was trying just to just the way like his angle of his body, how he comes down, like he's um, like squats down as he's bowling, and it just it looks very very horizontal. No, I was, I was going back to, but I think but, being horizontal though is allowed because it's well, it can't go below your waist, which is. Yes. Like obviously your arm is above your waist, so you can actually go below horizontal within the the laws of the of cricket. Yeah. But the way the mm. way he kind of squatted down and looked very close, that his horizontal arm was almost in line with his waist. Mm. It, it it looked ridiculous, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, and then I think it was the next ball he he bowled one sort of like a regular sort of offy, and and he did get Chris Gale. That's how he releases it. Yeah, you haven't seen it? Oh, uh, that's it. Oh, I've got a still photo here. But yeah. That's yeah. it. No, he. If, if, <laughs> if any listeners haven't seen it, uh, Google Rian Parag uh, bowling sidearm, something like that. It'll, yeah. it'll, it'll come up. It, it sort of caused a big stir. Well, what do you what do you reckon? Is that is that a legal delivery? Because within the laws of the game, technically that is legal. It's above the waist. His arm doesn't yeah. bend past 10 degrees. Just. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, jeez. If someone's just throwing so that around to me at Sunday social, I'm getting a bit upset about oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. There'd be some words. There'd be some it's, words. It's it. interesting as well watching the action. Like, I don't want to say it's a chuck, but just the way it doesn't like look like a rollover. So once he's out there and when he brings it in, it looks like he's, yeah, well, you, I want to say, chucking the ball. Well, your elbow yeah. can't go past 10 degrees, a rule which yeah. they essentially made for morally. But that, that's that's another can of worms yes, yes. there. Sorry to any of our Sri Lankan <laughs> listeners. Shane Warren is the goat. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, according to the written rules, this is okay. According to our eyes, you look at that and go, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if, if anyone does, does call it. Uh, and What are you trying to achieve with that? Oh, changing up the angle, changing, angle. changing up yeah, the well, angle. Yeah, well, the way it comes in, it comes off the pitch essentially and comes all the way into mm. Gail's pads. Mm. Yeah. Uh, That's yeah. a no ball every day of the week for mine. <laughs> oh. It looks like a yeah baseball yeah. pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah it does. It does look like a side-on yeah. baseball pitch, yeah. 
And he's just like, yeah, bro, uh, maybe settle it down. He's like, okay. The umpire had a word, and <laughs> yeah, then he, I suppose he didn't bowl another one like that. That's that's Paddy Mahomes, <laughs> no look. No, no <laughs> side arm. Yeah, horizontal. <laughs> hit, hit Kelsey on the tit there. What, what I thought was interesting about this law was that um, the underarm is illegal unless it's otherwise agreed to before the match. Yeah, they need, they need to change that one. <laughs> <laughs> the other boys just shake hands like, is there off a Did you know one's coming if one of the captains <laughs> yeah. comes up and says, oh, you, you know the underarm. We're going to yeah. ride with them this week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so like, give us a shoulder, you know, yeah. just a couple underarms. Yeah, he's yeah. like, shake before the match. and like, yeah, okay, fine. i say as long as their waist high full is that I'll miss <laughs> out on and put them straight down mid wicket straight anyway, yeah. I'll, I'll take them. Anyways, that was that, that was probably the big story uh, from this the game. first rounds, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but in, in summary, it didn't matter. They, they, he only bowled one over. The umpire told him off. Uh, and he didn't take a wicket with that ball. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that one. Uh, game five uh, saw the Mumbai Indians open their account against your beloved Kolkata Knight Riders. Mac, did you... <laughs> You want to run us through this one? Yeah, yeah, it was a bit, a bit more disappointing. This one, again, we we said it at the the preview show when we talked about Kolkata, the bowling's going to have to carry, and they bowled really, really well. One hundred fifty two. They bowled Mumbai out for one hundred fifty two. So you'd think, geez, that's very well unders there. Um, Dre Russ, if you don't mind, came on for two overs, took five for fifteen. <laughs> oh yeah, he is he's a fan favorite there. He's been there for a few years, yep, and they yep. love him. They get around him. It's not it's pretty easy too. You know, he comes in, he's got the flair. He's classic West yeah. Indies. He's bowls. got Dre Russ on his shirt. Yeah, as well. yeah. <laughs> like that. Uh, you can't get too swaggy in cricket. West Indies West get a free pass. Yeah. They oh, are yeah. swaggy no, cricket. Cricket's not a swaggy. You know, mate, they're born. You wear pants. Born you, yeah. <laughs> um, and then they were absolutely cruising. That meant, again, the Tishi Rana and Shubman Gill, they were none for 72 in the ninth, so they only needed to run a ball mm-hmm. um, from there, and they absolutely bottled it. Mm. <laughs> no one else got double digits. That man, yeah. Dre Russ, came in, and he, he struggled to hit it off the deck. Yeah. Um, Paddy Cummins did nothing. Uh, Owen Morgan got out for five or six. Um, and Rahul Shah, the chief destroyer, took uh, four for 27. Um, we talk about leg spinners in 2020 cricket. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah the wrist, any wrist spinner in, in T20 cricket. And he, yeah, he ripped through them in that middle. That middle order absolutely went to shit. So, um, you seen the mop on the bloke? Yeah, not bad. Yeah, but, yeah well. <laughs> I'll let you take it from there, Pep. So I, I, don't know, I, I, I don't have any hair, so I can't comment on blokes. Yeah, so I'm the resident bald bloke. So glass he's, he's rocking dreadlocks, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we're talking about Dre Russ having a bit of swag. Oh, don't worry, Rahul Chahar's got a little bit as well. He's got the double earrings and the dreadlocks. But look, he, he let his spin bowling do the talking in this one. Uh, in a game that Kolkata really should have should have finished, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Mumbai get their first win up on the board. We should probably talk about Rohit Sharma though. Yeah, it looked like he broke his ankle. He yeah. he, bloody, he he bowled one over. I don't think he bowled in the IPL for like seven years or something. Teams under the pump. Oh yeah, brings himself Sorry. on. <laughs> and and monkey, have a look at Rohit Sharma. His ankle was like. Look like it was a right angle, oh. and uh, turns out he's okay. So just, I, I, just a bad stings, spray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, looking at it, it was a nasty. Mm. It'd be uh, interesting to see how he goes running on that. Yeah, he doesn't do much running. He just stands and, and true. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> yeah. yeah. take it off. Just <laughs> it Get that off the screen. <laughs> well, he's he's fine. Let's just, let's just oh. he must be very flexible. Let's put it that way. Mm. Yeah. Oh, God, I he, don't want to look at that. That gives me shivers. He, he might not have any ligaments left in that, but apparently he's... <laughs> that would have been that classic... <laughs> yeah. When you hear it, oh, mm, God. Mm. You would tape the shit out of it and hope for the best. Yeah, see, see how Rohit goes. Not very good radio here, but yeah, yeah look up Rohit. Well, well, we'll yeah, just, just look it up. Yeah. Uh, Rahul's 
uh, Ro- Rohit Sharma even, uh, ankle, something like that. You'll, you'll get it. And, yeah, it looks a bit nasty. <laughs> um, IPL Game 6. My Royal Challengers, Bangalore, they're off to a 2-0 and start. <laughs> they defeated Hyderabad by six runs. Uh, they only made 149 off the back of Glenn Maxwell's 59. Uh, as mentioned before, that is the best score by an overseas player so far. Nine out of the top ten scores have been uh, recorded by Indians. Uh, Jason Holder and Rashid Khan did the uh, damage with the ball. Uh, and we were saying last week that, you know, hot or bad bowling might have been a little bit suspect. I don't I don't think we paid too much attention to how good Kumar, Shabazz mm-hmm. Nadim and Natarajan are in mm-hmm. Indian conditions. They didn't go out and spend big on overseas quicks because they didn't need that. They don't, yeah, they don't yeah. need to. Yeah. yeah, those guys are all class. Uh, and, mm. and it, you know, you pin a team back for 149, you you probably should get the pickies. And much like Kolkata in, in the uh, fifth game, they they got off to a good start off the back of David Warner's 54, and then they just they just collapsed big time. Uh, Shabazz Ahmed, he had three for seven. Mohammed Siraj was good. Hashel Patel was good again. He had two uh, poles on the top of his five from game one. And, uh, yeah, they fell six runs short. So Hyderabad, zero from two, and Bangalore, two and oh. And that's that's uh, six games so far in the IPL. Uh, I, I think the take-home message was there's been a lot of close games. Yeah, no blowouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. As we said kind of uh, last week from our preview, that there's going to be a very close mm-hmm. season. Like anyone really could put it all together and go out there and win this comp. So On the day, it's, it yep. shows it, yeah. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. no bad teams. Uh, and... Well, we already alluded to it. Big money on the foreign quicks ha- hasn't translated yet. We're only what six do, games in. Yeah. What do you, do you reckon? That's that's purely acclimatized. I mean, we saw what Richardson and, and Riley Meredith. They got two for a hundred between them. Mm. Do you think that's just you know they're fresh in the country? Um, oh, that's just those two as an example. Any any sort of overseas bowler, they would have had to do some quarantine on the way in. And like, I, I'd say the same for the, the batters as well. I think yeah. Batter, yeah. The, the locals have been batting a lot better than mm. the mm. foreigners. But yeah, it's because they've come in, they've had to quarantine, they've probably got a few training under the belt, got yeah. to adjust the conditions. It's probably just going to take them a little while and they'll get into the mm. series and um, there'll be focal points, I think. And class always rises. Like like yeah. that stuff, they'll, they'll get, you know, it's cricket. You got you need form, you know, unless you're pretty sure you don't need a net apparently. <laughs> but um, I, yeah, I thought it was a great start. We were saying how many runs there were and like, oh God, batsman's dream, the IPL. Mm. And then the last two nights, um, you know, really no score over sort of 150. So yep. then, now the bowlers did sort of fight back a bit there. So um, that's great, you know, good, great battle between... Um, ball and bat so yeah so far I've, I've loved it I like yeah. I wake up every morning and check the score I try and stay up and, and watch a game but obviously the time difference is a bit of a, bit of a struggle a there, is, there is a Sunday night an 8pm game I think I for knew, us I yeah. knew there was an earlier yeah. game yeah, yeah so nearly all of them Sunday, are yeah. midnight Australian Eastern Standard Time but uh, yeah, I think there are a few uh, where they're doing an earlier one over there uh, and the, the last point this has got to be one of the only leagues in the world where, where you get Bright gold pads. There's sequins on the Delhi Capitals. <laughs> like, like a dead set sequins. Yeah. Uh, it, you love it. You love it. it it's... Bit of it, yeah, a bit of everything. Bright. That's part of it, you know. Yeah, it's part it's of the culture. You immerse yourself mm. in the country and, and, you know, we'll never understand what how big cricket is in India. No. Now, now it's just yeah. a way to open it up to the world. So mm-hmm. it's brilliant, you know. We're only a week in and, you know, got a lot of cricket ahead of us. Yeah, the fans seem to love colourful cricket. So mm. 
I am, those Rajasthan Royals kits are so nice. The light blue and the pink. Yeah. I'll, I'll say it every week. They just look, unless you're bowling sidearm, no balls. Um, <laughs> everyone else is great in them. Yeah, well, it really uh, highlights where your arm is, doesn't it? In that, <laughs> you in can't that hide it. You, yeah, that. it's popping. Uh, there was one final note that I wanted to take you out of that game six, mm-hmm. um, which I think we had down further, was. I'm not sure. Is this a rule in any other T20 competitions? The two no balls above yep. waist height. Yep. Yeah, that's any cricket. Yeah. Uh, if it's a quick. If it's a quick. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Spinners, I say, keep them covered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep, them keep so those yeah. tosses. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, two beamers and you're done. Yeah, mm. that's been a rule. Yeah, so, uh, for, so for a while, I think it happened in this game. Warner thought the quick would be removed from the attack because he did bowl two in the same over, two uh. consecutive um, no balls above waist height, mm-hmm. but one of them was off wide where he had a swing and miss and it wasn't going to hit the batsman, whereas the other one was like basically going to hit him in the stomach. Right, right. Uh, so I think the, the umpire ruled that, he, you know, it's, it's got to be two, two body liners. They've got to be at, at you, yeah. at proper beamers. So I thought that was interesting. But it was interesting. Warner, of course, the captain, was like, hey, is that two? You're going to yeah. take him off? Yeah. Because uh, we're probably lucky to take him off at this point. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's one of those things, for, you know, try and protect the batsman a little yes, bit. Yes, Um yeah, that's the week in the IPL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great week and another great week coming up in the, the IPL with a lot more games uh, are coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So back on the domestic front, we had mm-hmm. the Marsh Cup final. It was a bit of a non-event uh, in terms of the yeah. uh, closeness, Result, yeah. closeness of the game. Yeah, New South Wales uh, cruised to a 102-run victory over Western Australia. New South Wales 8 for 251 on the back of Jack Ed- Edwards, 108. He's only 20, and now he's got two list eight tons. He's averaging 42.6 through 14 games. He probably will play for Australia if he keeps going about that. I can't believe he's 20, because yeah. I know he's played a bit of Big Bash with the Sixers. Yeah. He's had the long blonde mop. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't, when you wrote down he was 20, I had to check, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I think he He's made been his, on the scene for a couple of years Yeah, now, he made so. his debut for, for the Blues as an 18-year-old, yeah. and I, I imagine yeah. for the Sixers was the same. Uh, and yeah, he's, he's got a brother. He's got Mickey, 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 yeah, yeah. So, so they, they got the, sur- you know, they don't really look like classic cricketers. Yeah. They look like surfers. Yeah, down at Bondi. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. I think they're Northern Beaches boys off the off the top of my head. Uh, the only bright spark really for WA was Canberra's own Jason Berendorf. Three Not the door. Three for forty six with the ball. WA uh, in response one hundred and forty nine. Never went close. Uh, the top scorer that that man Cam Green. He only had. 36. Uh, you, yeah. you don't win too many games when your top scorer only has 36. They're probably looking for him to score big, to even be close in this. And well, yeah, get to, him out. to be fair, the guys that uh, that Western Australians had yes, to face, attack. Sean Abbott had four for 23, Nathan Lyon, three for 38, Mitch Stark had two, and Josh yeah, Hazelwood. Like Hazelwood, yeah. Yeah, we well, didn't get a wicket, but only went for 29 off his 10. <laughs> uh, that's a star-studded lineup. So, yeah, New South Wales get the win and, and take out the Marsh Cup. And at the moment, we have got the Shield underway up in Brisbane at the Allen Border Oval. All yeah. Queensland, yeah. Yes. Yeah, do, do you mind just getting that scorecard up? Yeah, yeah. All, all Queensland uh, initially. <laughs> Did we cover originally Hazelwood deciding to stay home and not go to the IPL? Did I think we? it was in between yeah. the filming. He, he's elected to stay mm-hmm. at home, not go to the IPL. Yeah. He wanted to stay, rest. He actually said he wanted to rest. He, he was sick, to, sick of bubbles as He well, wants like. to put the feet up, actually yeah. hanging out with some family and friends. Mm-hmm. You know, Australia's doing really well at the moment, you know, so staying here. And um, focus on some... Test cricket. Yeah, well, he played. Yeah. He did. He um. He he's playing in this final, but yeah, like we said, it's all Queensland so far. Mm. Um, Michael Nisa absolutely ripped through the the New South Wales today. They lost. Uh, New South Wales won the toss, and 
battered mm-hmm. and they got rolled for 140, mm-hmm. <laughs> 150, yep. sorry. Um, Nisa, Pfeiffer and Jack Wildermuth um, four. for four. So yep. nine between the two quicks. At Allen Border Oval, it's a smaller oval, but mm. um, the pitch had a couple of little demons in there. Mm. And, mm. and those two, Wildermuth and um, Nisa, not the quickest bowlers, but as we said, that they will find anything that is in the pitch with the swing and, and the seam and, and they've got to go on sideways. So um, interesting choice to bat there mm. Uh, mm. By, by the... Uh, the New South Welshman, um, New South, uh, sorry, Queensland, uh, one for 50 odd at stumps. Yep. Yep. Um, sorry, it doesn't seem very professional. <laughs> I'm doing off the top of my head, but <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm um, top of the dome. Very close. Yeah. So, uh, all, all Queensland. So, and, uh, and obviously this, that it was announced that it's, if you finish on top of the table, which Queensland did, mm-hmm. um, that, that doesn't mean they'll get the result with a draw. So it has to be on a bonus point um, basis. Mm-hmm. Again, like we said lo- last week, good luck to anyone w- working out the bonus point yeah, system. It is, in it is uh, but it's very easy when the opening, <laughs> when the first team hits 150, because you know, <laughs> all right, if we can win on first innings and they'll, they'll have, uh, they'll be able to yeah. cruise. You get, you get yeah. like yeah. 0.1 of a point for certain things and it accumulates the more you do st- like, and then mm. it adds up. That's quantum mechanics. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you could yeah. have like 1.21 bonus points versus their 0.6 or something. So you mm. win. Mm. Yeah. I just don't get you head around it it is you need a physics degree to figure yeah. it out right i think yeah quick queensland will be pretty happy at the moment you know 100 runs behind in their first dig with nine in the shed so yep. i um, thought it was looking at the two batting lineups i would pick the queensland guys probably just not name value they just look like a stronger batting lineup but of course i'd pick the bowling attack of new south wales yeah i think that's mm. a fair assessment so interesting to see how the, this mechanic rolls out in the rest of this game well here we got queensland burns also being love shane renshaw um Uzi. Kawaja. Uzi, yeah. so very good. Stacked. Top. Stacked. But, you know, you're going up against Hazelwood, Lyon, yep. uh, Abbott. So, yes, it's, so it's, it's good. Good cricketers playing in the final. That's how it should be. So, but New South Wales, um, they were looking to do the double for the yep. – for, for, was it 14th time? Yep. Um, uh, looks like the rain might – Oh, right. Is, is there rain predicted up there this week? Oh, th- but, you know, when you hit 150 in the first day, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it looks like we're getting a result. So yep. day, day two could be very – very juicy. It'll be interesting, but yeah, yeah. So you know, that's the, the cricket on the domestic front, and all we'll have after mm-hmm. by the time we we film next week, there won't be any domestic cricket. So, mm-hmm. uh, what a season it was! Uh, we loved covering the Sheffield Shield this this year, and yeah. uh, I've had a little bit of feedback that the people like hearing about the Sheffield Shield. You know, yeah. that's it, it's always good. It's talked around at the pub about who should be in Test eleven. So, yep. well, we just named ten blokes that could play for Australia. Exactly in, right. In games, and <laughs> we spoke all summer about India having this. You know, deep talent pool. Let's start doing that ourselves. So mm. bring these good players to light, and yeah, hopefully in in twelve months' time we'll be celebrating a five new Ashes victory on the back of a good domestic season. So yeah, baby, fingers crossed. So I think that's cricket for this week. Would you like to run us through our first NRL news? Yes. So and I'll grab the boys, grab some beverages. Uh, Monks, do you want to switch over to the Penrith Broncos game because? Uh, Richmond are build, beating St Kilda. Uh, predictions: I've picked Penrith to win this game. Tips? Oh, do I put my tips in? Penrith. Uh, I'm assuming everyone picked Penrith. Shit, I didn't put my. T- oh, yes, I did. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I did Penrith. Penrith. God, if you didn't get Penrith in this game, you'd be <laughs> salty, especially if you've got a commanding lead like I do. Well, I think their loss, Penrith loss, was to Brisbane. Um, Really? P- possibly. I've got, I've got, maybe I've Re- made up that stuff. Regular season? Yeah, regular season. Obviously, they lost to the Storm in the... Ooh. Broncos in front. Your boys here. Broncos <laughs> yeah, leading 12-10 well, huh? with four yeah. minutes left here in the first half. Um, obviously, Penrith came in big, big, big favourites. Oh, huge favourites. I thought they would win this by 40 points. 
Uh, yeah, I did 28 on the, on the app. But um, yeah, me oh, I mean, like, they'll score 40 points in total. And, yeah, I think I did margin as, like, 36. But, uh, yeah, maybe this plays into um, some of that arrogance that we were talking about. Well, uh, we'll, I think we'll get to that. We'll get to that a bit I think later. I that listed somewhere. This might add up to it. But, Sean, why don't you run us through uh, some of the news in the league this yeah, week? Yeah, well, I think the major one was the day after we finished recording the last podcast, uh, after talking about Jake Friend having to retire, mm. another forced medical retirement before the Cowboys uh, with club legend, of course, Michael Morgan. Mm. Uh, you know, one of the unlucky... Um, halves to play in the last decade behind some blokes named JT and uh, Cooper Cronk and a little bit of Darren Locker in there as well. So uh, very much missed out on his opportunity to lock you reckon, down. A, you reckon him and Lockyer played at the same time? Uh, maybe the start of his career in the end of Lockyer's. No way. He's 29. Yeah. 11 yeah. years. I, I think you're off there. Uh, I think Morgan... Lockyer finished in th- 9. Yeah, and I think Morgan started in 11. Okay, I'm missing that. But the yeah. other two, yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Besides the point, uh, but uh, locking down, my point was... Morgan started in 09. Ooh. I thought it'd go close. Um, doesn't matter. Lockyer and JT were the halves and then Cooper switched out for whatever, um, for Lockyer. And then Morgan was never going to get Guernsey between the two of them. Anyway, which means uh, he couldn't lock down a, a half spot for Queensland. He still, he still played 14 games for Queensland. And, he did. And Most of them as a utility. And yep. then he, that one year, I think JT was hurt mm-hmm. and he played mm-hmm. six. Uh, but you know, unlucky to not have played thirty plus. Let's put it that way. Those blokes in front of him, kind of similar to friend last week with Cameron Smith in front of him. Yep. yep. So best of the rest. But he did. He played one hundred and sixty-eight games for the Cowboys. Uh, twelve for Queens, as we said, and twelve for Australia. I said fourteen. Apologies. Twelve for twelve. It was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was the twenty seventeen Dalliam uh, halfback of the year, and mm-hmm. that was that was the year they made the finals, wasn't it? Uh, no, that was a. I think they lost. They lost. Ba- they lost badly to, to Melbourne, Melbourne. But yes. but two years before that, yeah, that was that was the year JT got hurt and he carried the mm-hmm. essentially put him on his shoulders mm-hmm. and you know that's probably what's fucked him in the end, <laughs> <laughs> having to carry oh, the Cowboys too then soon. Uh, too soon. because he has had to medically retire mm. um, from reoccurring shoulder issues and it's probably we talked about his halfback play mm. um, previously how it had been down and hadn't been as good as it had been in the past and you know to have bad shoulders is probably mm. uh, very detrimental to a halfback uh, and uh, anything in league oh, tackling as well yeah yeah, yeah you need mm. your shoulders yeah, and he did look gun shy let's be honest he was yep. a bit gun shy yep. with some of that i guess tackling their line which was his strength yeah ill in his career wasn't as good later on but uh, feel for him uh, yeah, i think yeah. he'll be one of those blokes that'll walk straight into the coach's box and will be helping out the team mm-hmm. in no time mm-hmm. probably get some consultant gigs working with halves or working with whoever new halves are bringing into the cowboys yeah, that's good because they'll be young fellas mm-hmm. um, and the final one of course he won the premiership in 2015 yep now the massive story this is the biggest story probably of the week <laughs> john morris gets axed by cronulla and god i feel for the bloke here. Oh, he's gotten royally fucked in big this time like and who really saw this cut like the news was starting to mm. break. We're five weeks in, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> he's just been absolutely Judas here, hasn't yeah. he? Mm. By by Sharks management, so he's, he, he he's inherited that shit show from yeah. Shane Flanagan after the peptide game. Mm. He's the lowest yeah. paid head coach in the league as well, because uh, Cronulla's of course got to save money. They yeah. had all that sus- um, suspended. Um, let's call them penalties yep. on their salary cap. Yeah, three hundred fifty k for the last two. I think they're back to a full salary cap this this year. This but year, but the last two years at three. That's mm. that's like a, a reasonable play. Like you, you know, you're one guy short. Yeah. And both years they make finals. Sure, they mm-hmm. they don't go on, but they you know, from 
from where they were to even get that side into the finals is amazing. He seems to be really well liked. Like oh, the, they love him, the club. Yeah. Well, he came so, through the junior system, of course. He was coaching mm-hmm. what was their under-20s, I think, at the time. Yeah, Sean So Johnson. some of the young blokes he's brought into the club were guys that he had coached previously and yep. he's been building them up. Sean Johnson has spoken publicly about his support for, for Bomber Morris and, yeah, he's, he's they've wielded the axe this week and they've already signed Craig Fitzgibbon to start next year. Yeah, well, that was mm. the, that's the reason, essentially. They've gone, well, we're going to go out and get Craig Fitzgibbon. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like they'll probably get the Penrith um, assistant coach as well. Mm-hmm. Cameron uh, Serraldo, that guy. Serraldo, yeah. So both very hot assistants. Um, coaches mm-hmm. jobs currently. Mm-hmm. Of course, Fred Given's been with the Roosters for I think since he retired. Essentially, yeah, prob- yeah. he's yep. he's he's been right. in there and around that club for a very very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they've got him on a three year deal, rumoured to be about one point five mil. Mm. Um, if they can get a package deal with a, the Penrith assistant coach, then that's like a really good coaching staff. Mm. But for whatever reason, after five rounds, like we've got another twenty plus to go, they've gone. Yep, done with this season. Um, That's got to be some kind of personality clash with, with some, some with the management board or, or something. I think the board and wild. GM are newish yeah. as well. They've only been there a little while. But, but based on results and, and his starting point, like, and, and Crown's not playing that bad. Yeah, yeah and it's They've like, got talent there. Of yeah. course, they're going to probably have to gut that roster because they've got a lot of ageing talent on big yeah. deals. But go, like going it. forward, whatever you may have your reasons, but to do it, why would you announce this in April? What, like yeah. to give the bloke the yep. end of the year or give him another three months at least? Well, I, th- I think that was kind of the reasoning. Is like, hey, what if he takes this team to a top four and we've got Craig Fitzgibbon coming in? Like, Ugh. we're not oh, extending him. Like, shit. I think <laughs> that they were worried about him succeeding was probably the other issue, which oh, is not I something you want to. I think it's he's been absolutely dudded, and hopefully he gets snapped up somewhere else uh, you know as an as an assistant yeah. and he said, yeah, by can, all means is a good learn, coach yeah can learn uh, under you know hopefully a good coach somewhere else wishing him all the best <laughs> did you see uh, the old old girl yeah, <laughs> she Morris, yeah. Morris she <laughs> she didn't hold any punches absolutely blasted that's what you want you want mum coming yeah in, coming right? in yeah, yeah that's right mom. it's it's always a good look uh, you know when your mum comes yeah. in <laughs> 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 for you, but oh and, and she was pissed off and, and said probably right what he wouldn't so so, yeah. yeah, good on her. Well, I think he talked to Danny um, Wild, though, that is, mm-hmm. of course, uh, this evening and basically poured his heart out. Like, he's, yeah. he's, he loved the club. He loves being around it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't getting paid huge money, so no. it wasn't, there's no money involved in this. Uh, he just – they didn't want him. They wanted to get the the, the hot upstart being Fitzgibbon, um, and they've made this jump. Absolutely so, dudded, I reckon. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, now the, I suppose the looming question is what – you know what happens with at the Sharks for the rest of their season? They should be there or thereabouts as a top eight side. Is this going to hurt or uh, hamper them? Yeah, I and mean, we've we've got it later. Like Wade Graham and Dugan have both had two concussions in like three weeks, so they're going to be struggling. And like Dugan, for one, is off con or coming off contract, so that he's probably done at the Sharkies if mm. Fitzgibbon wants to rebuild that club. So there's a lot of guys there that could be moved on mm-hmm. very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. So the assistant coach is now becomes the interim, and that is Josh Henney. Um, you heard much about that bloke? Yeah, he played for the Cowboys for ages. He's a Queenslander. Okay. Uh, yeah. Winger and centre. Um, good goal kicker. 150 games for the Cowboys. Played a little bit for the Sharkies. Not too old, 41. That's it. You can't. You can't keep going on. Like <laughs> they do this to you. you. You can't keep coaching for the nah, year. You got to nah, step nah. away. That's yeah. so. Nah. So I think they've got Newcastle this week, and I've picked Newcastle. Because I, I, I have as well, but I, I, I want to change it. <laughs> we'll get, we'll, we'll, get to, we'll get to it in a sec. Let's <laughs> let's, let's cover the rest of the NRL news. Yes, yes. 
Uh, yeah, thoughts go out to John Morris. Absolutely yeah. dudded. Feel free, bro. Verlanders, he wants to sin bin and send off, mm. uh, use more for foul play. Don't mind that. Bunker to get involved, possibly. <sighs> I, yeah, I do and, mind that a little bit. Mm. Like, so we're, very much the reasoning behind this was to bring in that 18th man rule they're just putting into play. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, I don't think it's been used yet, has it? No. Nah. Officially. So um, they've put this rule in. It's meant to help, um, you know, they're, they're talking about player safety, et cetera, but it's not getting used. Mm-hmm. So Vlandis has come out and said, well, hey, um, you know, blokes are getting sent, getting taken out of the game and can't continue. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy that's caused the injury should be getting Sin Bindle sent off. Yep. Um, the example that we got here was um, Chance, uh, Nickel Clostag, mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the weekend. He got a, sh- a high shot from Kikau mm-hmm. on a uh, on a return, essentially. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. co- collected one of the deep kicks and he's returning. Mm-hmm. High shot. Uh, ends up he's got a bulging disc uh, if he in needs to. So in his neck. In his neck. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So he yeah. failed his HIA, but also I don't think they would have sent him back out with his any. Mm-hmm. Um, so he did, it'll either be... Three to six weeks if he just tries the rehab route or if he needs surgery, it's going to be anywhere from six to 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, but looking at that, they this is a hard one because he's hit him high, Chance has played it, then gone off to do his HIA. Mm-hmm. You can't really assess the damage in the mm-hmm. impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is this a sin offence in in the last decade? No. But under what Valenis is saying, he's saying uh, you should sin him. Mm. Take him off for 10 and then Chance is off as well. So if Chance then fails, then he's... Yeah, well, they, they can't backdate it, can they? They don't know he's got a bulging disc in his neck at the, at the time. No. So. But, but if Chance has to go off for a high try, if they'd sent him off at that point and Chance then goes off, uh, then he fails that and can't come mm. come back. And then he's been sent off as Drew's favourite player. They could then do the substitute. Mm-hmm. So they bring the guy in. But they just... He- <sighs> I, I don't. I don't he, see he how does, it's going to work. He does duck it a little bit into this as well. It's, yes. it's this is it's a lazy arm out there. Bang from kick out. Yeah, I don't know. I this, think it you comes. Wanna, you want to protect the guy? Yeah, I get that. But I also don't know if that is a if that is a sin bit ball offense. I'm glad I'm not the one that has to make the decisions. It comes back to being such a reactionary decision to you know put this rule in mm. and now they've realized oh wow it's happened twice in 1500 games we're probably not going to use it so now what can we do to actually use it that mm. the, they threw this rule in too quickly now they're already trying to change it this is yeah. the issue with putting a rule in well they put decision. a rule in and it's like well no one's using it how, how are we going to make it used and but, like, but that's been two week. weeks like yeah, yeah. or like yeah. so of course no one's going to use it you don't want people uh, yeah I, this is why when it came back to putting it in it just it seemed like no thought. And this is where yeah. the Cavalier sort of Volandis yeah, yeah, can be the downfall. Yeah. Like, you know, he says, I want to do this and we're going to do it. Again, he's not the be all and end all, but he drives a lot of this. So mm. to throw to to put it in so quick, which what seemed like didn't have a lot of thought, mm. Mm. of course you're going to want to change it now because, like we said, it's used every 750 games. Yeah. Valandis is Trump. Wild. Accusations from the table. We're going to do that. We're going to do this. Yeah, I've got all these great ideas. Yeah, Yeah, but. We can't build a wall. Yeah, that's right. Greenberg is boring boring old. (laughs) 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 Anyways. Uh, I think, yeah. So it'll be interesting. Let's watch this week and see if there's more Sinbins and Sandoffs. Mm -hmm. If there's not, it's probably a non issue and we'll have to keep going. Jason Tamalolo, we were talking two weeks ago about mm-hmm. him wanting to play Origin for Queensland, has lived in Townsville since the age of 13. Uh, the CEO, Andrew Abdo, came out and said, nope, no no eligibility 
that uh, changes this it year. It was really interesting. I think it was Tuesday morning. Mm. Um, Jason came out and reaffirmed like he's like, I'd be really keen to do it if I was allowed. Mm-hmm. And then Andrew came out at like lunchtime and was like, yeah, we're not changing it. So yeah. I'd be keen so, to play three games for hundred grand too. <laughs> that's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think we were all kind of agreed with each other. You, you don't mm. want to mess around with origin too much. Yeah. You don't want to yeah. try to, Let's say dilute it. That's mm. probably the, the concern you'd have would be diluting the product. Yep. And I'll throw this in there. Jason would want to worry about getting some form back because I'm not 100% sure he'd be picked for Queensland at the Royal right time. There's a hot take on the He was meant to be back last week and then couldn't play and then I'm well, not sure in, if he's going to Injuries and when he is in, he doesn't seem – I mean, it's hard up there it's in North Queensland. Year, but so. um, yeah, you worry about getting on the field and then you might get picked for your performance. Mm. Yes. But anyway, it's not happening this year. That's all being closed down. But what was interesting in that conversation, the same um, press conference, he did reconfirm, so Andrew Abdo reconfirmed that they will make a decision on the 17th team in July. By July. Mm. Okay. That decision getting, will be the recent one. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> maybe next year. As we spoke about last week, uh, yeah, with that bottom three or four clubs getting spanked week in, week out, and who knows if we do have the depth for it expansion but yeah we're gonna have to wait a few more months before they do make a decision mm. Kurt Capewell there's rumors getting around that he might be off to Brisbane uh yeah so thoughts? some final like Brisbane player movements of course Brisbane being a premier club trying to get quality back into the side mm-hmm. uh looks like Kurt Capewell they offered him a deal last year and it kind of just didn't work out so he ended up going to Penrith mm-hmm. uh but he's 27 I think going on 28 uh, and they're you know looking for good quality um, second rowers. Um, they've got a young talent there, but some more veteran presence would be useful in that young side. And Capewell was you know Origin star last year. Really played out of his out of his skin. Bloody oath he was. Um, he's a real thorn in our side. <laughs> yeah. New South Welshman. So he's he's looking. Uh, he wants to go back to Queensland. Brisbane's going to offer him a decent enough deal to go back. Probably means that Alex Glenn might be done with the club. Mm. I think he's coming off contract and I think that's a fair replacement, honestly. Yeah, um, yeah, for, yeah, for the, way, the way he's played. Yeah. And then the other interesting story coming out today is Carmichael Hunt has signed a trial and train contract mm. with the Broncos. It looks like he could even make it back into the number six in the coming weeks, which would this, be mental. This happens so quick. Yeah. I think I checked my phone yesterday. And someone I follow online was like, oh, yeah, Carmichael. Well, I think Walters ruled it out last week. He's like, no, nah, it's not happening. Because yeah. Carmichael comes out, I'm ha- I'm, I'll come. Because when they were talking about dropping Milford, he'd say, hey, I'll, have, I'll come back and play six. <laughs> Mind you, they've gone with Brody Croft and Tom Dearden six and seven tonight, which I asked you a few weeks ago. And you said, no, no, no they're both halfbacks. They won't do it, but they've well, done it. And I didn't rule it out. I was like, yeah, maybe, but I don't can't see it. I would, yeah. Well, I'd, 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 need, I'd probably prefer a more running yeah, ha, um, five eight, but yeah. small small sample size. We're a half in, but they they do lead Penrith twelve ten yeah. at halftime here. What is interesting mm. though is Carmichael's plan for Souths, Logan. Uh, so, but all both these guys have actually so Deedon and Croft, mm. or anyone that's gone back, been dropped from the Broncos team and gone back. And so Deedon played with Hunt or two weeks ago before he came back in the Brisbane, or three weeks ago before he came back in the Brisbane squad, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. beat the Queensland Cup finalists, uh, winners of the previous year. Mm-hmm. So it shows that they've got, he's got some talent there and camaraderie. Mm-hmm. I think what they're after is veteran present. He's 34, been there, done that. Um, seems to be playing all right, right, right for South Logan. It could be some stabilising factor to come into that spine where they've got none at the moment. Mm-hmm. What's that? What's he been doing recently? Like, did he play rugby last year in the... Yeah, Reds. 
Reds. Mm, what, tars. Tars. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Reds before that. Shows how much rugby we yeah. watch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, that would be inter- interesting. Yeah, well, because I think he'd be a good six. I, I think that's where they'll play him. Um, He's a freak, man. Like, you look at his old mm. old stuff and we're talking played about... Played for Queensland. Yep. Played for Australia. Yeah, we're talking about 10 years ago, but... He's played He's played three different sports. Like, I don't he think... He played Aussie rule. Yeah, yeah, I don't... Yeah. Gold Coast. It was, but him and Flau, the only ones that have done all three. Yep, yep. So, you know, it's a very small sample size of blokes. That have well, I think unlike Flau, he was actually good at Aussie Rules footy. Yes, yeah, <laughs> he was coming. He's coming along like he was. I think he. Pl- I think he actually played both, whereas mm. the Flau was just kind of like a gimmick kind of thing. Yeah, mm. Carmichael, an absolute commentator's nightmare to be calling. Really? Well, oh yeah, for for you know sense sensory <laughs> reasons, you know. Yes, K Hunt. Kay Hunt, indeed. I think Rabs Warren's been <laughs> in, in some issues. That's what happens when you put Broncos on every prime time. You know, you're going to yeah. get some swear words. Sorry, yeah, Ben. Yeah. Put some other teams on. But better than his distant cousin, Mike Hunt. <laughs> some of you. That is some oh, good. That's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> All right, let's run. Let's on run that th- note, let's, let's, <laughs> let's run through some games. So, um, <laughs> of course, the game that's going on tonight, which is now at halftime, Brisbane leading. The Penrith Panthers, 12-10 at Suncorp. In front of a pretty packed crowd, by the looks Yeah, like good it. to see, good to see. But, of course, mm-hmm. uh, Brisbane coming off a drubbing at South Sands. They mm-hmm. got pumped. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we mentioned before, Anthony Milford has been dropped and you know, it will be interesting to see. It might He might not be back inside for two months. Like, yeah, mm. if they're going to think they've got Croft and in there and then if they're going to think of ro- rotating in Carmichael Hunt, yeah, he might be playing for South Logan for quite a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but... In, I still can't believe Milford's twenty six. Is he really? Yeah, he was young when he was. Well, he joined when Brisbane he when he was like twenty. Yeah, and, was like, and that's no. after playing like three years for the Raiders. Yeah, it's bananas. So yeah. now, on, honesty policy, honesty policy. We all tip. Pen- we're halfway through here. Yeah, we all pick Penrith. We all pick Penrith. Yeah, yep. yeah, I'm still picking Penrith. Yeah, <laughs> I reckon twenty eight still on as well. Do you yeah. reckon? Yeah, yeah, they'll get a spray here at halftime and, and come out flying. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just like how we lose them to Brisbane, they'll come out and smoke them. Uh, the, the big question was: Are they getting a bit too cocky? And well, yeah, they, they easily accounted for Canberra in last week's game, ten thirty. It was closer in the mm-hmm. first half, but they just blew them out in the second half. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, of course, losing uh, Canberra, losing their fullback in chance mm-hmm. didn't help, and they really kind of lost structure. They had Whitehead, I think, playing in the centres at one point. And Rapana at fullback, and, he, he looked a bit puffed back there. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, he wasn't used to running ten k's in a game. <laughs> um, and then, of course, they had Croker on the wing, and they just. That side was dismal, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. that side of the pitch. So, yeah, it wasn't probably an accurate reflection of where both these clubs are. Um, but it, like you said, the big story was um, the cockiness and it was interesting before um, Matt Burton, you might have seen it, yeah. he scored a try and they got up and shook hands and then G- went back G- to the Gentleman halfway. handshake. Yeah. yeah. So, they, you know, I, th- I think – so running through what happened at Canberra, it was interesting because they scored the try. They were well in front by that point. Mm. Uh, the fullback Crichton uh, is there celebrating. Um, uh, is it Tarpany? Yeah, yeah, he, he was yeah. on the sideline. So Tarpany was there getting ready to mm-hmm. substitute mm-hmm. on. So mm-hmm. he's not even involved in the play. He's just mm-hmm. there, innocent bystander. And Crichton, for whatever reason, starts getting in his face. Tarpany sort of a cuddle, but he, and, and Tarpany was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And he, then he they, must have said something into his ear. That yeah. I don't think the cuddle. Was received that well, but then uh, whatever he whispered in the air, and it started oh. started a small melee. Yeah, well, Tarpany could have borrowed some of the Brisbane Lions chat and said, "You bricks were soft in the grand final." So, 
Uh, <laughs> well, we. Yeah. But, I, you know, I think also it was Britt Rich coming from Crichton. He dropped three balls in yeah, the first half. He had, it had an absolute stinker of a game. So he's, he, he's an excellent centre. He's not a very good fullback, I, I don't yeah. think. I think what they they could do uh, in the absence of Dylan Edwards is maybe try Charlie Staines back there. He's playing on the wing. Uh, yep. I think he played fullback growing up. He's he's a quick uh, young bloke, but yes, Crichton looks more like a centre than a than a one to me. Uh, yeah, are they looking t- a little bit too cocky? Uh, it's it's that fine line, isn't it, between cockiness and confidence? And and when they're running the ball, they, they, they look they look confident. That that kind of little niggly shit, yeah, you probably don't need it. But uh, I, I'd say it also depends on like what have you done. Well, they you, you guys choked in the grand final. Nah, so. but the, no, they're playing unbelievable footy, and they they yeah sure yeah, that they did last year as well. Didn't win a grand final. Oh come on now, <laughs> they've done a lot more than these four blokes sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> they've done, uh, uh, no, 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 I, no, I, no, no, no. I took a hat trick in not won a grand final. Come on now. I uh, I think it all, and and you touched on it last week, Peps, about these young boys all be playing together since they were sixteen type yep. thing, and they've come up together. So as long as in house, you can be cocky and confident as long as you're producing on the field, yep. and then it's that well, fuck it, it's us against the world mentality. So we're gonna do whatever we want to do, and we're gonna beat you doing it. If the on field stuff comes down, which you know, horrible timing, they're losing to Brisbane mm. at half time here. That, then that's when it tips over. But if they're winning and they want, that's how they want to act. I'm, if if um yeah, if I'm the coach, I'm letting letting the boys play a little bit as long as it's controlled. You know, they're not you know standing over yeah. every big tackle yeah. and slapping blokes in the head. I, I think this one was control. dumb because you know Crichton's had a stinker and then he's getting into a bloke that's substituting on that hasn't yeah. been on the pitch. Yep. that's just odd. Like, and you know how you that goes. Sit- I've been there. He ever they go, oh, well, how many have you dropped? And Crichton goes scoreboard, and you go, oh, fuck you. I've been the other end of scoreboard that many times. The yeah. shittest <laughs> chat. Yeah, you beating us. Fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> Shut up. How'd you do in the grand final? Like <laughs> yeah. it just goes back and forth. Exactly. But it's I would have thought you know if he'd had an absolute, he'd had two hundred meters crisis. He's caught a try himself. He's having an unreal game. And then say, let's pick on someone. Croker's there. And you're like, yeah, I'll mm. get in his face. Just to show him like uh, how dominant you've been. Mm. Yeah. But hey, he wasn't dominant. Um, and you picked on a substitution. Mm. That just seems dumb to me. Luckily, it's a team sport. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> um, so, yeah. So, they it, can track together in the grand final this year. We'll track this game as it goes on. But, um, yeah. I'll finish up. I'll say... I'd mu- I'd still much rather them than than Melbourne or or the Roosters because oh, okay. I'm I'm bloody sick of both of those <laughs> those clubs. But uh, yeah, no, <laughs> not this not this bloke down the end. <laughs> Wrong. All right, let's we've, move. All, we've all tipped Penrith. We'll keep yes. an eye on it. They're back out there. It's still twelve ten. Brisbane, thirty eight minutes to go. Uh, tomorrow, six p.m. Friday, McDonald Jones Stadium. Mm-hmm. The injury ravaged Newcastle Knights. They go up that against the the. Cronulla Sharks, who have just sacked a pretty good coach for no reason. Um, the Knights last week, they were spanked by the Titans. Uh, it's pretty hard when you lose, you know, pretty much your whole spine. Mm. Uh, some good news, I suppose, is Kurt Mann returns tomorrow night. The Sharks kept it respectable against the Roosters. Did you guys set, catch this game? They were they were they won, really yeah, good yeah. for 60 minutes and then just sort of switched off. For the last twenty, well, I think Sam Walker show to finish off that. And we'll talk about him. Well, yeah, we'll get to him. We'll so. get to him in a sec. He looks like a very fine young footballer. Mm-hmm. Uh, something we didn't get to mention before was uh, Andrew Fafita. 
he, he could be gone to Super League. We have spoken before on the Esky uh, about him not not getting a game, and he's on big money there. Yeah. He's been playing resis, uh, or or he's been you know 19th or 20th man, you know, sort of in the squad, but mm. not, but not getting a run. Yeah. I think Wakefield's interested. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The, the, we we talked before about that Dragon Steel possibly happening, but it looked, they've got Maguire now, so they probably yep. don't want to add to their mm-hmm. forward pack at all. And we'll talk about Maguire when we get there. Mm. But yeah, like. It'd be a pretty big loss, I guess, for NRL to lose a big character like Fafita to go have to play in the Super League. Um, yeah. Like, like I've said before on the Esky, in that year when the Sharks won won the comp, he was hands down the most dominant prop getting around. Yep. And it's just really sort of... A couple of years and... Yeah. yeah. Teed it off a little bit. How, but, old, how old is he there, Monks? Yeah, he's 31. 31, yeah. Still got a few good... Let me put it this way. I reckon he could go to the Bulldogs and him and Napa could form a good duo. Like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, there's playing at West. West Tigers would probably have him to go over there and play with Parker. Anyone could go to Bulldogs and make their team better. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Like, you know, there there is guys out there that could be playing in these teams, but they're just not Mm -hmm. playing in the resis because they've got contracts and they can't get off them. Can't move them around like Dragons have talked about. But, yeah, yeah, I guess Bulldogs, Trent Barrett's got a plan. He doesn't want... His old timers in there. He's got looking at young talent mm-hmm. to come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he'll he'll go to the Super League, whether or not it's Wakefield or another mm. club over there. You mentioned it before, Wade Graham and and Josh Dugan. They're both pretty banged up, concussions as well. Yeah, two in three weeks for Wade Graham. That's mm. the way the the league's tracking, and and we've been talking about it nonstop here on the Esky. That's. That's a couple of weeks on the sideline, I'd imagine. Well, mm. Dugan's the same. He's had two, I think, in very similar time frame, if not um, two and four, mu- like in a month. So, yeah. Again, though, of course, they're being more careful with it, but it's still concussions. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how they how they take that. Uh, as I alluded to before, I have picked Newcastle in this one because I just mm. think all these guys missing and then all the coaching stuff, um, I think they're probably coming out a bit flat in this one. Mm-hmm. And so I like Newcastle for a bit of a bounce back with a bit of their squad getting healthier in this. Newcastle are $1.77 favourites in this. Cronulla, $2.05. I reckon that's probably in the last like day or two that would have flipped oh, around. Yeah, you, around. yeah, I looked at this. Get them on early on the week. Yesterday morning it was $1.90 a piece. So yeah, right. It's cha- yeah, changed a fair bit. I've still, I've still gone Cronulla. Uh, Newcastle's hurt as well. Like, just because Cronulla's hurt doesn't mean they they lose this game because Newcastle's equally as hurt. Uh, and they're st- they still got Manny Moore and Chad Towns, and they're no, they're no slouches, you know, playing playing in the halves. Yeah, but the the front office basically said we're giving up on you this year. Yeah, but. <laughs> How do you get up I this think game? that I think I've sorry to cut everyone off, but I've gone with Peps as well as Cronulla. I think that mm. puts the group together. That gives you a bit of adrenaline for a week at least, mm. and mm. you've got the assistant coach in there. He would have been revving them up. I saw Morris gave them sort of a farewell speech during the week. Yeah, quite emotional. That's going to actually bring them together and and put them over the top. Well, so I, I like the upset here with Cronulla as well. Yeah, I think it. it could, I think we were both probably right. It could probably go either way. If Newcastle come out and score two early ones, Cronulla could capitulate and just be like, "That's yeah. it. That's it. We're." You know, we're why should we give we're turn off effort, like yeah. yeah, they're not putting effort in, in us, we're not gonna put effort in this. Or if they start red hot, they score two, then like, hey, we're on here and they'll keep going, they'll keep rolling through it. So yeah. We're interested yeah. to see how they, they come out in the start of this game. But I, if anything, I'd watch the first twenty minutes and you probably know who's gonna win based on that. Yeah, and, and Graham and Dugs is two massive outs, like obviously. Uh, Wade well, Graham, captain. <laughs> yeah, pl- and played his two fiftieth the other week. Mm. Dukes would have probably two hundred under his belt, wouldn't he? Uh, he's close to it. 
214. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's nearly 500 games that, that you're missing out on. But, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I, I still think Newcastle's very banged up. I've gone Cronulla, but th- this should be a close game. Mm. Monks? Are you a big monkey? Um, I backed the Knights last week. I'm hoping that they do pick up again and I backed them again. Cool. Uh, Desmond. Desmond. Desmond two, yeah. two. Desmond two. Um, yeah. Back when Andrew Fafita, so his brother plays for Wakefield. Yeah, uh, so that makes sense. There's, there's, there's a, a connection there. There's yeah. a connection there. Yeah, I'd, I'd imagine his days at Cronulla are done. Yep. Mm. The big one. The or, game. The game of the round. This one. Yeah, game. Or when Cronulla and Parramatta would be interesting. Cronulla and Parramatta. Yes, but I'd say this is the premier of the, the two. The, the two most successful clubs for the last ten years. Mm-hmm. Melbourne Storm, Sydney Roosters, 7.55 Friday night, down in Melbourne at Amy Park. Uh, the Storm, they put up 50 last week against the Dogs. Mac, you called that. Mm-hmm. You said they put really? up 50. They they scored 52. Yep. Uh, and our bet of the week was <laughs> was Melbourne Storm to over 34. To score yeah. 34. They did that easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, Bulldogs, the Bulldogs stunk in this. But Bulldogs that, but they But they actually showed a little bit they of scored a, some a, points. attacking flair. They scored, yeah, they scored three tries. So that, that First was, points in a month. That was nice to see. And... You sh- surely you rather a fifty-two eighteen loss than a thirty-eight nil or what? What they've been? Well, know. that would have been four weeks without any points of them. So I think they were happy to get some points. Indeed, indeed. Uh, the Roosters, on the other hand, uh, they were they were resilient. We spoke about it before. They mm. they literally the last twenty minutes turned it on against the Sharks. Sammy Walker, good game, yeah, play good finish. That holy yeah. shit. Se- he's in his second game. He had a try. He had three try assists. For, from what I've heard. He's he's at training, telling all these old forwards and everyone else what, to, and mm. and they and they're listening, you know. We've you, turned it over. It's a half, like you, you got yeah, to listen to what a half says. But an eighteen-year-old kid to have com- confidence mm. to go out there and and bark orders that, you know, he's yeah. taking the side over. Like yeah, Takiyaho or you know Absolutely. Angus Crichton mm. or you know some big boffer that's been around there a little bit. He's got confidence and he plays with it. I think I was saying it last week or when he sort of made his debut, like you couldn't ask for a better environment to have, be 18. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, you, you've got the best outside backs. You've got these big forwards around you. So have the confidence to throw it around. And he was – it wasn't just, you know, shifting balls left and right. He was throwing cutout balls. A couple of those assists was so nice. Oh, and then yeah. that bursting through run – we were yeah we were watching it live and it was just they they stormed home it was really yeah. um, really good to see he, he yeah he looks like he'll be something special so you know the rich <laughs> the rich get richer a bit with the yeah, Sam Walker bit, there but um, they've had him coming for a couple of years now from mm-hmm. the sounds of things so um, he's probably come on a year or two earlier than they than they needed but mm-hmm. again yeah he, he looked really well um, really composed mm-hmm. more than anything so who's playing six for them at the moment. Hutchison. Hutt, yeah, Hutchison. Drew, Drew Hutchison. Because yeah. I think they lost their backup hooker too, didn't they? Um, Great question for Monks. Uh, well, Ferrell's, Ferrell's hasn't played yet. And then they have that Freddie Lussick. Yeah, well. Lussick's injured. Okay. I think. Who's, who the fuck's playing nine then? Yeah, I think they're very, very deep uh, into their nine stocks at the moment. Trying I think to find it's Luke it. Rickardson. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Storm, f- <laughs> Storm, uh, Storm for that. me in this one. Storm win this 22-10. It is Benjamin Marshke. There you go. Yeah, household name, that bloke. Wishing him all the best this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll go Storm here. Down down in Melbourne, uh, it's a big test for, for Sammy Walker. It's only his third game uh, going up against one of the premier teams in the competition, the mm. defending champs. Um, yeah, he's got Cameron Munster 
cross for him. So yeah, yes. yeah. I, I think Melbourne win this. Hopefully, it's close. Yeah, I'm back in Storm in this, and I think yeah, this will be a competitive one. Yeah, I'm back in Storm as well. Four Storm, four Storms. Mm-hmm. Manly and Gold Coast, three p.m. at mm-hmm. Mudgy. Uh, Manly, they they got off the donut. Uh, well, I think we all went the Warriors, and they let us down. Mm-hmm. Like we say, you can never have any confidence in the New Zealand Warriors. Mm-hmm. They're week by week uh, kind of team. Did you guys see the, the match-winning field goal from DCE? It was an absolute shank. <laughs> it was a, it was it a meat was a pie. Yeah. Off the ankle. Yeah, and it got through. It was uh, much like, a, you know, the... 13-12 it finished up. It was so much like, I was yeah. going to say, it was much like the four or five goals I've kicked in my AFL career. <laughs> that just sort of went through the big sticks but didn't look very pretty at all. No. Uh, and what this, wasn't a spectacular game at all, that one. No, uh, but the big news coming out of... Out of Brookie this week is the return of Tommy Turbo. Their best player. Yeah. He's recovered from that slip in the shower. He's back, baby. Uh, and they, they face a red-hot Titans team. Mm-hmm. They came off a big win against Newcastle Knights. Dave Fafita, he's looking like the signing of the year. And he, big, he had big. three tries. You saw his, his tap and run from inside 10 minutes. Just like It looked like school boy, like he was playing against schoolboys. Just muscled his way over, and that shouldn't really be happening at an NRL level. But I suppose he's a bit different. Mm, oh, uh, big Tino as well. They've got like an excellent backline at the moment. Yeah. So they're just dominating uh, guys, and I think they just uh, signed their um, hooker. He's a bit of a rising star to a longer deal too. Oh yeah. Um, so they are looking good. I'm picking Titans in this. I think they're much further ahead as a club mm-hmm. than where Manly is at this stage. Even with Turbo back, I'm back in the Titans. I've got the Titans here at $1.47, Manly at $2.70. Uh, is it Mitch Rain that they've re-signed? No, it's a young fella. Okay. Rain. We'll have a look at that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I've got Gold Coast here. Titans for mine. First game back from soft tissue with Tommy Turbo. You'd want to – he's got a history of it, so don't, you know, think that their team's going to completely change. He'll take a couple of weeks to work into it for mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah, back to Titans as well. Yeah. Four oh, goal geez, uh, Manly, <laughs> Manly, yeah, we're helping them get a couple of wins. Yeah. Uh, Go Coast, Gold Coast resigned Aaron Clark. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Two year contract. Aaron, uh, yeah, strange name for a bloke. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so Moving on, says Anthony over here. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. There's no H in my arm. In me, well, in my name. <laughs> South West Tigers. 5.30 Saturday night, Stadium Australia. Uh, the, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, they were very good last week against yeah. uh, hapless Brisbane Broncos. Benji, Benji looks good as well. Yeah, Benji. Besides, uh, besides Latrell, who I think's leading the Daly M votes at the moment. Nice with him and, him and Pap, I think, are on equal votes. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, the Tigers, they were disappointing last week. They got booed off at halftime. They, were getting they up, sucked. They, they were getting blitzed by the Cowboys. They did play better in the second half, yeah, but they, but they got, the got it back half. to 34-30. But, uh, yeah, still they went down, uh, you know, after losing Tommy Radonikas. I think we went, all backed Tigers as well. Yeah, we did. We gave him the curse. We yeah. gave him the curse. What's, uh, what's the news with Luke Brooks? What have you heard here, Sean? Uh, very much the similar kind of thing that we've uh, said, I think, in previous weeks, that the club's just fed up. Mm-hmm. Um, they've paid him big money. He's meant to be the future of the club and they really got nowhere, mm. unfortunately. So there's even rumours that maybe Souths and uh, Tigers do the swap deal. Like they will sign Reynolds, you sign Brooks and they you know, greener pastures for the halfbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it's looking likely that Luke could be done at the Tigers. I think Maguire might wield the axe this week as well and uh, a few boys may be looking for... 
be playing in reserve grade. He was fucking. Did you see some uh, of the, he was, the coaches box? He oh was my god! Not happy that was ever. made Bellamy look like a yeah. It was, it was, it was oh, Tommy Rodonikis day, and they've absolutely played the worst game they possibly could. Mm. First half, yeah, worst half. Like first half, they were pathetic. Yeah, and then exactly. second half, they they nearly pulled back, but. I think Luke Brooks is a, is a victim of one. If if he was in Sam Walker's position, I think he would be like, oh, again, mm. it's your surroundings with a halfback. You can only make yeah, a team true. so good. Um, yeah. We, we can talk about Cleveland Browns and the Jets and their quarterbacks as a comparison. Yeah, exactly you know, right. talent goes to shit teams. It's uh, They can only do so much mm-hmm. with what's around them. Mm-hmm. And front offices and culture, we talked about in the past, is also super important. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, looks like he could be done there. And I'd say there's probably plenty of clubs that would be looking to – um, rehabilitate uh, Luke Brooks as he comes across into one of their sides as a half. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think we're all picking Souths. Yep. South's heavy favourite. What are they paying? Dollar uh, fifteen. No, you might get a touch more than that. Let's have a look here from our good friends at Sportsbet. Still waiting for oh, you, you're an adult hand. Yeah. I'll take Souths, please. Yeah, four Souths. Four Souths. Four yep. Souths. Four Souths. Yeah. Uh, the second best game of the round, Canberra Raiders take on the Parramatta Eels 7.30 Saturday night at GIO Stadium. They're both coming off losses. Uh, you can imagine Sticky and Brad Arthur would be into the boys trying to fire them up for this one. They're, they're kind of those teams we mentioned about it uh, a few weeks ago. They're, they're both trying to push to be those elite sides. You know, Can they push a Penrith? Can they push a Melbourne Storm? Uh, yeah, they're both like fifth and sixth at the moment. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, they've got to keep touch with those top four um, premier clubs at the moment. They're just dominating everyone. So mm-hmm. they and with the Roosters' injuries, you'd think maybe there is even more of yeah, a gap def- in that top four. Yeah. So yep. this is a massive, yep. massive game for mm-hmm. both teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, odds? Yeah. Who are we picking? Uh, Canberra. I think I've stayed strong on this and picked Canberra, but I will double check. No, I'm going Parramatta, Ooh. I think. Yeah, Parramatta, they actually have been pretty good this nah, year. I've picked, um, the, I've picked the green machine. I've stuck. I would I've hope so. Strong. God, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got off this bag. Give yeah. it a couple of weeks before you're off the bandwagon. <laughs> Parramatta for mine. We'll see if Broncos win against Panthers. <laughs> uh, I've gone the Raiders uh, on the back of uh, Parramatta dropping a game which they really shouldn't have done. Mm. Uh, Canberra. Oh, Dylan Brown's out for. Um, yes. The, so he's mm-hmm. six for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so, oh yeah, it's a bit of a big out for Parramatta. That's one of the reasons I picked Canberra. Hopefully, Canberra, of course, will have, be without chance so they don't have their fullback. Mm-hmm. So I'm – I think Canberra stay, can stay healthy. They've had two weeks where they've lost um, guys significantly through mm-hmm. injury and mm-hmm. – um, well, two two in three games, I think it was. So hopefully if they can stay healthy, they can – win this game and compete against Parra being at home, mm-hmm. give them a bit of home field advantage. But I think this will be close. Mm-hmm. Maybe low scoring-ish. It's probably going to be cold. So I'm going to go 20. I'll go stick with my 20 to 18. She for last, for last, yeah, for last week. <laughs> All right, I'll change it up. 22 to 20. There you go. There you go. Max? Uh, yeah, backed in Canberra. Yep. Um, yeah, obviously with Chan's outs. Mm. Bit sketchy, but yeah. Who's the young bloke that got a uh, uh, Caleb like Aikens, Aikens, who's yeah. from Doggies, from memory. Okay, yep. Uh, moving into so, Sunday, yeah. The Premiership favourites. Let's talk about St <laughs> <Saint> George Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, everyone, everyone wrote them off at the start of the year, and we're four and one, baby. We're four and one. Uh, uh, have you have you realised that um, Anthony Griffin, I think, is trying to put together the what was it, twenty sixteen. 
Brisbane Broncos side. He's he's trying to collect them all again. The guy, which, whichever year they made the premiership with. Oh yeah, because yeah. uh, he's now he's got Ben Hunt. Twenty fifteen, they, yeah, they 20 lost 15. that one against Michael Morgan that we're talking about. Yeah, uh, great game no. that actually. Yeah, yes, JT kicking from the sideline. Mm. Uh, yeah, they've well they've got Jack Bird was in was a Bronco. No, he was, then. He, 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 I don't think he was up there for then. Hey, actually, he might have been a Cronulla. He might have been a Cronulla, but they've they've got Hunt, M- Hunt, McCulloch, Corey Norman, Maguire, Maguire. Well, Maguire is the new addition. So Josh Maguire, of course, has been released from the Cowboys and moved down. So four four of that squad. Mm. So he's slowly collecting them all and he knows what he likes. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think Corey Norman's had an excellent year to start. Really stepped up, hasn't he? Ben Hunt, I think, still out. He's a couple of weeks away. Yeah, he should still be two weeks away. You know who's been good? The Duffman. Matt Duffman. Matt Dufty. Yeah. Uh, Lomax as well has been really good. Yeah, Lomax be pushing for a Blues jersey. Uh, So, yeah, they're coming off that shock win against Parramatta. I, I fucking bet against him, and it was it was in my it was in my punters club. I thought, oh, cheers, Paramount. The way Paramount has been playing, they should win, and they just came out and look. It was a happy twenty bucks mm. that I was I was happy to lose that money. Um, there was a penalty try in this yeah, game. Yeah, interesting penalty try. What did you think? Do you think it was penalty try? I don't think he was clear cut that Dufty's getting to that ball. And, I, I, no, I'd agree with you. I think the distance, because I think there's probably about 15 odd metres in it. Yeah, maybe 10. And, yeah, uh, it, was and like, the, it was the goalpost. The goalpost. The goalpost between what, yeah, it. Like, took him out. I, I was happy for it to be a penalty. Like he, he yeah. got a nudge and, and it definitely uh, took him off course. I don't, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's 100% certainty <laughs> that he scores that try. What, what do you much want to do about nothing? Like, it didn't change the outcome of the game. They no. won by two tries. It was early on in the game. Yeah. But what, what what would you prefer in that instance? Uh, the penalty try or the – it's a penalty, but that's a symbol offence, so they send that bloke off for 10. I always take the points. Always take points, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I found it interesting he got credit for the try. Yeah, so he, people he, gets, who, he literally gets a try. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I found that interesting. So, yeah, you know, is. betters get paid out on a, on a, on a try. Yep. Yeah, they, yeah. So yeah. I, never, I, I just thought it was penalty try. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, yeah, apparently he scored in the record books. <laughs> um, and we did speak uh, earlier about Josh McGuire. He is confirmed as a dragon. I don't think he'll suit up this week, but he uh, will, shouldn't be far off. Uh, I, I think, think he's pretty he's close. In he's in the he's in the mix. He might be on the bench maybe for that. They name him in. Oh, he's he's start. Hang on. No, yeah, he's on the bench. Yeah, no, I would have thought reserve. Sorry, reserve. Yeah, yeah. Don't mind he'd me. be he'd be in the twenty-one. Uh, yeah, there you go. So they name at twentieth. <laughs> Someone throw something you, at you, him. You, you, <laughs> had me, you had me, doubting myself there, Jim. But I, but he's I in the squad, so so they could it could be a game day game day. He's decision, pretty close. He's probably yeah, maybe a week away. Yeah, he probably play the next week. Yeah. Um, good get, a good get for them. I've, I think that's a good yeah, add I think to so the too. Yeah, and obviously was furious up there in far north Queensland. Uh, and the Warriors, they, we all tipped them and they lost. That's classic New Zealand Warriors behaviour. Um, I think they, they missed their big men. We, we were talking mm. uh, yeah, about Fanua you know, Blake. Fanua Blake and Bunty He's Afoa. gone for um, two months, I think. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, and the the big guys, Taniela Paseca and uh, Marty Tapao, uh, yeah. really ran right against them and they mainly managed to get off the donut. Uh, what are we going here, boys? I'm obviously back in the dragons. Yeah, I think I got to back dragons. I'd say Monk's going to do the same. Yeah, dragons. Anything I am different? breaking it up. I'm going to be an idiot and Boo. trust the dragons. No, they're worried. <laughs> the, the dragons. They can't do me. Two weeks. I think this is. You just said trust and warriors in the same sentence. I know. So three weeks. I'm getting in their head. If you three are going dragons, then it must mean the warriors will win. 
We'll find out yeah. uh, Sunday at 2 o'clock. Yeah, now we've got to talk about the game of the round. Oh, absolute scintillator this one. Yeah. Cowboys, Bulldogs, 4 p.m. <laughs> Sunday uh, up in up in Townsville. Cowboys got a win, uh, as we mentioned before. Dogs remain winless. They scored some points at least. The only sort of uh, point to note here, Josh Jackson, he's, he's partially torn his calf. Yeah, a couple of months I think he's going to be out. Very or sad. maybe a month. Very sad for the Bulldogs. You reckon he's never missed a game? In, in his NRL career, yes, through an injury, through in, through anything, he's two hundred and sixty games in. Uh, he missed. First the, game. So he was suspended this year, so he might have missed. maybe through injury, maybe through injury. Yeah, because he was suspended um, this year. I think it was only his first game back from suspension. If I wasn't, but, oh, you know, there you go. I'm a moron. He's played two hundred and five games. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tips, so don't need to talk about this too much. You wouldn't think. Oh, no, this game's going to be an absolute stinker. Uh, did I do something stupid? This is a week? classic 4 p.m. Sunday. <laughs> yeah, this is prime time. <laughs> I've backed, yeah. Prime time. No, thank you. Cowboys for me. Yeah, I've backed Cowboys in this too. I'm You'll have to tell me the score because I definitely won't watch this. Yeah. I've got Cowboys sticks. and uh, probably we'll just watch the highlights. Mugs? Only win for the season for the dogs. Wow, <laughs> I love that. Got some odds there, Max. It's interesting. I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, if they do, if they're going to win a game this year, it's going to be this. Oh, it's a great tackle. Uh, Cowboys are favourites, dollar forty-five. Yeah, Bulldogs out to two seventy-five at the moment. Mm. Scored bit some juice. points last week. Mm-hmm. A bit of juice there for the yeah. Um, Cowboys. Yeah, mm. interesting. Anyway, that game's going to suck balls. Watch it. <laughs> that wraps up our NRL. News and preview for the weekend. Let's, uh, let's jump into the AFL. Yeah, before we go to that, let's where we are in the Brisbane game. I think there's 20 minutes to go, and currently it's 12 all. Uh, Penrith kicked a field goal to tie it all up. Uh, Brisbane have actually had a fair amount of the ball in this game. Penrith have been honestly have played shit uh, from what I've been watching. They've turned the ball over mistakes, a fair bit. A yeah. lot of mistakes. Um, haven't been able to score anything. And let's just say Brisbane have been doing the little things right. Looks like Crofts had a really good kicking game. Uh, and they've they've held them out as well. They've hmm. denied Penrith the chance to actually get any more points. But interesting to see if they can pull this one out. Um, I don't see it happening, but it'd be interesting. No Broncos fans here that they're here. So it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah, no, no one's yeah. invested in this game. No I, I think game. I said to start earlier. I, was, I have a feeling the last loss the Penrith have had, uh, besides the grand final to Melbourne, was to Brisbane. Um, I don't think that's right. I think it was Parramatta. I'm, I'll, uh, cha- I'll chase it up. I'll chase it up. Just go it. Do it. <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do one later. Speaking of, yeah. Speaking of. So we'll leave that game where it is. It's got 15 minutes to go. We'll get a final result in the end of that. Uh, maybe switch over to Richmond versus St. Kilda. Where we left it, it was halftime and saying, not St. Kilda, Richmond were in front by I think about 20 at that point. Yeah, they've doubled uh, that in a short amount of time. Yeah, so I think Richmond's going to win that easily. I think all four of us picked Richmond. Yep, yep, yep. yep yeah, we yep. all backed Richmond for that. Mm. So we'll get into some AFL news. And I think the main thing to tackle, well, do we want to talk about pies first or do we want to talk about player movements? Uh, yeah, let's talk about the Pies. I think um, the, the big news coming over the weekend was um, a lot of people unhappy with Collingwood. A lot of people, yeah. So it's 58 points with a minute left in the third quarter here. You probably go back to the league. There's only a minute left. <laughs> yeah, that game's close. This game's over. Richmond uh, are going to win. after St Kilda went out and beat West Coast last week, I thought they might have actually pushed Richmond here. Well, yeah. it was close to the mm. quarter time and then... Mm. 
by half uh, they're in front by 20 but yeah they've put 40 odd in the last yeah, we shan't be order. watching the last quarter of that one get yeah, back yes. to form game for Richmond um, <laughs> yes, but back yes. to Collingwood yeah so the, the news all in the week was you know Collingwood God they're reeling one and three yeah. lost to GWS at home mm. you know oh god we all, we all gave them the old nasty curse we all pick Collingwood exactly so no, no one came to f- after us they all went for Nathan Buckley and they all went for the club and mm. and, and look I don't like, I don't, whatever, Collingwood or Collingwood, it's just fun to, to rag on them. They get dealt a very hard <laughs> hard hand by the mm. media. Mm. They're a very easy target. You know, they're obviously the biggest sporting club in Australia, yep. essentially. Fair so, so they're a fair, they're an easy target. When it's not going well for Collingwood, you know, a journal, you know, slow news day, let's bash Collingwood. Mm. And I, as someone who doesn't like Collingwood, <laughs> you can say that. Yes, yes. And, Sam McClure and Eddie Maguire. On, oh, I saw it. Yeah, yeah, Eddie, yeah, on Footy Classified. Eddie they was clashed. Just like, no, they haven't. He, 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 he backed his, his former club in, and, mm. and he went to that. I think Sam McClure said the debacle of list management, and Eddie Maguire went, hang on. <laughs> Last year we won a final in Perth. Mm-hmm. Everyone voted us off. The mm-hmm. year before, lost a prelim by a kick. Mm-hmm. The year before that, lost We're a grand final grand by, by a kick. kick. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, this debacle you talk about. Maybe it's, not, maybe it's not so exactly right. You know, <laughs> Richmond, um, sorry, Carlton aren't a debacle, Essendon aren't a debacle. <laughs> no, sorry, Pebs, but you know, these yeah, are clubs, fair, fair, clubs yeah. that have been shit for 10 years. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they're, they're uh, constant debacles. Eddie, Eddie absolutely jumped to, to a bit of his defence, but yeah. his club's defence was mm-hmm. actually really, you know, mm. good to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't stand Sam McClure at the best of times, so I think it was good <laughs> to see him get put in his place. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, if, if you know, Sean's Lions don't hit that goal after the siren. They're two and two. Is this a narrative that we're talking about? You know, yeah. I think they've got some injuries. Obviously, they had some player turnover. The Adam Trelaw saga still gets talked about. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Jaden Stevenson. You know, well, they're still paying him, so that's kind of what exactly right. I, I I think the way they handled that was a bit of a debacle. They weren't telling the truth in the media. They weren't talking telling the truth to Adam Trelaw. That shit gets out. That's the sort of the bad bit. You know, they're like, oh, they don't know how to manage a list because of one. You know play a contract that wasn't managed well well whatever they nearly they were a kick they were a minute away from you know the ultimate glory so mm. Buckley gets a lot of heat as well you know obviously yeah. everything with Eddie in the off season as well I think it's all yeah. a bit of a build up and it's a build up because it's Collingwood so you, so you multiply that by by 10 oh, because great. it's Collingwood yeah. and, and that's why Barkley this week kind of got it he, he as the as the head of the head coach, of yep. course, and then the face of that club at the moment. 100%. Exactly yeah, right. Like, is he the right one? Should he be playing more young blokes? Uh, there's yeah. a whole bunch of chatter. In that and he's, guys. yeah, I saw his media. He said, you know, you play the kids is such a, you know, Neanderthal. Yeah, he didn't say, but, you know, to paraphrase him. Mm. That's yeah, such yeah. a, Neand- you know, oh, we're going bad, so let's play the kids, get mm-hmm. some youth in there. Well, the best 23 will be the best 23 we pick. And then if, yep. they're kids, if they're 19 year olds and they're 19 year olds. So it's, it's a bit of much to do about nothing. And again, it's, it's a Collingwood beat up because it's an easy beat up, mm, but mm. look again, they're one kick away from being two, um, two and two. So I still think they're a real shot to play finals. They've mm. got a couple injuries. They've, they've wielded the ax this weekend against West coast. We'll get into that very shortly. Mm. Uh, Darcy Moore um, is battling a bit of an injury as well. So, We'll see what happens in the next two or three weeks, but I still think Nathan Buckley's a good coach. I think, um, you yeah, know, he after he took over from Malthouse, he flipped the list, and in five years he had him back at a grand final. So mm-hmm. it's so people he saying they coach. play a bit Let's slow. Put it that way. He can coach. They don't have a forward. Yep. Mason Cox is their best. Best, sorry, inverted commas forward. And, and didn't you see him step two blokes? Like exactly. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so that that that's enough Collingwood news for all of us. I, I feel ill, 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 you know. I think as well. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mason Cox, their best forward. Well, sorry, key forward, key forward, big forward. So marking target. Dugowie is obviously yeah. their best player forward half of the mm-hmm. ground, but um, you know when you kick it. And look, he tore West Coast a new one last mm. year in that mm. final, and they've dropped him for this weekend um, to skip ahead. But I think it's much to do about nothing. Collingwood are an easy target, and Buckley. You know he's been at Collingwood for thirty years, so he he understands. Oh, that's way too many. Twenty. 20 years, so he he knows uh, what it's all about. Uh, uh, 20, man, I think he won't mate, be too far Yeah, off. 25 might be, like 15-year playing career and maybe the last 10 there. There you uh, go. Maybe. 30 years on the Esky. <laughs> uh, Quick the, math. The other real new um, player movement, it's, all, it's always a hot topic in... in 20, 27 years. Oh, yeah, round yeah. up. There you, there go. you go. 94 he would have started. <laughs> yep. Yeah, quick math. He won the 93 Rising Star with Brisbane. What he a sure shocking trade that was for Brisbane. <laughs> gave him Nathan Buckley. <laughs> Uh, the other big news is sort of the player movement and, and it's... Well, the talk of player movement, guys being chased for contracts or guys coming off contract next year. Yeah, they, they sort of highlight free agents very early on in the piece and it's sort of, if you haven't re-signed by now, why haven't you re-signed? And, and it's a very common thing for AFL players not to actually do their own negotiations. They've all got management teams and yeah. they leave it up with them and these management teams... Very, very American-style where yeah, they've, exactly. got agency, they've got agents and agencies. Yep. But again, Astra- Australians were so new to the free agent thing, we think, mm. oh my goodness. So we've got guys like Josh Dunkley and Zach Merritt who... Well, Josh Dunkley is contract. Zach Merritt's out of contract. Mm. He hasn't re-signed, so we're worried... Essendon are a bit of an in-between team, and there have been a couple of teams. Port Adelaide have been pushing really hard. Mm-hmm. I know Collingwood have freed up a bit of cap space to sort of go after a Zach Merritt type. Yeah. Um, and it just sort of raised that question we talked about it last week, the mid-season trades, uh, you know, like an NBA or an NFL trade deadline, maybe mm-hmm. a trade week in the middle of the season, yep. mm-hmm. or open it up, not to go to the NRL style where you can, you know... <laughs> Pick m- players whenever the fuck you want. You know, Josh McGuire's <laughs> signed in a new team, you know, he's... <laughs> On Tuesday, training with the Cowboys. <laughs> Thursdays, you know, taking his boots down to St. George. So, I, I don't think anyone wants to get to that area. No offense, NRL, but that mm-hmm. they want to find uh, that player movement is good because you're talking about it, um, and when you're talking about it, you, you're listening about it, you're reading about it. It's all eyes, it's all money. So, yeah, exactly. I think it's uh, it's a watch this space because the more we hear about it, that that's what the AFL want. If you're talking about it, then they'll introduce something. So. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple, what, yeah. What do you, what do you think about these three joining those potential clubs? Do you think that's all good gets? Well, Zach Merritt, uh, that's an interesting one because for Port Adelaide, we're talking here. Port Adelaide, he fits. He fits in, in any team of the comp. Zach Merritt, you know, he. It was interesting that the guys came out and said they'd possibly like to take could would take pay cuts for to land a big fish. Mm. I guess to put them over, like put them yeah, a bit more exactly. over, so they mm. win a premiership. And he'd only leave yeah. Essendon to go to to one of these top yeah. four yeah. clubs. So. Yeah. Uh, his movement will be dependent on what Essendon do this year. They've had they've had an impressive start for what we thought they would do, and they've already got a lot of injuries. If they come out and make finals, he'll stay because he puts them over the top. Um, but so that 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 that'll be a wait and see. This will be one of those drawn out things where until he signs for somewhere, we'll be talking about <laughs> yeah, it. So yeah, yeah. Um, the other one's Josh Dunkley. Obviously, Essendon came really hard last year. So that trade that's trade for him. Yeah, trade his contract to the end of twenty twenty two. So. Um, dogs well, I think, I think Josh actually wanted to go with Essendon. Like he said, if you're going to trade me, you've got to trade me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said Essendon for his destination. So yeah. Bulldogs said, right, I bring it. They had three top ten picks. They said, show us what you've got. Um, Essendon went with, you know, famously, oh, as Penrith kick a drop goal to go ahead 13 12. Two pointer. Oh, sorry, 14 12. Oh, my goodness. Clear. That is big, dude. Just yeah. cleared the crossbar. Five uh, minutes left in this one. We just missed it as well. Sarko had tried his own and was about 10 yards short. So. Uh, How about Nathan that? Cleary so, as the best so, halfback in the game just slots it. The two that's first big. two point 
field goals have occurred live on the Esky. Mm. South mm. last week. Uh, That's and right. this one probably we'll bigger. Serve we're ahead of the times here on the Esky, yeah, so yeah. if you're tuning in. You right, well, watch Brisbane score a try here with a minute to go <laughs> in this game. Well, there's still five minutes to go. A minute to go. Um, well, I'm saying a minute to go, so in right, four minutes. The predictions <laughs> here. Predictions live for the... Penrith have played shit. No, 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 no. I'm it's saying Sean has got his prediction yeah, that Brisbane yeah. still win this. But yeah, well... Anyways, back yeah. to the... Anyway, anyway let's, yeah. let's, let's get into going. round five. <laughs> Obviously, St Kilda taking on Richmond right now. We thought it would be a bit of a close one, but it's turned out to be an absolute blowout. It's it's nine goals at three-quarter time, and... And Richmond was sort of just going. We were, uh, we've sort of been talking about the last three weeks. They've just been a four weeks. Sorry, they've mm-hmm. just been doing what they have to do to be close in games. They had that finals-like game last week in Adelaide against mm-hmm. Port Adelaide, yeah. and had the Adelaide Oval was rocking, and it was it felt like a prelim final, which mm-hmm. which they've um, faced off in recently. Mm-hmm. Um, Port had uh, won by a kick there. Mm-hmm. In that one, a couple points. So Richmond sort of, you know, they've realised they have to step it up against mm-hmm. a very spirited St Kilda team who mm-hmm. um, last week pulled off one of the upsets of the season's yeah, easy and will push. be mm-hmm. put, uh, put up against West Coast uh, in Melbourne. Uh, West Coast cruising by about six goals, 33 points, I think it was, in the mm-hmm. third quarter. And then <laughs> I don't know what Brett Ratton did. He flicked a switch and mm-hmm. St Kilda went on an absolute rampage. Mm-hmm. Ended up winning the game by mm-hmm. four goals. And mm-hmm. and everyone says, holy shit, this is the St Kilda we, we think in pre-season. This is mm-hmm. St Kilda that made finals last year. Yeah. Um, Really, really surprising to everyone. I think, God, if you got on them live down 33 oh. in the third quarter, you would have got 500 bucks. You'd be a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, but I don't even think that the maddest of Mads and Kilda supporters would have jumped on the on the bandwagon there with that one. But um, good to see Big Maxi King kick Burton five. He last kicked week. five. Yeah, yeah. real. He, he's a jet, and 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 the club can build around him, and, mm. and they plan to. Uh, I think the big one was the return of Rowan Marshall, who mm-hmm. misses tonight, um, re-aggravated that foot injury that kept him out. Didn't have a big game, but just helped quell Nick Nat, who's been in form, mm-hmm. and Rowan Marshall, when he's up and going, he's a top five ruckman in the competition easily. Mm-hmm. His work around the ground as well as his uh, tap work. Um, yeah, so it's quite disappointing to see the Saints... You know, again, get, again, get it's, it's a bit similar. Yeah. They, yeah. they, they, were, they showed a bit of spirit early, and then Richmond, you know, two classes. You don't win three flags in four years without, you know, rising to the top here. Yep. Um, absolute shocking for those who have Richmond one to thirty nine. But uh, yeah, they're, they're cruising. This tonight is obviously uh, Maddie Revolt's match, mm-hmm. which has been going the last few years. Obviously, Maddie Revolt, the sister of mm. Nick Revolt, mm. cousin of Jack Revolt. Mm-hmm. Um, she passed away while Nick was still playing, so it would have mm-hmm. been six or seven years ago. Yeah. Um, bone marrow, yeah, bone yeah. marrow cancer. So yeah. they've made this match uh, to honour her. Purple was her colour, so so you'll see some Kilda sporting some purple. In their mm-hmm. jersey and mm-hmm. great cause, obviously. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The AFL are really good at getting around um, things like this, yeah. and, and and it's oh, you know, to it's great initiative. And, and oh, it's Jack Revolt kicks it. Oh, to, that, oh touch oh, on the touched, line. That would have been a really nice goal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, as we were talking about Maddie's match, so it's really great, um, really great of both clubs to get around this cause, and they've sort of made it their own. Mm. Um, Friday night. Prime viewing, uh, we'll be able to raise a fair bit of money for that. So that's really good. Mm-hmm. Richmond now go to three and two, and now we wonder if they can step up a gear. And we talked about St Kilda last week. We said season was over. <laughs> you know, oh, they look at the draw ahead. Apology, and I think Wayne Carey apologised well, as well. The, yeah. yeah, because he was like, they're done. Uh, and speaking of done, so is Brisbane. Nathan Cleary has <laughs> just busted over. Uh, that'll get them an eight-point <laughs> lead. That they don't lose from there. Uh, yeah, we, we wrote them off. I was saying they'll be one and five. Uh, they 
They've obviously got two under the belt, but uh, it's look, the way they're going. They've got tonight. Port next yeah. week, so th- you know that's, that's a big out for them. That, that, that's hard. They, 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 don't they don't win that, surely. Um, no, no. Yeah. So to make finals, where is it? From, from oh, we'll, talk, we'll talk about next week's game. We'll cross that next week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we'll worry about that next week. It'll be in Adelaide. Yeah. Um, let's yeah. Move on, move on to uh, tomorrow night's game. So we've touched on a little bit with the Collingwood side, West Coast uh, hosting Collingwood over in Perth. Mm-hmm. Um, both teams obviously coming off losses. We've touched on those upset losses at that. Um, Both teams who played finals last year were hoping to play finals this year, just there and about. West Coast at home and and Fremantle are the same, and and we'll get to them a bit later on. When they're at Optus Stadium, they're a completely different side. They look like a different animal. They just are unbeatable over there. And, and yeah. whatever it is, whatever reason, maybe it's the mental side, it's having the home fans. And sleeping and in your bed before you sleep, go. All that sort of thing. <laughs> like, But honestly, it must play – we'll never understand how big a part it plays because at home you wouldn't even think. You wouldn't even think about betting against West Coast and, and they'll be primed coming off a loss – You'd think they'll absolutely stand um, steamroll here. Last week, the the alarming thing for last week was across the whole game they had thirty six inside fifties. That is absolutely stink. And, and we we talk about how potent their forward line is with Oscar Allen, Josh Kennedy, Jack Darling, um, Jack Petrocelli came in and mm. kicked four goals. Yeah, um, he, he'll be missing tomorrow, so they've got a couple outs um, tomorrow as well. I'd, I'd still say West Coast is going to be a bit yeah, well, too... Yeah, Collingwood losing to an underclass, um, an undermanned uh, GWS. GWS that, like that, in, so. in a wet game at MCG, like, uh, it's, that's a game that I, th- I think we all picked Collingwood. Yeah, and everyone, and, 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 that, and that's, again, we, that adds petrol onto the fire, mm-hmm. Collingwood coming off an upset loss to a GWS. We, we said they were reeling as well, mm-hmm. so... Mm-hmm. Um, pies, God... Yeah, I've, I've backed West Coast in this. West Coast win, but you just need Collingwood to keep this close because if they get blown out here by yeah. 10 goals, yeah. then it's just, you know, we're hearing about Collingwood all week again. So yes. West Coast for mine as well, but I do think Collingwood will be able to keep it close. Shannon Hearn misses for West Coast, who's very important mm-hmm. for um, them across halfback. What have we got down this end of the table? I've gone the Weagles, uh, and have you got the odds there, Monks? Yep. Uh, yes, I've gone West Coast as well. Their favourites, $1.37, lines 20 and a half. Mm-hmm. What's total points? On the spot there. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I fucked him. <laughs> that's all right. You you can look that up. Yeah. I, I think a dollar thirty seven is pretty safe, to be honest. They're it's good value for well, me. Remember, mm. remember two weeks ago when we all thought, oh, Port's played two good games. that They, they could go out there and beat West Coast yeah. at Optus Stadium. And Didn't they, happen. They just got absolutely Demolished pushed. They're, they're yeah. a different animal over there in the West. Yeah, I can't see them losing this game. Uh, mm. And total points is... 172. 59. Oh, oh, maybe some weather, yeah. some inclement weather, perhaps in Perth. Mm. I doubt it. The doctor, the Fremantle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be interesting. That one. Moving on, uh, Dogs v Gold Coast on Saturday. Dogs coming off a great victory against Sean's Lions, and I believe we have a bet to be paid up. Skull bet mm. on there. Skull bet, obviously <laughs> made very between cold as well between two gentlemen. Cold's good, but they, these are. Not as smooth as those. So <laughs> this would, would be the would worst. You prefer, do you want a cut and try? Yeah, well, we've got one. I'll I can, take the cut. I can do that for you. Can, there we will. Can you remind it, it, the listeners to what the bet was, please, Charles? Uh, I'm sure you won't mind. It was head to head. We were Lions versus Dogs. Uh, at, in Ballarat, of course, back the Lions. You back the Dogs. Uh, loser, of course, having to do a skull bet. Um, Gentlemen, it was it was not a bad game overall. Uh, I think Lions though were always two goals behind, and they just really couldn't keep up with that. Johnny English, I thought, had a 
excellent game. Johnny, Johnny English. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny English. Good movie, that. <laughs> it holds up. Johnny English holds up. Shout out. Seriously good Shout movie. out Rowan Atkinson. That, that. Do you or do you not have tattooed on your bottom? <laughs> Jesus is coming. Look busy. Uh, I just realized, is his first name London? Uh, What's huh? his first name? Is it London? Tim. Tim. Why the fuck have I got London in London, London English. English. Well, London, London, London English. That's Why on earth would you have that connection? Anyway. If, if his name was London English, his parents had a good slap. <laughs> he wouldn't be playing professional football. He wouldn't have bullied out of any football team he played for. Well, he, he's English. massive. He's almost seven foot. So Speaking like, yeah. of, absolutely tore yeah. um, yes. Brisbane a new one. It was blustery conditions yeah. out at Ballarat. Rain three as well, didn't he? And mm-hmm. three goals, three. Like, he was clunking everything. Mm. That This Steph Martin edition, obviously the former Brisbane Ruckman, him coming in, English playing more f- forward ruck Goal instead in. of ruck. <laughs> ruck. That's a either. It's all happening here on the S. Um, but yeah, Timmy English was probably best on the ground. Um, Adam Trelaw again killed it. The three-headed monster of English, uh, Brucey, Josh Bruce and Aaron Norton up mm-hmm. forward looks very deadly for the and dogs. when Norton starts kicking straight here, I think he had 2-5 in this two one. 2-5, missed well, a couple stinkers. Yeah. Macca mentioned that with the wind, like... We got to talk about the wind in Ballarat. It was unreal. Mm. Like mm. he put a ball up, it hit its high point, and then it was gone yeah. that way. And mm. very oh. strong. Yeah. yeah, it was very strong. Like strong to the left of screen as well. So. Enough to like, save my golf ball slicing, or uh, easy. Oh, hurricane condition. But yeah, Sean hit the nail on the head there. I think dogs were always just sort of two goals ahead. Just, just too good. It looks looked pretty close in the scoreboard. Dogs kick a goal with eight seconds left, so um, to make it three goals, but. Um, too good. 81 tackles for the Bulldogs. So, goes, so they've baby. been winning pretty, you know, clean across the ground as the skull bet is being paid by oh, Sean. Gob, gob, gob. While he's doing that, I get to talk about the Bulldogs. So quick. Uh, 81 tackles for the Dogs. So that, quick. that's it. Yeah, boy. We Sean's got there. first skull on the Esky. Well done, son. Uh, dogs on top of the ladder. Absolutely flying. Have to be the form team in the competition. Caleb Daniel, the only out for them this weekend. He tackled your your boy, your cousin, Sean. Uh, it was a bit of an awkward one, actually. Which I think, one? <laughs> uh, it was the smaller berry. Is that TJ. Thomas? Tom, yeah. Thomas, so yeah. he had him and he was – he could uh, – poor Caleb Daniel was not the biggest man himself. He saw he was doing one of those dangerous tackles and tried to spin him but could only do it halfway and ended up driving him in the ground yeah. a bit worse. So I think he was lucky I to did, get yes. – he was lucky to get one week um, in the end. I thought it probably could have been two, but it was just an awkward one. You can <sighs> see Daniel's not a um, too hard a player, it, no, dirty player or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go up against Gold Coast to come off a sort of honourable loss against Carlton. And if you're a Gold Coast fan, again, all 15 of you out there. Um, <laughs> Toby Green. We're talking about Toby Green. I think they're down to 13 after last week. <laughs> yeah, oh, sorry, you, Gold Coast. You're, you're, sick of, you're sick of that. those two words, honourable loss. They're, they're, they're starting to cough up a lot of honourable <laughs> losses. They mm-hmm. need to actually start just winning these games because yeah. like we said, the, the excuse of being a young team isn't an excuse anymore because they're not the youngest team anymore. They're not the most deve- undeveloped team. Mm-hmm. You've mm-hmm. got these young guys who have been built up around you. You've got some studs in the team. You just need to win games now. So I think now it sort of goes to Stewie Jew and says, well, yep. they're at a certain point, but they have, you know, they've plateaued. So when are they going to get that rise? Um, I'd say they're, pro- they're hurt though. Like they're missing. Obviously, Jared, with you know that they sort of went in yeah, without much of a ruck is is, is big. Yeah, big. That hurts, but again, you just need to win these games. Mm-hmm. The game style, sorry, excuse me, is shocking. You know that they they were fumbly. 
you know, it was, it's obviously greasy conditions on a Saturday mm. night in, in Metricon in the Gold Coast, mm. but you've been playing there for six years. So why mm. why do you look like the team that hasn't adjusted? You yeah, train true. in those conditions. True, so, true. Um, yeah, dogs back at Marvel Stadium, quick yeah. deck. I'd take Bulldogs 40 plus. Yeah, I was going to say, there's easy. enough talking about this, like Bulldogs win this game. There's never enough time to talk about the Bulldogs. Yeah, so I have true. The, I have the Western Bulldogs. Uh, we'll, we'll have to cut the... Uh, the price is short, Joseph. Uh, are they, are if they, they go five and zero, well, when they go five and zero, just look out. I'm going to be a very, very happy yeah. man. Next are they a dollar ten at the moment? Dollar twenty four. Uh, come down to dollar thirteen. They're good. Yeah. They are good. Um, I'm just calling undefeated season. I have can't you had see a line. Loss. A line would be. You said that a couple of weeks ago. You got on my. I am saying, and they haven't lost. True, true. Um, line is thirty seven and a half. Um, Total points, 170 and a half. Ooh, that's a lot of points. Dogs will score that by themselves. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, did it against North Melbourne a couple of weeks ago. And True. And yeah, I'm backing in the dogs as well. Yeah. Moving. Four dogs. Move on. Let's go. Moving forward, 4.30 Saturday at the oh. SCG. Battle of the Sydney. Battle of the Bridge. Mm. Sydney uh, are going up against GWS, the Swans. No one would have thought they're 4-0. and oh, And uh, I imagine they're reasonably favoured in this one. A few injuries do hurt. Isaac mm. Heaney and Dean Rampey. Uh, so the young list will get tested here. GWS coming off a win that none of us saw coming. Uh, Collingwood were looking reasonably good through the first three weeks yeah. and GWS were trending the other way. Uh, Toby Green, he's he's been given the captaincy. Mm. Mac, I know you really like him as a yeah. bloke. Yeah. Favourite player. Oh, yeah. It's a Ben Stokes effect in cricket. Like, yeah. like, you know he's a shit bloke and you hate him, but he's just such a good footy he's good. player. He's so good. He wins that game by himself, off his own boot there. Yeah. He, he is, and I've got it down there, he's a barometer for the team. If he's mm. flying, that team is up and going. He, mm. he He's a very good captain because he's, he's your boy. It's the typical, you hate playing against him. If he was on your team, I bet you'd love him. So, yeah. again, oh. the 11 G- GWS supporters would love him. Um, yeah, the rest of his family. And the players, yeah, the players would get around him. And and he's, and he's it's it's a come with me. It's an on-the-field thing. Yeah. You know, he wouldn't be a big vocal guy, I can't imagine. But, look, he's doing everything around the field. And forward half of the ground, he's one of the best one-on-one players oh, in the game. Mm. Um, My big question for this... This one is that lady that was getting stuck into you last week uh, that was wearing the Sydney Swans attire. Who is she going for in this game? That's exactly my issue I have mm. with I have with her and any GW supporter, really. <laughs> she, she, the poor thing. She's going to be torn. She's, she's be cheering torn. for the draw. She's Natalie Imbrulliard this weekend. <laughs> I'm torn. Uh, good song. Uh, uh, very good song. Oh, it is. Have, have you got ads? Uh, have you got ads? Odds, 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 please. I can bring up some ads. Ad free here, still on the asking. I think yeah. Sydney would be heavy favourites. I'm back in Sydney. Yeah, Sydney favourites a dollar forty five. Mm-hmm. That's not bad value, actually. GWS is two eighty. Mm-hmm. Um, the way the Swans are playing with yeah. Buddy back, I'd, yeah, I'd, don't, I'd, don't, I'd, mind don't mind that. that. Line. Uh, line odd. is fifteen and a half. Oh, I'm Ooh. taking that. Yeah, that looks that could be a good bet. Though I'm taking. Yeah, that. I'm going one bet. I'm going GWS. Reckon they win this game. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And I, I've, I've been wondering half on the injuries and how they look flat. But I think those two injuries, Heaney and Rampy, are big massive outs, injuries big now. Outs, big outs. Swans, yes. you know, their, their top 23 is very, very good. And this young team is very good. But mm-hmm. the depth probably isn't there yet because they're playing so many youngsters. So mm-hmm. I think you bring in two inexperienced players there to an already inexperienced list. I think GWS win this one in a close one. Ooh, and go. we were saying last week, you know, Canelio out, uh, Phil Davis out. Mm. Uh, we, we've... Wrote them off and they went out there and played out of their skins. Yeah, so there's a lot in, in Melbourne against Collingwood. Yeah, so yeah, I don't, I don't mind that. I don't mind. I'll, that I'll back them in to win this one, and then all of a sudden we can start saying, "Oh, maybe they are they are the real deal." So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Uh, moving on to Saturday night, Hold Carlton, on, uh, your before, boys. Before you go, monkey, we need monkey. Oh, oh sorry. We need yeah, to uh, know if it's a Desmond or not. No, no Desmond. No uh, Desmond. Or yeah, I think it's Swans. Swans. Did you say Swans yeah. first? No, sorry. Never mind. <laughs> it's a three, three to one. Three to one. All right. Pepsi's boys, Saturday night, up against Port Adelaide. I do think this will be a good one. Blues coming off uh, back-to-back I victories. I noticed he switched his hats in the, in the process. But. Oh. I'm just getting around my boy, Not Orange Julius Randall. <laughs> true, true. We'll get to that. Orange Julius Randall. That is good chat. Uh, Carlton coming off two wins. Uh, and obviously Port Adelaide coming off that really awesome win again last week against uh, Richmond, mm-hmm. that finals night game. Um, Carlton had a bit more of a scrap on their hands against mm-hmm. sloppy game up on the um, Gold Coast. Very dewy. Mark Pitney. Very uh, dewy. I like that. Stuart Dewey. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about uh, Gold Coast battling in the ruck department. Mark Pitney came out and, you know, he's not, I wouldn't say he's one of the better ruckmans in the mm-hmm. comp, but casual 57 hit outs oh, yeah. for mm-hmm. him. So yeah. a bit of a ruck bag. That's <laughs> been of, in the season. That's exactly <laughs> a, no, back yourself in. Look out, Gun Garland. <laughs> Pepsi's going to be hitting down the throats. Yeah, ben Simon's going to have Jared himself a year. Shout out Ben Simons. Pepsi's hitting it down your throat all year. Um, I looked up the record. Goldie had 80 against GWS in their infancy. 80 hit outs in a game. That's yeah. berserk. Yeah. Um, couple injuries for uh, the Blue Bags. Jack Silvani just can't get mm, his shoulder man. right. That one looked like a bit Poor of a bad bl- one. Poor bloke. Yeah. He can't catch a break, can he? Yeah, no. Nah, that one looked quite bad as well. So he's mm. going to spend a couple months on the sideline, I think. And he's such a silky player. And again, when mm. Cullen's full list is healthy they're mm. easily a top eight team for mine mm. so that's quite sad Zach Williams um, obviously he's had some suspension he had a head knock as well mm. uh, an ankle as well it looks like a calf for this one so he was their big signing from GWS yeah, in the off season and, and that's a shame because he is electric he's mm. just got that mm. extra you know yeah. that extra bit of pace and at that level yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, that, yeah, that's all it takes. And a big booming kick into the mm-hmm. – we see how Harry Mackay is playing. He's flying. Oh, They're yeah. hoping to get Mitch McGovern back this week as well to try and give Mackay a bit of support. Mm-hmm. Levi Caswell, poor bloke, he, you know, he's very much maligned down at Blues. Don't uh, get me started. Um, <laughs> he, he's really battling, so I imagine he, he struggles to keep his spot. And, and Mitch McGovern, you know, another one who can't get his body right. So if he can get up and going – You know what I would say about Levi? He should be calling up Bonds, Calvin Klein. Uh, he is a good-looking rooster. <laughs> and he could get uh, some excellent... Bit of a man crush uh, there, Pepe. Oh, indeed, yeah. Uh, indeed. Don't worry about calling up a goal-kicking coach. Just just focus purely on the modelling career yeah, about now. Yeah, yeah. I think the goal-kicking might be done. That's, <laughs> that's behind him. Move on to art life after footy, Levi. Straight from on the esky. Mm. Pepsi's call. Maybe a good a looking Levi rooster. for Levi's. Oh, i tell you what. Levi, if you're listening, please give us an... Mm. And sponsor us. Yeah. And then come down and show Pepsi how to kick a ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, on to Port. Uh, obviously coming off that awesome win. It was a really good really good game to watch. Um, however, that, that they paid a big price. They lose two of those gun yeah, youngsters yeah. that they it's have. Big, big Xavier Dersma and Zach Butters both mm. going to be out for a few weeks, mm. I think. And, and the, the Dersma one, they thought, it was the worst. It looked like an ACL live. Mm, looked really mm, bad. He mm. whacked his head as well. So he had a bit of concussion. Mm-hmm. Turns out it was just an LCL. Um, Peps, the resident um, physio. Yeah. That's, your, that's not as bad as an ACL, but still a fair it's bit of time. It's the best CL to do. It's one of the, <laughs> one of the <laughs> yeah, better best CL. Best argument to do. Um, but poor bugger. He, he'll spend a bit of time on the sideline. Um, Orazio and Connor Rosie mm. also both had knocks, but they should be right to get up for this game. Um and it looks like Rock Tommy Rockliffe might be able to come in and actually get some game time because mm-hmm. he's been left on the outer um, and got a knock 
uh, got a concussion in the sample. Um, I think Port win this, but this is this is going to be a lot closer than people think. Well, and I'm uh, trying ooh, to convince okay. myself. The odds actually cold. reflect that, I believe, mm. uh, Monkey. Mm. If you wouldn't mind enlightening us. Yeah, so Port is favourite to dollar seventy seven. Carlton is out to two ten. Dollar fucking not much in that. No. Not much in that. Yeah, but yeah, line mm. reflects that four and a half. Either one's mm. not bad mm. value. Yeah. So who are we backing? We Port for mine, Port? but but yeah, blue blue. This would be one the Blues really mm. think they can get them. Port look banged up. They're off a big game. Let down spot for them. Mm. Oh, I'm talking myself into Carlton. <laughs> I'm going to stay Port. <laughs> I pick Port in this one. I'm a piece of shit. Oh, oh wow! Of all the games to not tip to him, you <laughs> can't even me shit about not following my club. <laughs> this is a no-brainer for the Blues fan. I bleed blue, bro. I bleed blue. Oh, but and I, maybe I should have learnt from last week's mistakes with with St George and and tipping Parramatta and betting on Parramatta. But I've gone poor here. I, I think they're, I, they're very classy, but. I, I'd love to get this wrong. I would love to get this one. You're doing the old, if you're wrong, you're happy. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but if they lose, you get a tip at least. Go mm. yeah. Okay, could be smart. It's, it's, it's also it's a good way to be sides. unhappy every day. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, that's probably a bad move on you because I'm putting the on the Esky curse on them. Um, oh. Oh. <laughs> all four. All four. Back to Fort Adelaide yet again. Mm. Would love to be it, wrong. I, I think well, I would I, love to be wrong. I think it'll be a really good game. I think Carlton really can get this one. Mm. So the Zach Williams one is, is is they'd love to have him out there. Uh, the other Saturday night game mm-hmm. up in Brisbane, your boy Sean Brisbane uh, mm-hmm. going up against Essendon. The Joe Danaher game. Yes, obviously yes. Joey Danaher, um, the big off season move to Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know the Danaher family is synonymous mm. with Essendon and, yeah. and what the Bombers are all about. So. He's had a pretty good start to the season, he's actually. Been the he's been moving yeah. well. He's been healthy. Did That's you see his goal thing. against the, oh. the doggies from outside 50? Yeah. Just, just whacked Dude, it he, and just rolled it over the line. Was, he, oh, but so he good. might have the biggest leg in, in the AFL. He can like, hook he the can shit out of a ball. fucking boot a ball. Mm. This, um, yeah, if you can't got, see. They've got Rich in the team as well. They can mm. also, oh, yeah. They can move a ball around. If you uh, if you haven't seen it, look it up. Uh, he he didn't even celebrate. He apologized nearly. He was trying to center the ball and it dribbled the whole way in. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but he he's he's going all right at the moment. One uh, Brisbane forward who's not going the right at the moment is Charlie Cameron. Yeah, very very. Bright. He's been you know the best nearly forward, definitely the best small forward over yeah. the last two years. Yep. He he can't get near it at the moment. He. Mm. I wonder if he just hasn't found that rhythm with Danaher and um, Hipwood. And Hipwood's kind of taken a lot of the ball. I just mm. maybe he's just mm. not finding any spot in that. That that three of them there yet? Yeah, I think I think he's healthy. I think that's that, that's the first thing you need to look mm. at. Is his is his body all right? And from all reports, he, he's all right. But so much was about you know Danaher and freeing up Hitwood, Hitwood a bit, and you know did that hurt Charlie's mm. chances? Because he is a small forward, but he was actually sort of their number one target. So yes. now yeah. now he's got to learn to sort of share that a he's bit. He's got to play and, off Danaher versus mm. yeah. And again, Brisbane are one of those ones if they. Get that hold the ball decision, which they should have against Geelong. Mm-hmm. They're two and two at the moment, yeah. and then you know, heaven forbid, they don't kick that goal against Collingwood. Then they're zero and four, and we're saying, yeah. oh, this team's falling off a cliff. So yep. that shows you how fickle, how close footy is. Yep. I think and they're all right. Is, how good is that though? Oh, it's well. awesome. Exactly yeah. right. This team yeah. that you know probably should have played in the grand final last year. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he's, he's struggling at the moment, I guess you can say. Yeah, but, yeah, it, it, you fair. know, you have to rock up to the footy to play your best footy or you'll lose. So I think it's brilliant. Um, one bloke who's most certainly injured is Lockie Neal and, and oh, he's, he's said as much. He's, he's back. barely training at the moment. He's yeah. just doing enough to get right for games and mm. get out there. He had a fitness test um, before the Dogs game in Ballarat and he, he looks so stiff. He's got no mm. power in his mm. game whatsoever. He's just sort of... Yeah. Wandering around the middle of the ground last all, year. All his numbers are down at the moment. Yeah, so. you reckon exactly. the Cats knew that a few weeks ago when they really went after him and were, were maybe. Yeah, could I've have picked up on it early because he is so fluid in the way he moves around the mm. ground. He's at each mm. stoppage, he's at each contest. Whereas mm. now he's just sort of staying in the middle of the ground. He's mm. not really. And Mark O'Connor is a good tagger and, and he did a good job on him. But oh, the way he's moving now, he, he's nearly worth. Resting for a couple of weeks, yeah. letting him get some time. Yeah, but yeah. It, is it like, well, that's not going to do anything. We just need to, you know, you're not going to get a better replacement for Lockie Neal. Or you've, you've given me a great kind of segue because I think they can't rest Lockie Neal. And it's kind of one of the things that worries me about Brisbane is we've talked about uh, spines and across the sport about uh, where's that veteran leadership? Well, so you yeah. look at this club, like mm-hmm. they've got great mm-hmm. talent there, but without like Luke Hodge in the squad, Luke Hodge, who was in the squad, what, two years ago, he retired. Mm-hmm. They're just so different. I think they just lack. Mm. I Dan, Dan, just, Rich, Dan Rich would would have something to say around. Yeah, but he's head. not low coach. Like you he know what I'm saying? Not, like yeah. who, who's that bloke that's there that oh, they all the boys can get around? Like Lockie Neal's that dude. Have they got anyone that's won a premiership? I don't think so. No. Well, and they're all like top of my head. No. And I'd say they're all young as well. They would have very few guys mm. over thirty, and the guys that are over thirty mm. aren't your premier players that have been there for a very long time. That you can. You know, look up to or get around if you've you're struggling at the moment. So that's the one thing that concerns me because I think they've got so much talent. Like, yep. they've got a great talent in the squad. They've got a great list. It's just whether they're just lacking that that dude that can help run around and lift them when they need to be lifted. Yeah. Um, to win those games, those games they should could they're in that they could be winning that they can't at the yeah. moment. So I'll agree with you and disagree with you at the same time. I think they have that veteran so leadership what, in Zorko, Neil, yep. Harris, Andros, but they're. Down at the moment, they're really yeah. down. So when those guys are down, you you want the younger guys to step up, but you're asking a lot more of those younger guys. Harris Andrews, you know, top. I think he played his best game against the, the Bulldogs. Well, uh, he did, but Tim, you know, they kicked uh, eight English, goals. English still scores their, their yeah. key forward, so yeah. and they made him look bad. So you can say, yeah, he kicked a goal downwind. He got a lot of intercept marks, but his man kicked three goals. You're the fullback. You need to stop the full forward from yeah. taking seven marks inside fifty. Yeah. So I think they've got it there. I think their list is is really well constructed, but at the moment they're they're top end. And Paul Lockyer, he can't, you know, he can't do anything. He's he's back. He's cooked. Daniel Rich, mm-hmm. he's one of those ones. Yeah. So I think that's my final point. Was like, I think Lockyer Neal is that guy or trying to build into yeah. that guy. Yeah. So that's why oh, he he's definitely they brought him. That's over why there. he can't rest him at this point because they yeah. need him. Like they got to win some of these games. I think this is very. I don't want to say it's very. Easy. It's not easy. Um, this is a winnable game for them. This is one of the games they uh, should, should win. win. Should win as a team that should be uh, fighting for a top four spots. Probably, you know, they struggle to start the year, so it'll be maybe they finish five or six, whatever. Uh, but they need to start stringing some of those wins together. And this is one of those yeah. clubs they should be beating to then be in that position. Absolutely right. Couldn't agree with you more. That that team is Essendon. That's going up there and. And they're sort of tracking the other way. They're one of these young teams that sort of are saying, well, whatever, we're rocking up to the footy. We're just going to play our hearts out. And they nearly knocked off the high-flying Swans. But, you yeah. know, everyone, everyone's praising the Swans this year. How, what a great start they've had. You know, Essendon with a kick away from knocking them off. So a lot of upside. Um, these these young kids coming through are really showing a lot. Nick Cox, um, 
two hundred centimetre wingman Pepsi. Maybe oh, we can mate. maybe we can transfer you into a, a wingman. But no, uh, no, 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 move or kick or uh, have the footy intelligence or anything that he does. It's it's unbelievable though. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. for him to be that size and have that speed and be that silky with the the football. Mm, he's got he kicked one. It was a mung kick, but he broke through a pack. Mm. A pack step one, threw it on his left foot. It was a mung kick, but dead straight mm. up from fifty. Mm-hmm. Really good stuff. He chopped out in the ruck a bit. He went back. He went forward. Runs all day, and he's nineteen. So very oh, yeah. impressive young kid. They've mm-hmm. got guys like Archie Perkins coming through. Um, a lot of young, young, young talent there. If it wasn't for their injuries, they'd be one of these teams who were saying, "Why, why not Essendon?" So, yeah. Yep. Um, no, I think, I think this I, is a big trap game for Brisbane. They, they, ne- they this need is like to win so this game. They should. It's at the Gabba. They, they should. To, to be in the position where they need to beat Essendon isn't a good spot to be in because that yeah. puts added pressure on yeah, from that where they, they didn't from need. From where they were exactly. six months you, ago. You look at this, you know, at the start of the season, round five, Essendon, you don't think about it. They beat mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Now it's a must-win game. Yeah. That's pressure you don't need on a young list, as Sean said. So yeah. they must win. I think they do win. I think um, yeah, know, it's they, a team they they're a good beat. team. They're, they're a good team. So I think mm-hmm. they win, but... A real trap game here. It'd be interesting to hear the line from Monks and, and yeah. Well, and, well let's see how that is. Um, well, yeah, the bookies are reckon it's completely opposite. So Brisbane are favourites a dollar twenty eight. Essendon's out to three seventy. Dollar twenty eight. It's not too bad, but yeah, the line's it's not like it's not, it's not a dollar three. Or I'll take that. Tw- I'll take four goals. I think. Th- I think this is a little bit closer. For, for yeah. yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I, I could be completely wrong. Essendon obviously late goals, but they they score some points mm. and put pressure on. I think you'll see guys like Harris and Andrews really st- step up this weekend. Mm-hmm. But Brisbane for mine, um, but only just. Mm. So Brisbane, 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 Brisbane. Yeah, four Brisbane's. So Essendon will win this by forty points. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, oh, yeah, that honestly That'd wouldn't shock. Like it's one of those games that wouldn't shock me if that happened. And yeah. then we're saying, I'd well, be so disappointed. Brisbane are one yeah. and four, and now where are they? Well, you you look at the Bombers' last two weeks. Did they absolutely destroyed St Kilda in a game mm-hmm. that they weren't mm-hmm. meant to? And then then mm-hmm. they really kept it very close last week against Sydney at the SCG. So yeah, like you said, it could be a trap game for the Lions here. It's the beauty. It's, isn't yeah. this good? For, just to go off track, you know, Essendon throttles St Kilda, who beat West Coast, who beat Port Adelaide, who beat Richmond, yeah, who are throttling St Kilda. <laughs> the old you know, like it's, it's, certain, like, yeah. it's all like what you said earlier, Peps. Hey. Like, you got to rock up on the day because, mm. yeah. mm. holy shit, look at the mo- it's about to be 100 points. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It's uh, If they could kick straight. Oh, my God. It's not, what is that? Eight? 96. Oh, that's a siren, is it? No, no. 96. Four, 14 behinds in total. Oh, my God. Yep. So, no, 86. Wow. So, this is obviously Richmond St. Kilda. Yeah. At the moment, it's 134 oh, no. to 86. 86. 86. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's ridiculous. God. Bad luck. Absolute pantsy. That's a bad luck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Sunday, AFL, Adelaide Crows, Fremantle Dockers. The Crowies, they're three and one. Up the tax. Tex, uh, we were billing him for another big game last week. He he kicked a lazy two in the first three minutes. And <laughs> I honestly, because for whatever reason, it was one of those Sundays I was just, you know, at home and I was like, oh, yeah, put the footy on. Mm-hmm. He had two in three minutes. I went, he's kicking 15. Like, he, yeah. like they're, they're, they're just, what the fuck is happening to the world? He didn't. He started playing a bit more up the ground. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, look, you know, Adelaide, North Melbourne, we said it last week. No one's really going to tune into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, North were pretty spirited, but... Adelaide oh, proved too classy and go three and one, and I promise you, no one in this room or most rooms 
had and that. Australia had nope. that. So no, everyone think, thought well, they're finishing bottom four. So absolute to, credit to Matty yeah. Nix. Absolute credit to the Crows. Tex Walker, who actually hurt his calf in training oh, this yeah. week, which um, he should play. Should be sweet. Uh, one player that will be missing is Rory Sloan. He's detached retina. Mm. Ooh, that's that's not what you want. That reads out like oh, that's one of those ones you just fun. shiver. It's like the Rohit Sharma rolled ankle. You don't want to see it or oh. hear it. You go, Ugh. Yeah. Uh, but he's out for a month. They said, yeah, well, red nut. <laughs> bit of strife for yeah, so anything, let alone playing yeah. a footy game. So. so for those that aren't keeping up, the retina are obviously part of the, the eyeball. So you don't want any injuries there. Yeah, not a thing that should be detached. No. It yes, should be yes, moving. You definitely want that attached. Yeah, but yes. um, yeah, Crow is flying at the minute three and one. They come up against Frio. Um, they had, it was a pretty good game actually Freo and Hawthorne um, oh, but again over in Perth Freo you have to give them an extra 20 points at, mm-hmm. at, at the bounce because yeah. they're a completely different animal um, that fire they, they played really well that young mm-hmm. core sort of lifted David Mundy is in career best form you want early Brownlow um, shouts at, at the moment if if the if it ended after four rounds mm. Dave Mundy and Tex Walker would probably be leading at the moment and that is one of the weirdest sentences I've ever said out loud so <laughs> uh, Mundy would be getting on now yeah, 35 he is. is he 35? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had 35 touches as a 35-year-old. I don't think that's ever uh, happened before. Y- yeah, right. Yeah. So, insane stuff. Turns 36 July 20. So, t- year of 36. He, they've got – so, it's one of those ones, him and Fife are carrying. He's going to obviously drop out, and these young boys need to really spurt out mm-hmm. the ground. They've got them, they've got them there. There's, a, there's enough there in Frio to keep me interested. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'll be interesting. They're coming over to Adelaide, so not all the way to Melbourne. Um I think this will actually be pretty close. I think Adelaide is sort of riding on a cloud at the moment. I I, I have tipped Freo for the upset Ooh. here for mine. Yeah, Ooh, I've backed the Crows because I'm fully on the Tex Walker bandwagon at the moment. I think the odds will be reasonably cr- uh, close here. I've tipped Adelaide. Mm. Mr. Monkey, uh, you have those odds? Yeah, I've got the odds. So I did tip Adelaide as well. Odds are... A dollar seventy three. You could go very far up in the tipping. Or yeah. Well, there were a couple. Backwards. I looked at it because I nearly went Carlton as well and went. Oh, I've gone yeah. half upsets here mm, because, mm. Mm. yeah, I've just liked what I've seen out of Frio. Yeah, yeah. When they've come I have to Melbourne, too, they've like, been Frio good. Or if you, if you'd gone oh, all yeah. favourites in any of the first four rounds of the AFL, you, you'd be in trouble. Been, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In trouble. Yeah, because yeah. there's been a lot of upsets, and it's a testament to the state of the league right now yeah. is that anyone can beat anyone on their day. You want to be a punter. Speaking of punters, the uh, the this old hurts, same game multi. This young young bloke and <laughs> fucked me, Malton. This is a bit of a there's a bit of a story behind this one. He had a fifteen dollar bonus bet, mm-hmm. put it on, and it was a twenty two game same game multi, and he linked it with another one. Mm-hmm. It was it was thirty legs in the end, mm. hits on all of them. The only leg he misses is a nat five anytime goal scorer, Ugh. stiff on any day. This day, Nat Five goes down and kicks zero goals. Six. <laughs> he kicks a goal through behind. Does that count? Does that count? He, oh, he very stiff. He kicked a goal in terms of points in the score. Zero goals. Six. Man, oh, had, and just no. one of them didn't sneak through. And it was a $13,000 payout oh. for a free bet. And we, we spoke a few weeks ago about, oh. about Orazio. You know, that punter had... A ten dollar bet or whatever, trying yeah. to chase sixty grand, and he just needed a ratio yeah. to kick five after that. Bo- after our boy Errol kicked three, and he kicked four goals. Four. This hurts. More. This one's this, stiff. I this, think this one's that's stiff. A zero six. Is the one. Oh. The one thing I did, and like I, you, you like seeing these and hear about them. But he, but he tweeted sports bet sort of saying, C- "Come on, can you give yeah, me the payout anyway?" Yeah. And he got roasted. People <laughs> saying he didn't, he didn't win the bet. Fuck yeah. off! Like yeah. Yeah. absolutely <laughs> roasted. So I like they got put in his place a little bit. But my yeah. god. 
it'll be one <laughs> like he'll never forget that'll be one he tells his grandkids oh, that is yeah. such bad luck yeah. sticky I was bad luck this close mm. oh that's yeah. a stinker but uh, yeah life. yeah that's you, definitely a game I won't be tuning in yeah did we get some odds <laughs> yeah uh, yep I believe we did <laughs> yep Three Adelaide, one Freo. What, yeah, what's what's Nat Fife anytime goal scorer? Let, look, look that up. Oh. <laughs> look that up as I talk about yep. Hawthorne versus Melbourne at the MCG Sunday Arvo. A um, couple of years ago, you would have thought Hawthorne would pump Melbourne. Now yeah. we're sort of in the opposite yeah. other, other direction now. Like one team turned. absolutely flying and one team, you know, sort of struggling. Well, well, Hawks good. did go over to Perth and give a bit of an effort against Freo. Um but just their list, they've got a couple of really good players, sort of their top five's really good. Outside of that, that they have a very boring list and, mm. and a gross list at that, and I've got it down there. They're the worst team in the comp that isn't called North Melbourne. Wow. I think... Just, I think... Big call. Call. Just mm. looking at across the board, it's a, it's a weird, weirdly constructed, just gross, no-name list, and I, mm-hmm. you'll see them finish 17th, and I think Alistair Clarkson isn't isn't built to rebuild this team. I think he's done it enough. He's yeah. spent too much time. You'll see him step away eventually, I think, in the next sort of uh, year, 24 months. Mac and Mac and shouts at the end of the yeah. day. I, 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 but honestly, like that, that will take a long time to fix that list mm. you, unless you do a Sydney Swans and you draft three or four guns and then you, they slot in your team. Yeah. Other than that, there's not – if I'm a Hawthorne supporter, you know, you've had some good times over the last 10 years, but it's 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 – Five, six years of a bit of rough times ahead for, for them. Let's talk about a team that's absolutely flying at the minute. If they weren't, if there wasn't the Western Bulldogs in the comp, they'd be the best team in the comp. They are undefeated, Melbourne. They're 4-0, um, coming off a very good victory against Geelong. They mm-hmm. they were the better team the whole day. Uh, Geelong didn't lead for a, sec- a single second that whole game. Mm. Um, the only bad thing of um, from that game was Stephen May. Mm. Uh Poor bastard, um, fractured eye socket oh. in the first quarter. He's, he's swollen up eye. That photo. Oh, it's it's so a poor bad. bastard. Bring, bring that up. I, I don't know if you saw it, but he sort of tackled big Tommy Hawkins, who's 120 kegs, and he mm. was falling off him. And Very Hawkins was just sort of twisting at the same time, and as he was, elbowed him in the face, yeah. and he's knocked out immediately. Mm. And he stands up, he's wobbly, and he's absolutely gushing out blood um, straight to hospital. Uh, and, and the video of him in the hospital bed, he's got an absolute. It's not even a golf ball. It's, it's bloody. Big, big, yeah, it's, it's an orange. It's, it's an orange. Yeah. It's massive. We'll go. Yeah, fuck it. Orange. Bit of mayo on that. The poor bastard. It's closed. It's really closed up. And Oh, my goodness. He's in good spirits. I think he's concussion yeah. as well. So he, um, everything all good on that side, mm, but he needs mm. to rest in that. Um, they're saying about a month. Um, a month for him, which is just remarkable for mine. If you just look at look at where he's it's at right now, it's a month till he can open that eye. Exactly, sure. <laughs> like the, the poor yeah, well, bloke. Swelling, anyway, swelling completely it, incidental, yeah. completely accidental, yeah. and and he said so much. And, and Tom Hawkins, the the yeah. absolute champion of the game, he went straight over, apologised, and Stephen May, another champion, said no, no, accidental. Mm. He has nothing to apologise about. Mm. Um, He's absolutely flying at the minute. Their biggest question is how they're going to replace May. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't really have another key back to come up, and he's been flying. Him and Jake Lever, mm. you'd say they're two of the best, if not the two best key backs at the moment, and mm. to have them in the same back line, that they are they are working so well together. Mm. So they're going to have to manufacture something back there. Adam Tomlinson, their recruit from GWS, mm. is the sort of the third mm-hmm. tall. He's mm-hmm. going to have to step up a bit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but the bigger issue for them is sort of the other end of the ground. They've had Tom McDonald playing full forward as the big forward. Mm-hmm. Sam Wiedemann and Ben Brown are both healthy. They've got through their VFL stints. Yep. They're ready to go. Those three can't fit in the same forward line. I don't think they can fit in the same team. So, so good headache to that. have for um, Simon Goodwin. Mm-hmm. Tom McDonald's been pretty good. 
puts up a good contest, doesn't yeah. exactly clunk every mark and kick you five goals every game, but he's doing it. They're four and zero at the moment, and yeah. he's a big part of that. Yeah. So, can you can you, can you fiddle with the Brown? chemistry? Ben Brown was brought in for a reason, and mm-hmm. and with these quicker, with the ball moving so quickly, he's one of the best players on the lead oh, in yeah. the comp. Mm-hmm. So he fits their style. Sam Wiedemann's been their young gun centre half forward. They sort of built this year up. Bailey year. Fritch, he, he pops. Flow. Throw him into the equation. exactly one yeah. of the best small forwards. He actually will miss. Um, he hurt his hand today in training, ah, so he okay. misses this week. Um, it's it's awesome. They witness. Don't worry about that. But going forward, mm. that's going to be Simon Goodwin's biggest thing. How does he get the perfect gel? How does he get mm-hmm. the perfect mix? I yeah. think Tom McDonald. I think it will be McDonald, and I think he's very unlucky too. The way he mm. started the season again, not clunking marks, not not being bog, but just doing the team things, putting pressure on as a big forward. I think you'll see Weedman and probably Brown. Back. I think Brown name value would probably. Oh, and, what, and they yeah. gave up a fair bit to spent, get him in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. But yeah, Melbourne win this pretty comfortably, even with those injuries. Yeah, I've backed Melbourne. Dees, Marks. Yep, back to Dees as well. All four. Yeah, odds, odds. Uh, so Melbourne are favourites. A dollar twenty-six. Hawthorne's out. Bad, so a bit of juice there. Yeah, three ninety. Line lines twenty four and a half. Oh, it could be a bit of a wet day in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. So and Melbourne hasn't that, blown anyone out of the park yeah. just mm. yet. They've just sort of got True. the job done. So back on Nate Five, he's oh no, wait, that's continue. Well, I'll keep going. Anytime, anytime goal. It might be a bit stiff. I think it's a Sunday game, so it's a bit stiff to get those odds uh, this it, time. It, I'd, I'd guarantee it'll be less than a dollar thirty, so that point will be filthy. Yeah, Last game of the week, um, one of the theme dollar like twenty for anytime goal. Dollar yeah. twenty. So there is a bit of sauce on there. Uh, Geelong versus North to round out the ground. Um, Geelong will be pretty happy that they have North at the minute. Um, yes, they yeah, probably have underwhelming, haven't they? Underwhelming. They've had a couple injuries. Um, they're older players, much like Brisbane, as Sean was saying, probably not doing enough at the moment. They were just outworked, outclassed by Melbourne. Probably shows where they need to be because Melbourne are going to be at the pointy end. Mm-hmm. Um, they need to sort of step up. The return of uh, Paddy Dangerfield will always help any team that's sort of in, mm. in the dumps. He's, he's back this week, so... He is back, yes. Yeah, so he's three, about five, yes. Yeah, so yeah, three weeks on the sidelines. Yeah, he'll come back and, and I'll nearly guarantee he gets three Brownlow votes. He'll be absolutely um, fine, ready to go. Their other recruit... So not their recruit. They're a big recruit from the off-season, Jeremy Cameron. Um He's very close. They're not playing him this week. No. I think the North Melbourne factor plays into that. Round five, North Melbourne. You wouldn't risk a soft tissue injury at the minute just yet. They want to get him fit and firing so they can get him and Hawkins working um, together at the same time so, uh, in the same 50. For North, they kept it semi-close against Adelaide. They were, they were fairly competitive, but again, they've got a couple of weeks until they can see a winnable game and... Long season head for North fans. They get the spoon this year. Oh, oh easy. It's, easy. It's about yeah. it's about wins for them now. It's about where can they find a win, which is so sad to say. Um, Max, can you find that points differential where we talk about who are we picking? Uh, four Geelongs. I'll, I'll tip for everyone Geelong. here. Geelong. 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 Yep, Geelong. And uh, they're a dollar and four cents. Yeah. <laughs> Melbourne double – North Melbourne, I should say, double digits, $11.50 uh, in this one. Um, and that line is 55 and a Oof, half. Jesus. It's a, it's so a if, you, if you can find the ladder for me, just let me yep. know what the points differential is for them at the moment. I well, think it's, it's percentage, a Sean. Oh. Uh, coming, coming across from, from at the true leaguey on my right here, I imagine it's about 60. I just wanted to see if they finished the season at negative 1,000. No, sorry. 
Should be more than forty three. They yeah, had they lost four, by hundred. Forty three percent. So so on the esky, obviously, yeah. we try to cover a lot of sports, <laughs> and it can be uh, difficult. When I'll well, just go enjoy my beer over here. So so forty three percent. That so yeah. that means for every forty three points they kick, the other team scores a hundred. So that's 60 a game. There's four games so far. Let's do some quick math. Yeah, sorry. I guess, yeah, their points difference is minus 240 if you want that in league term. So my final point was going to be I think they lose the league by 80 odd. Yeah, minus 1,000 by the end of the season. I think that's fair. <laughs> Man, that sucks. Anyways. So, so move that team to Tasmania, and I think we'll finish up with the AFL for the week uh, as Macca takes a little wee wee break. Um, We'll jump into some golf. And we've been talking about Masters. Uh, our four picks uh, did nothing. Oh, uh, excuse me. Uh, uh, Jordan Spieth came tied third. Third. Okay. Your three yes. picks did nothing. Yeah, yeah. Ours did nothing. Uh, <laughs> I had two, two I, of them missed the cut. Yeah, I had Bryson yeah. uh, Dishambeau and that's my guy, Roy, for Monks. And Macca had... Patrick can't play. Can't play. Paul Barson yeah, can't. <laughs> came last. <laughs> yeah. He didn't come last. He came out. Uh, he was close. He yeah, <laughs> was very close. <laughs> Bottom 15. So, four. Peppy, do you want to run us through what happened in the Masters? Well, I just we want to everyone it? to charge their uh, Asahi. And oh, yeah. Japanese. Yeah. Spin yeah. it rounds. Yeah. There you go. If uh, uh, anyone wants to get around a up-and-coming podcast, uh, I'm sure you guys are a big beer. Uh, Asahi, a town in in Japan. Uh, they tend to name their companies after their towns. Mm-hmm. Um, to- Toyota, uh, etc. Samsung. <laughs> Yes. Uh, Korean? <laughs> yeah, they're Korean. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What, what a wow, Live and uncut here on the Esky. Live and uncut. Oh, that Japanese bloke. Hideki Good Matsuyama, guy. he becomes the first Japanese man to win a major. Um, and it, it wasn't just the Hideki show. Round one, Justin Rose was seven under through the first mm-hmm. f- through the first two. The Englishman. Great he, first round. Oh, and he was he was leaps and bounds ahead, and then Matsuyama on on the Saturday, the third round, he hit a sixty five. He had thirty on the way in, thirty. That's six under mm. through through nine. Mm. I was saying to one of the boys at footy today, I'd love to hit thirty on five holes. But like, yeah, like, yeah, I'm happy. We're yeah. talking about like, it. You'd be yeah. happy to hit thirty on the first three. So, oh, set <laughs> We can go out for hits soon, Sean, and I might Michael Jordan. Yeah, I might. Uh, I might. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, as long as you find your balls hitting them out far right. So, uh, <laughs> the short game, brother. Sevi Ballesteros <laughs> never never hit the fairways. Anyways, <laughs> Hideki he uh, he held off young Will Zalatoris <laughs> and. <laughs> We we were thought Only we thought just. we we thought we were hilarious saying he, he looks like uh, the the first <laughs> caddy of of Mister Happy Gilmore. <laughs> he actually Adam Sandler tweeted himself. Did you see that? Is that what yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam Sandler tweeted at him. Run us through it, Joseph, if you wouldn't mind. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you <laughs> no, off. No, no, it's good. It's good. Yeah, Adam Sandler came out and he had the he had the split shot of his caddy. And uh, from Z- Happy Zalatoris and saying, Congratulations, young man. I knew you'd always make it. And you know, <laughs> getting around the young bloke, but he was bloody good. He, he held his nose. He was, yeah, 24 year old out of Colorado. Uh, mm-hmm. never really gone deep in, in any big tournament. And he's got a second for the Masters, yeah, second at the Masters. Yeah, he's a he's a, a bit of an unusual cat for a golfer. He's this skinny, you know, mm. lanky kind of bloke. Got that, obviously, that long blonde hair. Yeah, the shit hair, dude. <laughs> yeah. Wispy, very long 
blowy. But it was, a, it was a coming out party for Mrs. Al Torres. He, he can yeah. play some serious golf and he was three strokes off a, off a Masters win. My, yeah, that's Very awesome. Close. So remember the mm. name. Absolutely. Mm. Um, Xander, how do you say it? Shoffle? Shoffle. Shoffle. Xander, he was, always, he was coming home. I had him top five as a personal mm. bet, so yeah. I was pretty happy with that. Love that. Nice. Um, he was going. He was the one to watch on the last day. I don't know if you boys were were up early watching as I was. Man, man was hitting it every like it was insane. How like you know he'd put it in the water and mm. and he ended up hitting seven birds in his last round, which mm. is pretty impressive. You couple it with a couple of bogeys. Yeah, I get that. Mm. Also hit two doubles. Yeah. He put a couple in the piss in that one at sixteen. Mm-hmm. Sort of ended the last charge, and Matsuyama just had to sort of play mm. par golf from there, or you know could have gone one over each hole. Um, he's a gun, and he's always thereabouts at big tournaments, mm. and, and he's part of that young group that's that's really come along. So Xander did very well. He hits. Five bogeys on the way in, and then had that double mm-hmm. at, at yeah. sixteen, which sort of killed him. Five, um, five birds on the way in. Five birds, was it? Mm-hmm. Did I say six? No, he said five bogeys. Oh, did I say birds? Nah. Anyways, whatever. <laughs> Let us know in the comments. <laughs> he finished tied with Spieth. He finished tied with Jordan Spieth, who just sort of did his thing. Jordan yeah. really just sort of just went back out. It was a bit of vintage Spieth, really. Yep. Um, yep. Missed a couple putts. Um, which sort of again was the difference, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, Matsuyama was it was awesome yeah. to see, and I think everyone yeah. saw the caddy putting the flagpole back in and then yeah. taking a bow, you to know, bow into yeah. the course. Such mm-hmm. so respectful. So mm-hmm. the interview was so hilarious because nice. the battles through his English and he, poor Jim Nance was struggling. He to, <laughs> lick, doesn't he? Yeah, <laughs> Jim Nance was doing the best to sort of get anything out of him, but mm-hmm. it was. You know, it was it was a respect for the game and the Masters mm. is everything. It is mm. the pinnacle of the sport. Mm, so so couldn't have a more worthy winner. And he, and he played some awesome golf throughout the whole weekend, which is what you have to do to be champion. And they would have been going wild over in Japan, mm. Um, mm. as we mentioned. The first first man to to win a major from from the island nation that loves golf. They oh, they absolutely love golf. They love so. golf. But over there, I think uh, it's something like. Thirteen percent of the land is inhabitable. Like it's so, it's so it's mountainous. mountainous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, you've got like one hundred and thirty million people in in confined space, not yeah. much yeah. land area. Yeah. So the yeah. the golf courses there are worth a mint. Like that's right. that's premium land. State. So it it kind of is that old school upper class. Yeah, you co- think kind of person's you think game. Ca- right. County right. can Country clubs in the US are hard to get into. Man, yeah, trying to get over, into a Japanese over there. I was having club. a little look when I, I was over there pre-corona, um, and yeah, just having a little look around, and it was like, oh, big money oh, to get on. Like, you oh, could, yeah, 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 oh right, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And it's not like here, you know, where you just cruised out. Like, you know, Cameron <laughs> Smith is he's got a mullet and he drinks beers, <laughs> and yeah, it's it's kind of like a you know a, a wealthy man's game over there. And yes, I yes, suppose definitely. I suppose you hope that the that the Masters win for Hideki kind of, you know, br- brings it, you know. The, the next generation of Japanese yeah, talent. Yeah, and then yeah. hopefully there are some kids yeah. over there that, that aren't, you know, coming from the upper echelon mm. of, of wealth can can get around it. But mm. it, it, is, it is interesting to see that it is, you know, still that classes kind of thing. Yeah, I there. never knew yeah. that. Yeah, I was uh, yeah. interested when I saw you put that in the notes. Yeah, so. yeah, it's, it, it is. And, it, you know. The stereotype of the of the Japanese businessman, you know, and yeah. they, they go out and, yeah. and have a hit of golf and, and talk business. But yeah, hopefully it becomes a bit more like over here where any bogan can come <laughs> go down and play play on a goat track and and you know refine their skills. 
So I think you've noted here as well that he's probably going to be the flag bearer at the home yeah, Olympics for the Japanese uh, contingent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, just run me through, what's what do they do for golf in the Olympics? Yeah, it so it's only just come back. So I believe, uh, I think golf was in the Olympics. Sorry to put in like spot, eight, eight. No, this is off the top of the dome, but Monks, if you wouldn't mind, fact checking. 12? Yeah. I, oh, no, I've, not London. Rio. Yeah, 16. I think it's only yeah. been in for, t- for the last... Yeah. I reckon it was Rio. Yeah, last, so they, no, I think I think it was. Yeah, Rio. Do they play a couple of rounds or something? Like, how does it work? It's that's, a four. I think it's a four day tournament. It's, 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 it's a normal tournament. It was just at the Olympics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, I believe it was in the Olympics in like the first two or three, and then it had like a little hundred year hiatus, uh, and then the, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Rio was the first one that had come back. Monks, have you got a little bit of internet data to back up the old uh, top of the dome chat here? Yep. So. 1900 was mm-hmm. when it first featured yep. and then it featured again the next Olympics in 1904 and then, uh, yes, the so 2016. Paris and St. Louis off the top of my head. Jeez. Love that. Love that from you, Peps. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's <laughs> 96 would have been Athens. 18, 96. 18, 96 that was, yeah. yeah Paris uh, and... You bring that up uh, in your own time. Yes, <laughs> you put Muggy on the spot there. He's That's like, oh, I don't need no, no, I'll look at 1906. Don't need Google when you got it all up here. No, no. I, was, yeah. I was a 10 year old uh, when the Sydney Olympics rolled through. It's uh, half the boys I'm playing footy with these days weren't born then. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. And uh, I did get a like a Olympics encyclopedia and just yeah, used to like reading that. And it's uh, how cool I was as, as a kid. Um, <laughs> Nerd. But, uh, yeah, so so golf to feature again at the Olympics this year. Matsuyama rumoured to be the flag bearer. Uh, Leishman, he was so close. He mm. was so close. Mm. He was only a couple of shots behind, I think three behind going into the last day. He ended up tied mm. fifth. Uh, God, you got to love him. Like We're talking about Cam, Cam Smith having a mullet and, you know, he likes fishing and beer. <laughs> Sticks and out, doesn't he? Out of, uh, the Join his I, well, yeah. I, I, from what I can see, I believe the leash locks a beer as well. Yeah. He's got the Leishman lager. He's, yeah. He's, he's, he's got the he, body of a man who can put a beer away, yeah, I reckon. Well, he, yeah. I think he was saying he's going to shout every golf club in Australia. With the ca- leash, I saw that as well. Yeah, yeah. he's going to shout a case of Leishman lager uh, if... if if he won the Masters. So uh, there's got to be about 5,000 golf clubs in Australia. Yeah. Then be yeah. a lot. Yes. That's, that's quite impressive. Well, God, you win the Masters. You win the Masters. Casual you payday. Yeah, yeah, exactly you right. Afford it, but, but yeah, two Aussies in the top 10. That's yeah. so awesome. I remember when Adam Scott won, like it was really cool yeah, to watch and see. And, maybe. And we talk about what the Japanese must feel. The, the, the pride mm. you get, It's they're not representing your country, mm. but you, no. you get around them and you, you really – And then you see Cam Smith right here, you go, my God, like you could not be more Australian at the moment <laughs> with your dirty <laughs> oh, bar and your, your mullet. So very easy to get behind those boys. Um, was was really awesome to see. And, and they'll be there and about mm. in major golf for the next few years. Would love to see one or both of those blokes win one. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, big time. Smith's – Smith, yeah, Smith's he's young. He's young. Tracking very well. Yep, yep. Do you want to talk about some of these other stories? Well, yeah, it was, you know, it's always a great week. We'll start off with that Japanese guy. Let's always start a Korean guy. <laughs> Korean guy, Siwoo the, Kim. There's, there's a little context behind this. So, so me, and, me and the man on the left uh, of me here, the, the monkey magic, uh, well, we're, we're having a hit down at Marine yeah. Belay and there was... Uh, just say some old blokes that just don't know any differences yeah, and we'll keep going. It was something like, <laughs> you see that fucking Japanese bloke fucking broke his part of everything. Uh, yeah, it's essentially, <laughs> it was a Korean guy. <laughs> yes. 
the name, please, Joseph? Siwoo Kim. Mm-hmm. Siwoo Kim couldn't have been more, you know, <laughs> Saturday Arvo hit around bloke. Like we, we're we're all a casual golfer here. Mm. Man, <laughs> man duffed a putt and he slammed his putter in he the ground it. and he's broke it. He absolutely <laughs> snapped his putter with four holes to go, three holes to go. And and the rules of golf state that you can't replace any club. So no. you've got what's in your bag and he uses three wood and. It, he played he, it. He, yeah. <laughs> he actually had a really good well, round. Didn't he par out from those three holes? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. He finished well. And then, you know, obviously, overnight put a new putter in the bag. Yeah. But, like, that's not fair. That's nah. not fair to just pull out your three wood and just drop putts in. Like, it was it was very funny. It was it was the most relatable thing you can have in golf. Oh, a bloke yeah. pissed off with a putt and snapped it. Shout out Andrew Burns, bloke. Yeah, he, he, he's, he's, I'm sure you're not. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was the choice? Why would you pick a three wood, though? I think the flattest, yeah, the flattest, flattest, flattest head. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, there he is there. And that immediate, ah, uh, uh, fuck. Shit. Of all the clubs. Um, of all the clubs. Look at that, but draining it. That's from yeah. distance. Yeah, oh. he's nearly birdied out. He nearly birdied So, um, some other fun highlights. Rory um, having uh, driving out of the. No, I won't. I won't go which hole, but he hit. He put one into the gallery, and of all the people there watching, obviously limited crowds, but of all the people to pick out and hit, hit the old man, yeah. <laughs> Mr. McElroy wasn't paying attention, and he whacked him. Oh, he said, oh, "Fucking Rory, after I'm taking it down to the fucking ranch, you fucking put it over here, fucking right." <laughs> <laughs> put that one away for now. That's all right. I wasn't too bad. That's all right. I don't know if there's a distinction between Northern Irish and. and now you watch you out as an Irish, as, as a proud, proud Irishman here. I'll tell you, there is a distinction, and I'll be quite upset. If you say otherwise, <laughs> just oh, I'm, turning, just I'm talking in terms of accent or, or my shitty in, interpretation of the accent. Uh, save it. We can bring it out when we talk about Conor McGregor <laughs> later. Let's, let's keep going. They're fucking stuck in mud. My favorite one, uh, John Rahm, um, famously said he'd uh, miss the birth of his child for the Masters because yeah. his miso was yeah. due and she was about to she was about to pop there and about. And he said he said to her, he said to the public, mm-hmm. "I'm playing the Masters. Yeah. I don't care about my firstborn." Luckily, she had the baby six days before it started, and and he, and he sort of came out early and said, "Look, I haven't slept. I've been smoking cigarettes, so I can't stay up." He played par golf for the first three, and then the last round, he hit six under. Was absolutely yeah, on a mission, yeah, like yeah. was just seeking pins from everywhere. Mm. And he's a very good golfer at Augusta. He knows the mm. course very well, and he was one of the favourites pre-tournament. Yeah, you know the birth of his child hasn't oh, slept. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Chris Rowe. Often plays uh, without sleep <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> and smokes darts and, <laughs> and yeah, par golf. Yeah, 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 exactly right. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really funny. And just he, he's a very likable character, John Rowe, the big rig, the big mm. Spaniard. So congratulations mm. to the child and and uh, he went really yep. well. Finished top five as well. So yeah. um, and obviously a couple. Uh, it's always a good couple uh, aces. Couple aces. Um, I didn't. I didn't actually see the Connors one, but the Tommy Fleetwood one. He was having a mare of a round, mm-hmm. and he actually. And then on that sixteenth, just up and down, because he was playing with Cantlay. That's what I was watching, mm-hmm. and he played it, and he hit it in, and it was one of those. He didn't even celebrate. He was just just smiled. Right. Yeah, and just, he, just relief. He came out and he tweeted and he said this. And it's bullshit because you hit a hole in one. No one hits a hole in one. We said, that's a shot where you're having the worst round of your life and you hit that and you just go, that's why I play this sport. Yeah. That's, and the feeling I had mm. and I just felt so, you know, that's why I do it. It's mm. bullshit. It's a hole in one. You know, mm. if, I, if I put one within a metre of a hole, that's why I play this sport. I hit par mm. yeah, yeah, at yeah. Fairburn on Wednesday. That's, that'll bring Ooh, me back. Yeah, that'll, baby. that'll bring me back, <laughs> you know, back. let alone back. a fucking ace. But... <laughs> The, and then the, the chat on the Twitter was, oh, how did you feel? You know, you were in, he had the dumbest shirt, or black shirt with stupid patterns on it. And they <laughs> said, anyway, now you, that, all the highlights are going to be you wearing that fucking shirt at the Masters. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. But shout out Tommy. He's one of my favourites. Um, 
but yeah, that was the Masters. It, it comes and goes so quick. We were blessed. We had two Masters two, with, with yeah, five months. Yeah. You know, that was one of the only good things of COVID. But I think you know, uh, DJ, to say DJ tweeted, he goes, uh, "I'm I'm the tallest and shortest Masters winner ever." <laughs> Because at six foot four, he was the tallest man, yeah. and he held, held it, it for five it. months. <laughs> ah, that's really time. cool. Yeah, quite smart out of it. I really, I really like yeah. DJ. So yeah, he, he actually struggled a bit this weekend. Mm. Um, Tall golfers, am I right? Right. <laughs> huh. no, I think if you're over six four, you suck. Had everything. That was it. That was the Masters. That was. Uh, <laughs> always is an awesome weekend. You lose plenty of sleep. Um, shout out. To landing on school holidays. Yeah, yeah good. <laughs> excellent. So I think we, I guess, we'll roll into some NBA chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably the biggest news. Obviously, um, some really good games going off at the moment. Teams are really vying for those playing spots and and for playoff seating. But the biggest news, sort of off court, yep. was uh, the partnership of Mark Iore and Alex Rodriguez. They. So- for those that don't know, Alex Rodriguez, also known as A-Rod. A-Rod, yes, obviously. Uh, Famous Yankees baseball player. Yankees, Rangers, and Seattle Mariners uh, won MVP. Won, uh, actually won a World Series with the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got A-Rod as well, uh, uh, from what I've heard. All accounts. He's got A-Rod. Yeah, well, hey, he's got Jennifer Lopez, so yes. I imagine yeah. he would have A-Rod. Yes, um, Madonna previously? He also, uh, Madonna. Continue, Macca. He's got an a- <laughs> Sorry. Well, <laughs> Speak now. This is so off topic, but Monks, I want to test your stats. Look at Jarek Jeter's oh. lineup. Look at who the women Jarek yeah. Jeter has slept with. He obviously played shortstop next to Alex Rodriguez. It's and, insane. And it's actually insane. We've done the opposite of this with Kylie Jenner starting five. Like that is legit. Jarek Jeter's it's yeah the goat. That, mm. I mean, you, the Yankee shortstop. It's like you know, yeah. it's that yeah. then president pretty but much. It's, but it's Jeter though. Like, what do you mean, Jarek oh. Jeter? Oh. Oh. Throw some names out. Throw some names out. All right. Top 10 girlfriends <laughs> of Derek Jeter. It's only top 10. <laughs> <laughs> These are just the top 10. So we've got Mariah Carey, Ooh. Tara Banks, Jordana Brewster. Oh, yeah, she's all right. Yep. Scarlett no. Johansson. Ooh. Scar Jo. Jessica Alba. What? what? Insane. Insane. This is a good Vanessa, body count. Keep going. Vanessa Milanino. Mm-hmm. If we don't know them, they're models. I promise you that. Yes, yeah, right. oh, yeah, they're models. Uh, Adriana Lima, Victoria oh, Segas, yeah, Jessica Biel, yeah, what? another model. man. <laughs> Let me bring up the rest here. No, it keeps going. We could be. This is only the top ten. This is, what's he doing? Trying to compete with um, DiCaprio or something? Like, go ahead. Hey, hey, hey. Derek Jeter, Hall, Hall of Fame baseball player, Hall Horror of Fame, fame. human. Yeah, mm. don't worry about that. But the big news in the basketball, <laughs> Monks is we there again. We We've lost Monks. He's got very excited over there on the computer. He's been looking at odds all night. Gets Jessica Beale on the computer. He's very excited. <laughs> A-Rod oh, and wow. Mark Aorte and their, and their sort of uh, group have bought the Minnesota Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. And they've yes. bought them out for a price of a casual $1.5 billion. It's not a bad price for a basketball team. Well, for a professional sports team. Yeah, mm. Obviously, got American it. American pres- professional sports We're all sitting here well. going, oh, mm. how, you know, yeah. A billion dollars, we'd love to have that. Well, he'd buy but an entire NRL with that. But exactly, yes. and and they're obviously lowly, and they've been sort of a non, non, but a, but a an American club compared to other American clubs. Like that's good money. That's exactly, good, and good and, and the business because you get part of that NBA revenue deal. Any any time because they split that thirty ways amongst all the owners, amongst all the teams. So that's what they want to get into. The thing I think is happening here. A Rod obviously started his career in Seattle. He's got a lot of ties, a lot of business mm-hmm. ties in Seattle. Um, well, it wouldn't surprise me as is it Mark as a he's a 
like an internet mogul. So that's kind of where he's made his money and they're good friends. Uh, Seattle, well known for being a, exactly. a, an IT hub. Yeah, like Bill Gates. Yeah. yeah, it wouldn't surprise me as well that he's got a f- links and affili- you know, affiliation and to that NBA, area too. And the NBA are desperate to get back to Seattle. Yeah. They are that, if they're expanding, if they're moving a team, they want it to be in Seattle. I think the writing's on the wall for the Minnesota Timberwolves. As a franchise, as a Minnesota bus, it is both going back. Are, to both are not bad markets, I would have thought. But yeah, I guess Seattle. I think the way Seattle was ripped Minnesota. out as well is such yeah. a story. Like, mm-hmm. if you haven't, we won't drag on. It was literally just plucked, ripped out, and dropped in OKC. And they yeah, had yeah. Westbrook um, yeah. and Durant, and, and they get ripped away from them. So they've got a very mm-hmm. good history, the Seattle Sonics. So yeah. I imagine in the next two years, Carl Malone there you'll see years, that so. he was Utah. Oh, sorry. Sonics. <laughs> Ray Allen was at the Sonics. For Maybe a long it's Ray time. Allen. Yeah. Anyway. But that's the biggest news. And, and again, they've got Anthony Edwards, um, the draft pick. They've yeah. got D'Lo. They've got Cat. Yeah. They've got pieces there they can build around. Um, I think that the writing's on the wall that that's moving to the top point of America. On the court, uh, there's been some uh, some good players playing some good basketball. Zach Levine had himself a day against the Atlanta Hawks. Mm-hmm. 39 at the half. And I don't know if you boys saw it. Halfway through the second quarter, took it up the court, took it to the wing. Mm. I can't remember which one of the Hawks was manned up on him at this time. And he put him in a spin cycle. He hit a shot and he screamed out, he can't guard me to the coach of Atlanta. He said, put someone else on me. He can't guard me. And, you know, he backed it up with a 50-burger. His third one of the season, I think, he has gone leaps and bounds. He's a well and truly Mm all-star. And he's trying to – he's born in Chicago. He's trying to lift them up and and be the man that brings Chicago back. And Vucevic going over there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They've definitely got pieces there. So, um, looking – in the next couple of years, Chicago, if they can get maybe one more all-star there, they're definitely a team to watch. Enos Cantor, not so much about the offensive, but defensive. Ripped down 30 rebounds, if 30, you don't mind. Yeah. Mark, that's, can that's, you have a look at the most rebo- rebounds in a game? I can't imagine it, he's pushing that, but it was a franchise record for the Blazers. Mm. and Which I, is a good, yeah, one of the, not new, sort of, not the oldest franchise, so no, it's actually a good test. You know, they've had guys... It's a bloody franchise record. He had 24 points in this one. Yeah, well. exactly. So, big man dominate down mm. low. You know, we talk about David... Good-looking bloke, Enos Kent. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is he Turkish? So, Armenian? That was sarcasm. Yeah. Uh, apologies, Enos. If you are listening, apologies, Enos, my friend. Big old honker on him, but he makes millions of dollars a year, and none of us here do. Yet, yet, we're working on that. Um, also around the court, the LA Lakers, mm-hmm. without their big two, without their Three. Chuck and Kuzma, he's not out as well. They get the big bad Brooklyn Nets come into town. They thought they had the win. So, did, go, so did we. So, <laughs> well, yeah, fuck me. I will say I did not I did not give the thumbs you up reaction thumbs to that. Up? I did not. I said I don't like betting against my team, mm. and this is why mm. the Lakers <laughs> – Schroeder gets Kyrie tossed out. Schroeder himself gets tossed out. Mm-hmm. Lakers win by a casual 25 points. Yeah, that's ridiculous. With yeah. Monkey playing at point guard. They had no one. <laughs> they had absolutely no one playing. There was... Do I get that Jeremy Lin? Well? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Fuck oh, God, I get fucking shit in his hand, so I'm going to name on. Gee Ah, the wheels are off on the S game. Lynn Sanity down the end We love it. We love it. We love a laugh. Love it, Monkey. Um... But it's all, like we just, the Lakers have, have to tread water. If you, you tell me they beat um, the Nets. The psychological thing that does for the group without LeBron and AD, AD back next week is mm-hmm. male. So that's massive, massive for LA uh, going w- into which, which AD, to clarify? Anthony Davis. 
Yes, because I know there's Drummond there as well. Oh, oh Drummond, sorry, uh, yeah, sorry. I, I yeah. No well said, sorry. Yeah. There, yeah. I was blanked. I thought Adrian Peterson was going to run through the tunnel. <laughs> 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 that's that's AP, that's different. No, no, all day, all, all, all day, all day, all day baby. He's AD, yeah. all day. Um, Drum, Drummond, though, has come out playing really well offensively, that they've mm. needed points, mm. and he's he's really stepped it up. Yeah, obviously, a, obviously a beast on the boards. Did Drummond play in this game against the Nets? Because I thought he didn't. Uh, I believe geez, oh, yeah, I'll I'll the spot. Anyway. I think he uh, Maybe he didn't I'll back you in yeah, That he didn't Because um, I thought he was Because he, he pulled up a bit lame I think he might have missed a game well, yeah, I thought I, it was this one And I think they're sort of Managing him as well They want him at the him at the Yeah they want all three of those No he back. played 22 minutes For yeah. 20 points And 11 okay. boards yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, real, real quiet game from <laughs> him <laughs> A casual <laughs> Yeah, point did, did a minute nothing. and a double double. Probably, probably had five blocks in that as well. But yeah. Sean didn't notice him, so that's all right. Uh, <laughs> moving on uh, to that man, Steph Curry. We're talking about fifty burgers with Zach Levine. Mm. Yeah, you know, Steph, Steph Curry. Steph, Steph Curry oh, did it in his sleep, and mm. that that was good fun to watch. Um, he actually overtook. Uh, you know, a guy named um, Wilt Chamberlain for the all-time leading uh, scorer. I've he, heard of him. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he does. Quite, he's done quite well in basketball. Mm, got 100 Speaking points of in him, yeah. So Wilt Chamberlain has the record for rebounds at 65. 55. 50, oh, oh, 55. Yeah. 55 boards. Yeah. Different game, I guess, but still. And he was an anomaly. Like there was no yeah. one over six. Four yeah, and, and the yeah. man was seven two, mm. yeah. going up and down the court, grabbing he, a rebound. He, he got hundred points in the game, I think, as well. Yeah, one hundred one, I believe. No, nah, hundred flat. Hundred flat. Yeah, and Steph got half of that the day he beat him on his. He took over the. He had fifty cool. against mm-hmm. um, the Nuggets. Yes, uh, for seventeen hundred and hundred twenty. Oh, Very specific on the esky. We love no, that. No, that's not seventeen hundred. What did I say? Seventeen thousand one hundred twenty something. I think it was in total. To yeah. take the lead. Here, look at that. He, uh, that he, was a uh, lady count, wasn't it? That's that's the other rumor. What about well, the Stewart? You guys haven't heard that story. Oh, <laughs> st- lady. Sorry, lady count. Sorry, Wilt's lady count. Wilt's, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, more women than points. Yeah. <laughs> now you know, <laughs> allegedly, you know, had more women and, and claims, <gasps> oh, and he's got the stats to back it up. Rick Flair, Rick Flair, reckons that sex like thirty thousand women or something. Did it? Did it? Rick Flair up after that? Who, who was the, the Cuban president? President? Castro. 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 I think Castro had a pretty good body count as well. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We've gone to deep corners of the market here very on the strange, Esky tonight. Very strange tonight. <laughs> uh, uh, so what, what was I looking up for Wilt? No. How many points? What was the Warriors? All the Warriors. Warriors all-time leading, leading scorer. Christ, we got sidetracked, didn't we? There was a sour point to this note in the Nuggets game. It was obviously a bit of a Steph celebration. He was hitting, I think he hit 10 three pointers. He scored yes. 50. The game was done. They beat, you know, they were beating the Nuggets. Obviously, the Nuggets really trying to get their seating right for the mm. playoffs. Mm-hmm. Jamal Murray drives down the lane, lands mm. awkwardly, mm. does the ACL. Absolutely mm. heartbreaking. I'm not even sure if it was the landing, like the push off. It just. It, the whole motion just looked ugly. Like so it, 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 it didn't twist or anything. It just, it just one of those non-contact injuries. The ACL has just gone. Mm. I've had enough. Up, mm. and yeah, he's landing. He's screaming, screaming, and writhing in pain. That he and yeah, it came out during the week that ACL done, and that's probably his year finished. Unfortunately, probably. <laughs> if he can come back with that, he's mm. better. It's so sad because he's just signed his New Balance deal. He's just. He's been so he's good. Been for them. so like good for so the last yeah. three years. But like he's him come and Jokic, on yeah. last year, he got that 
you know, the playoff run he went on, he was hitting big shots. It was him and Jokic. They got to the mm-hmm. conference finals. Mm-hmm. So he got his limelight. Everyone's, you know, this year was, you know, celebrating him. as the, oh, Like, it's so sad. And Denver brought in Aaron Gordon. They've got this really good team. They have a team to compete this year. Yeah, and to lose Murray. Is, oh, it's, it's just heartbreak. And, and they've, like, the... What this will do for morale is is it, we can't, hmm. let alone on the court, away from it. Like you saw the players, they, they and and you knew it was one of those ones. Like Sean said, the knee's blown up. You can tell. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he, refi- the, I don't know if you saw the wheelchair came out to wheel him off, and he mm-hmm. pushed it away. Mm-hmm. Said, "No, I'm walking off this court." So yeah. he's such a class act. Yeah, he's he such is. a good basketball player. Yeah, from where he's fucking, su- I fucking hate injuries. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, from where he was like a couple of years ago to where he's now. Like, but it's I know, exactly, I know. Such an improvement. Doing his thing, and then him and Jokic have this awesome partnership. Oh, yeah, one brings, oh, yeah. it just sucks so much. So. It makes me want to cheer Denver on a bit and, and, and yeah, actually yeah. hope they are the ones yeah. that lose to the Lakers in the conference finals. <laughs> but um, no, no I, I shuck, just shocking you. Like, I just fucking turn injuries off, all sport, please. Just mm. to go to the settings and turn them turn, off. It turn sucks. It off. Yeah. To finish up, I think for the other points from today's game, Steph hit another, he had another game of 10 plus three points scored. Mm. So he's got, I think, 19 now for his career, and the next closest is Clay Thompson, his other teammate, uh, with five. Yeah, it's awesome. He changed yeah. the game. The man yeah, changed the game. Yes, yes. The man changed yeah. the game. Yeah. And it's all, it's like, funny listening to old dinosaurs as well. They're like, that's not basketball. Basketball is in the pain. I'd love to see him. I'd love to see him in my time. Yeah, you know, know what he'd do in your time? He'd probably average 40 a game. Yeah, he'd get shoot more because no he wouldn't know him. what to yeah. do. Yeah, and he's so likable. He's such a nice guy. Mm. It's all, Yeah, one of my favourites. One of my favourites, mm. Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. And shoot a basket from anywhere. Like. Yeah. They're talking What's about four point line. like this. Like they're talking about a four point line because of what he's done. To the yeah, game. like yeah, that. That that, that is so changed the game. Like he's changed the whole sport. So it's awesome. Congratulations, Steph. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk about these tab power rankings? Yeah, we'll go get, on it briefly. We'll we'll, well, we'll try and get, get on through. Monks, did you get Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain? So are we talking tab as in the other unofficial sport <laughs> betting company, or tab as in? And that tab is still waiting for the phone call. <laughs> <laughs> uh Direct competitor to sports bet. Yeah, well, I don't know if I want them to sponsor us after they fought out this. They've got the Suns and Jazz ranked one and two as the, the best teams in the league with the Nets at three. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got the Lakers at ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they had the, the Mavericks ridiculously high. I thought this was an average. No, it is a. It it's is rubbish. A, like, it's a power rankings though, so it's what's happening. What's, happened and what's so happening far. right well, now? Like, yeah. So it's the, not, ja- yeah. the Jazz have gone a really long run, so they've been winning a lot of games. Yeah, and the Suns. The Suns have got really hot of late with um, CP. And oh, the Suns. What the Suns Booker. have done this year does not get enough airtime. Yeah. It's no. such a shame. They're such a well-rounded team, yeah, they and they really play good. really good basketball. They play defense as well, which mm-hmm. you think, mm-hmm. oh, they've got Booker, CP's the dishing off assists. Mm-hmm. They play really good defense. That's actually been their backbone, and mm. it's, it's a shame no one talks about them enough because yeah. everyone's like, oh, well, the Lakers and the Clippers will just – Get healthy and get mm-hmm. right. Yes, but you know this team's young enough and spunky enough, and, and you know, I think Lakers is like tenth as the current sports. Well, they're the five seed right now. Yeah, so they're five seed, but I think it's kind of fair considering you're like, well, we don't know until the Bulls mm. get hev- healthy. So they got three guys that have kind of got yeah. to get healthy and play a lot of games. I think they've won so. eight of the last twenty, so y- you can't. Yeah, you can't really be. To well, well, perhaps power rankings needs to be defined. Well, I tell you what, you go to the tab markets for who's going to win the tournament. That'll it's, give it's you. It's not that. 
I bet you it's yeah, not exactly that. right. He'll flip it around. So that that's that's your power rank. It's just a bit of a conversation piece for mine. You can't really argue it because like is five hundred team right now. Yeah, Tab need to get those clicks so they can compete with our unofficial sponsor. Oh, they got they got a big up. They chucked a line out and they got me hook line and sinker. Yes, yes. NFL. So enough enough NBA and basketball chat for the week. We will now move into NFL. I think we'll wrap mm-hmm. um, this up very quickly. I think the two kind of key. Player movements was James Connor, former Steelers running back, has now gone and joined the Cards. Mm. Um, I think it's interesting here. RIP Chase Edwards, Fantasy Valley. I think everyone was like Edmonds. 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 Um, we're very keen on him. Of course, Drake, they're moving over mm-hmm. to play for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, but James Connor coming across over there, coming off a few injuries. Had he'll, a bit of a rough year last year. He'll be the RB1, you'd think. Yeah, th- I wouldn't sleep on it. Hedman's got me to the finals uh, yeah, last yeah. year. I yeah, think there'll be one A and one B. There'll be more of a 50 50 share, yeah, I would imagine. Definitely. And in that spread offense, because they've got so many wide receivers, it is Kyler. Mm. They probably won't spend a lot of time on the field at the same time, but mm-hmm. they'll yeah. split that. Yeah, but, you know, cards getting more guys, like mm. cards getting better, and they've got a really good team putting together what they've got there. Mm. My, my tip Kyler is the leading rusher. He has the most Ooh, rushing yards. Yeah, I don't mind that. Yeah, Big. yeah, I'd say I'd so. Say yeah. yeah, so say James and Edmonds gets hundred each, and then carries 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 these like they split it, and then four, yeah, four, yeah, yeah, Murray gets the rest of it, and yeah, could lead that team again. Mm-hmm. The other really big news is Clowney goes and joins the Browns yeah. on a one-year ten mil deal. I think from memory, uh, that's pretty. It's, it's. I think it's a good ad for them. They've got Miles Garrett, and then as we talked about, where they've got Malik Jackson there mm. as well. Kind of a nasty D line, probably to compete with your boys. Um, mm. And to how can we contain Lamar Jackson? So they've got some, got some, got some fast guys that can penetrate. You know, they're not these guys that we're talking about aren't massive. Um, Big boppers that can clog lanes. Mm. The guys are only going to get after and try to contain their quarterback. Mm. So it's interesting to see what they're doing. And um, are the Browns contenders this year? Well, I think they were last year. Mm. I think they've only improved from last mm-hmm. year. They were my um, winners of free agency. And mm. I think this is just another add to mm. there. I really like what they're doing. Their defense has been weak. And I think if they can add maybe some secondary help through the draft, they're going to be dangerous. I'm going to have to agree with you. Yeah, they – Played out of their skin. This year, their uh, running game, I think, was number one. No, Ravens won. Ravens, Because okay. oh. they, they, Ravens had Lamar, Lamar, of course, JK. And Gus um, Bus. And, and, the and They were th- up there, though. And they were up there. sprinkle in some Ingram as well. So, okay. yeah, they were very dominant. On well, it doesn't hurt them, does it? No. Joseph, could you please? As, as an on, uh, I'll be honest, Ravens fan. It's a North Division yeah, follow-up. Yeah, we played them twice. The Browns fucking terrify me right now. I don't see a week. <laughs> the only weak spot they have is probably linebacker. They can go to the draft. There's mm-hmm. three or four that they can pick up there. Probably some depth in the secondary, but they get Greedy Williams back. Denzel mm-hmm. Ward healthy. They yeah. went and got the Rams safety. His I'd, name escapes me, Johnson. That, that Browns-Ravens John game John. last year with Poop. Poop Lamar yeah, yeah. was probably the best game of the Oh, last easy. Year. That was insane. Yeah. That was so good. I think two, they don't two, have two a weak spot. Yeah, to it. their offensive line is good. They get OBJ back. They t- scare the shit out of me. If, if um, fuck, if Baker doesn't turn it over, they're very good. I think you got them, Chiefs, Bills, Ravens. They're your top four. Really? For mine. Yep. Yep. Don't mind that. So Brown's legitimate and oh, and, big time for mine. And thank God yeah. for the long. It's, a, it's about time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Long suffering people of Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Watch them go out and be six and eleven now. 
Oh, I don't know about oh, that. I'm still not used to that. That 17 is gross. <laughs> I, know, I, I, I had to think about it real quick. Yeah. I, 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 I can see the cogs turning. They're very slow, very slow. Um, so the other interesting news that came out from the NFL during the week was a lot of the players have voted, and I think the main teams, Denver was one, Bucks were another, yep. Jets, and there's four. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just throwing out teams here now, Jets and Bills, I think. We all, Bucks and Broncos were the main ones I, that I remember. Uh, they're meant to start their voluntary workouts in the coming week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most of them say, hey, we're worried about Rona. We're worried about guys that are traveling for international for vacations, mm. etc." So they've said, hey, we don't want to – we're going to skip them. Of course, they are voluntary workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, some of these clubs like the Broncos, I think, have had the most guys in the club, like in the facility, sorry, during the off-season. Mm-hmm. Um, tracking guys, I think they've had like 28 guys in the, in the club – Oh, sorry, in the facilities training during the off-season, which is a fair amount. Uh, but the league kind of, you know, they were worried about where this was going, so they've come out today and said, you know, virtual meetings. Just do virtual meetings till May. We'll figure it out from there. Need to, to try and please it. We'll try and get everyone vaccinated as well, which includes all players, uh, all of the coaching staff, all the front office, etc. Everyone that's in the buildings, we'll, we'll try to get them vaccinated. Uh, of course, then they will have to. The league will have to hit that roadblock of the guys that want to um, not get vaccinated. The guys that you know the the anti-vax um, mm-hmm. approach, and there's a few of those, of course, in the league. Unfortunately, ah, morons. Um, <laughs> I was trying to be political, and perhaps has gone the other the other way. <laughs> yeah, I'll say it again, morons. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we'll see how that all plays out and how that happens. But at this stage, yeah, it looks like the voluntary voluntary workouts will not happen this week and it'll all be – this coming week, sorry. And it'll all be virtual meetings and we'll see how the league deals with that. Um, of course, um, if you follow any of these teams and if you read any of the American um, population um, – stigmatism is maybe the wrong word uh, – what they think of the players is – they're like, hey, we've gone to work nine to fives. We wear our masks. We follow the procedures. Um, if you're worried about guys doing vacations international, like internationally, uh, maybe you don't do vacations internationally. That's your, you know, we got this whole rich first poor dynamic. Mm. So uh, the general population of America not happy at all with this situation. Mm. Yeah, millionaires saying, hey, we don't want to work because we're worried about COVID. When the nine to five guys making fuck all, are like, hey, we're out here busting our balls mm. um, just to feed our families. Why can't you guys go and train uh, in a very enclosed bubble environment? Essentially, was the stigmatism. Yeah, we we'll have to watch and see what happens there. I guess. Yeah. Yes. Biggest news though was probably the retirement of a Patriot great. Um, Danny Amendola. So shout out to uh, <laughs> Danny. Was obviously a great. Uh, pay- oh, sorry. Come on now, come on. That's Julian dis- that's Edelman. disrespecting a man on the day. I'm surprised did that meme. That's that is. That I'm surprised you did see that go around. And it was yeah. Wes Welker, and then it was like Chris. <laughs> Hogan, yeah, so. I was gonna say, why didn't you pick Wells Welker? Like anyway. Uh, uh, so Julian Edelman. Uh, the other white guy, the squirrel, uh, the squirrel has retired. He was he technically failed his physical and was medically retired, which is actually really good for him because mm. then he can then be a part of the injury protection benefit, which is part of the CBA. Um, so Patriots maybe did him a solid in this. Mm-hmm. He had a really cool, yeah, uh, nice, it seemed like it was. Yeah, yeah, he had a really cool, nice video of him um, in Gillette Field. 
yeah. kind of saying his piece and retiring. But, you know, great career. I think how many championships did he win? Did he win four? Three. Three, three I, I was going to say it's three or four. Um, had one of the he's, – I think he's got like two of the most unreal catches of all time in that playoffs. That one in the Falcons game is fucked. That's like crazy. Because obviously it pops up where he's retired. It is – Millimeters from hitting the ground, and, oh. he sco- and, and there's like with everything that happens beforehand, and then to scoop that up, like you're winning that like that game purely based on that catch. It is insane. Shout out to Ross Big Dog Chilton saying it was the most, it was the biggest catch in Super Bowl history. I said David Tyree probably has something to say about yeah, that. He's, he's into the chat. He, he and his helmet have into the chat. So shout out Big Dog, love that you're pumping up the bloke's tires. You're wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the man won a Super Bowl MVP. Like for a receiver to do that, that's really awesome. Obviously, played with the goat. His, his playoff best, record's amazing. His best mate. But like you say, he played with the goat. Of course. Yeah, yeah. His best mates with Brady. They've got a really good relationship, and 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 we've got down there. You know, seventh round pick. He's come from nowhere. Scrappy mm-hmm. slot receiver. Mm-hmm. Just you know, gritty. Does everything Bill Belichick wants. I, I loved all the memes when he was cut, like wavered by the Patriots. Uh, they're like, oh, is he going to the Buccaneers? Is he going back Buccaneers? And then he yeah. came out well, like an hour later, like, nah, I'm retiring. Mm. I'm hurt. I'm banged mm. up. Mm. Like, I'm, mm. I'm, I'm done. I'm 34. Like, it's enough for me. I've won everything. Uh, I've made my yell. money. So. Yeah, yeah, true, true. <laughs> yeah, give, give him six Monks months. Monks has here. the Bucs hat on at the moment. He's plenty of room. It's like, hey, uh, AB, AB hasn't resigned. Do you want to come play in the slot for us? I was going to say there's no room on the roster. <laughs> true. Scotty well, Miller would be furious. Now, obviously, awesome career. Julian Edelman. Well, um, there's a question for you. His career-wise, do you think he's Hall of Fame worthy? No. Nope. And I think... Great uh, plan, great plan. And it sucks that it's the argument that comes up because then you spend the whole day, he retires, people say, you're not a Hall of Famer. It's mm. like, well, I was pretty good. Like, yeah. I, won, should be, I won three Super Bowls. Like, it yeah. should be more celebrating. We shouldn't have yeah, to have yeah. this layers of conversation, but he, the man had 600 catches. Like, mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm. I th- yeah, I think Tory Holt... Like as yeah, one that yeah, hasn't made it, yeah, Reggie Wayne, Reggie Wayne Hines was the Ward, other one. Yeah, Hines like, Ward, like these got, guys. There's a decent list of guys in yeah. front of him. And again, it sucks. It, like this is Julian Evans that we should be talking about him, but this is just mm-hmm. the narrative, you know. With but oh, great career, good on you. I hate the Patriots. <laughs> you broke my heart a couple of times, which probably speaks to you being an awesome yeah. athlete. So do we think he was a high? Was he, he was a quarterback seven, in college? Yeah, he at was. Kent State. Yeah, Kent yeah. State. He played some cornerback for the Patriots too. Like he's, yeah, yeah, he was swingman. Swingman, he punt returner as well. Like he did everything. So he was a seventh round receiver. And we kind of got it here as was he the best seventh round receiver of all time? Um, yeah, That's I'm trying to look back. And TJ Hushman Zada was the seventh round yeah, receiver. There's a good comparison. There's some, Who had a better there's career? definitely a lot of late guys. Better? Uh, ooh, uh, Hushman Zada was on fire for a few. TJ Take was away team events, just numbers. I think TJ gets the nod there. Well, that, yeah. and I'm, I'm going back now as well. There was a guy, Bobby Mitchell, mm. 1958, uh, played with the Browns in Washington. Uh, apparently he was pretty good. You had to go to 1958. I, I can give it to Julian. <laughs> <laughs> Harold Carmichael, 6'7", 225-pounder. I remember yeah. him well. Oh, I I can't get many numbers, so it, it might be a shout for the best seventh round receiver ever. I've also got Marquise Colson. Oh, he was, he was good. Colson yeah. was good. That was that was a good pick up. Uh, Donny Driver. Donald oh, Driver. Donald Driver. Yeah. yeah. You notice all the these guys played with good quarterbacks. I'm pretty sure Driver is Driver in the Hall of Fame. I'm I not, I maybe I'm thinking one of the Sterlings. Yeah, I don't think Donald Driver's in the Hall Sorry. of Fame. But he had a good numbers. 
But you notice you can't be a seventh round pick and make it if you don't have a really good quarterback throwing you the ball. So obviously Favre, Rogers, yeah. indeed, yeah. Breeze. But even, even having a look at Donald Driver's numbers, Rob, uh, he is not in the Hall of Fame. But Super Bowl champion and full time Pro Bowl, and and it, and as a comparison to Julian. 61 touchdowns, so double the touchdowns. He had 10,000 receiving yards. Julian yeah, had right. so, yeah. 600 bits. So it's, uh, I don't think it's even an argument. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't think he is. I think it sucks that people, it kind of diminishes him on the yeah. day he retires. So you're not a Hall of Famer. It's like, yeah, oh, well, fuck yeah, you. I'm like, a three-time Super Bowl yeah. champion. Like, I'm a Super Bowl MVP. So. Probably a direct yeah. comparison to him is Wells well, Wes Welker. Yeah, it's a, essentially, Wes, I think, essentially the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, and, and I'll be, Quick, but did you see the video of Bill Belichick when Edelman first came in and Welker was injured? So he was just in his street clothes on the sideline mm. and Welker took a punt return back mm-hmm. and Belichick's just standing there and he's got his headset on and he goes, I don't, to baseball it's up, Willie Pep was mm. a, the first baseman for the Yankees. Mm. He got hurt and Lou Gehrig took over uh, and then played yep. like, you know, 10,000 games straight. Well, you think Tom Brady and Drew Bledsoe, Bledsoe gets hurt and then yeah. Brady comes in and... Mm. Goat. <laughs> and he goes over, he goes to his assistant coach, he goes, who, who played first base before Lou Gehrig? What was his name? What was his name? Mm. Well, oh, Wally Pep. Yeah, good. And he goes over to Wes Welker and he says, you know who you are? Wally Pep. Oh! <laughs> he said it to him on the sideline. Absolutely. St- and Wes Welker's like, oh, yeah. So he's picked up NFL film stuff. Like, awesome yeah. stuff. And then, you know, he's not wrong. Nah, <laughs> Julian no. came in for 10 years and, and dominated. So yeah. great career. Congratulations. Fuck the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> We will obviously uh, draft coming up in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, we've we're gonna, got we're going to try and do a live episode for the draft. Live mm-hmm. episode for the draft mm-hmm. and, and yeah, we, draft we, special. We've been working on some mock drafts and stuff, so we're going to pump some of that stuff in the next mm-hmm. week or so. So if you who love your NFL, stay tuned. We're going to um, get some content pumped through to you guys. Yeah, some quick stat for Wells Worker while we're here: nine hundred receptions, almost ten thousand yards, fifty touchdowns for him, yeah. and six thousand seven hundred twenty-two return yards. So again, even Wes uh, leaps and bounds ahead yeah. of Julian there. Yeah, five-time but Pro Bowler. He well, he's the other thing. He led the league in receptions three years. Yeah, see, that's that's wild. Um, and of course, uh, he's nope. probably coming up for consideration in the Super Bowl because he retired after twenty fifteen. He it's not Super Bowl for Hall of Fame. What am I talking about? When was was he undrafted, Wes Welker? Because we're talking about seventh round picks. He was undrafted in yeah. two thousand and four. Yeah, there, there you go. go. But again, guess both Tom Brady leaves Tom Brady to play with Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah then, which three seasons? Uh, he, he led the league in receptions. Two thousand seven, two thousand nine, and twenty eleven. They're all Patriots. Mm. They're Patriots. Yeah. yeah, I think he scored bulk touchdowns at Denver. I don't think he had that receptions because he had D- through 50 in one yeah, year. DT <laughs> and Decker outside him. So, mm. yeah, Denver, he had 73, but that was his... 10 touchdowns that year, mate. 10 touchdowns that year. That was his biggest year for yeah. touchdowns. Where's welcome, Brady. baby? Mm-hmm. Mm. But yeah, those years, 112, 123, and 122 receptions. Cross. Averaging over 10 for both, all three of those, so that's not bad. Anyway, that I think will wrap up the NFL chat for the week. It's and mm-hmm. probably our final round of the last few sports to cover. Yep, uh, uh, jumping tonight. Yes, jumping into the fighting. Uh, on the weekend, we have Robert Whitaker, our Australian lad, taking on Kevin Gaslam uh, for oh, – it, it's probably number one spot in the yeah. middleweight division <laughs> to then take on – 
uh, probably the next contender for Israel. Mm-hmm. Uh, big fight for both guys, of course. Very interesting to see how that goes. I'm, of course, backing our boy uh, Robert Whitaker in this one, mm-hmm. and I would say the other three of you very similar. Interesting fight. Um, Gaslam, I think, was booked for Whitaker mm-hmm. two years ago. Didn't happen. Um, Whitaker, or not Whitaker, Kelvin then fought Israel mm-hmm. in that five round war, which is actually a really great fight. Um, but he's kind of been up and down a little bit since then. Mm-hmm. Israel, of course, then won the title. Um, Whitaker has um, beat Can- Canelo. No, not Canelo, not the boxer, but the. Um, anyway. Jared, I think. Cannoneer. Uh, Cannoneer, there you go. You're quite, very close. I was getting there. Um, so, yes, I think this is number one title contender. Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting if Israel is keen on any of these blokes, mm. uh, but we'll have to see what happens. Um, of course, you know, he, the John Jones fight is probably not happening because John Jones is trying to. He's at 250 pounds, and I don't think he wants to come back to 205 at this point. That's he, not happening anytime soon. He's, he's looking yeah. at Nangano at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, then some other news and some other fights that have been booked. Uh, is it Black for Witch? I can't say Jan's name properly. Blachowicz, I think. Yeah. It's, uh, the CH is kind of silent. Yes. The Polish... It's more of a... The Polish bomber will take on Glover Teixeira um, as in UFC 266 for the light heavyweight... Uh, championship defense. Yeah, defense. Yeah, yep. Defense. Yep. Uh, so that's coming up in, or well, that's probably a couple of months away. But that's Jan's first yeah. fight after fighting Israel, of course. And I guess his first, I don't want to say it's his official defense of that because he fought Israel. That's a defense. Mm-hmm. But against the light heavyweight guy and um, Glover, that's his first title shot, as well as being a guy that's been in the top five for a very, very long time. Never really. I think he kind of missed out. I think he had a fight with Anthony Rumble Johnson, mm-hmm. Rumble Johnson as the guy to maybe take on Jones or DC at the time. Um, I got knocked out, of course, because Rumble mm-hmm. has dynamite for hands, and you know that happened. This is so, a, a matchup of geriatrics. Do you know how old these guys are? Uh, both over thirty. <laughs> they're they're well over thirty. <laughs> Didn't it? Because I can see Yarns in that number. I, yeah. I, th- I think Glover's close to forty. So yeah, I think Glover is forty. He's forty-one, <laughs> and uh, Blahovic is thirty-eight, and he's just become world champion at thirty-eight. Like real late bloomer, old man strength. Yeah, yeah. dad strength. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dad, well, fi- dick. dad dick. It's also fighting is one of those games where it's not purely talent ability as well. Where it's you know technique is a very very important and mental cap- Indeed. capability. And, and it seems like the bigger guys. Often mature a little bit later. John Jones being the exception, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Um, yeah, I think this will be a good one. Mm. Mm. Uh, which then kind of rolls into McGregor versus Dustin Poirier. As we talked about it last week, um, saying that you know this was really really close. They were um, going back and forth. Three Pete. It was officially signed today, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, they had to disputed on socials in the last day or two about a half a mil donation that McGregor was going to make to Dustin's. Yeah, tough look for Connor. To, to, to Dustin's charity. Um, kind of went back and forth. It was like he hadn't paid up and McGregor was like, well, until you've given me an actual plan, what are you going to do with this half a mil money? I'm not just going to give you money for the, the sake of it. Um, mm. It's kind of – I think Dustin actually was the one that backed down and said, hey, I shouldn't have made this public. We'll figure it out, et cetera, yeah, in the background. he apologised. He apologised, yeah. Oh, okay. So – but 
And both have signed their bout agreement. This is going to happen, I think it's July 10th, and yep. in a full capacity crowd for this one. In Vegas. In Vegas, baby. yeah. In Vegas, baby. Um, I think the other main card coming up, um, which we'll probably cover in a little while, is UFC 261. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only news I wanted to cover on that was Rose is taking on uh, the Chinese um Fighter in uh, Zhang, I think is her last name. Wei Li Zhang. She's kind of talked in the media during the week about um, this is a fight of you know, patriots against communism. Um, she did not say that. Uh, You're yes. kidding. This is uh, very Rocky Rocky Four. Yes, oh, yes, wow. <laughs> very much. Uh, and then she... <laughs> I think a bunch of people wanted her to, to backtrack on this and then she didn't. She, she doubled down essentially. So, so we've got we've got the American Patriot fighting the Chinese Communists is how they how she's billing it. Um, uh, Zhang hasn't really come out and said what her political affiliation mm. is anyway. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. But it's just thought it was funny to throw out there. Um, that but is that's, of that's, course uh, the co-main event of the Usman Masvidal. Yeah. Fight. We'll co- I think we'll cover that a bit more next week mm. as we get closer to that fight. But of course, Whitaker being the big card coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, go Rob. Go Rob, of course. And the final kind of news in the boxing world mm. uh, for the Australian peeps mm. is Lucas Brown, one-time heavyweight champion. Um, I'm not actually sure which belt he won. Is it the belt that Fury currently has? Or the oh, one, of, or one of the belts of that – well, there's four yeah. of them. Uh, Johnson's got three and Fury's got one. I'm just not sure which one – it's oh, d- yeah, it's, it's bullshit, Brown. isn't it? It's but crap, yeah. and his weight divisions within two. Like it sucks. Yeah. Fucking yeah. sucks. Yeah, but w, WBA heavyweight title. Yeah, weird. Spike was a bouncer. Yeah, that so right? Who, who in has Bali a title or some now? Shit. He looks like he was. I think he. I think he like dead set was a bouncer in Bali. Mm. So. Yeah, but he, you know he beat the Russian. Um, pissed hot after that, the belt got dropped, and I think it's Wild, not Wilder. Um, Johnson or Fury have that belt currently. Joshua. Joshua, so it's one of his uh, triplets. Mm. Uh, but Lucas Brown, as a former heavyweight champion, is now taking on Paul Gallen on a Wednesday night after Paul Gallen coming <laughs> off to his win uh, against Former Mark heavyweight Hunt. champion boxing on a Wednesday night in an RSL in Cronulla. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's not bigger than that, sorry. No, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big card um, for heavyweight division in Australia. Uh, Lucas Brown, um, Paul Gallen's been going after Lucas Brown for the last week. Mm, mm. Uh, his chat in some of the press conferences has been very, very interesting. Um, I think he called him bitch tits at one point, uh, essentially. It's over um, after that. Call yeah. him, you call him man bitch tits. <laughs> you're going for blood. But, you know, Paul Gallen got past Mark Hunt, who's, yes, an MMA fighter. Yes, mm. he won K1. And that, that was surprising for me. So Yeah, I think it was good out for him. I think, as we saw in that, Hunt also landed some really good shots on Gallen. And mm-hmm. uh, maybe if he'd... Tried to jump all over him. He might have finished some of those off, but didn't happen. What's the height slash reach advantage here? Because uh, oh, Lucas is is a tall man. I'd say he's probably two inches taller. So no, he's six foot five. He's sick. And yeah, he'd be four top, inches taller than Gallon. Off the top of my is head, I, th- I don't think Paul Gallon's six foot. His reach is seventy seven inches. Wow, he wower. Yeah, it's a good. Reach. I reckon. I reckon Gal's about five eleven off the top of my head. Let's bring yeah. this up. But you know, we thought Mark Hunt would spank him, and he did land some good shots, but he didn't win. Yeah, uh, Lucas mm. Brown's probably a s- step up again. Dude, Gal's five. Gal's five foot eleven, and Lucas Brown's six foot five. Like the reach advantage is going to be wild here. 
And yeah. I think uh, even even the bookies they've got Lucas at a dollar forty here. Is there any chance that Gal does something here? Or uh, at this point, I don't want to bet against him because after he what he did to you know he's he, the same thing he did to Mark Hunt, which is where he outworked him, won on the points. Mm. Uh, he'll definitely he can outwork Lucas Brown and win on points. Mm. It's just whether Lucas Brown can, and you know, using his uh, more experienced boxing technique, seven each, seven inch reach advantage as yeah. well. Yeah, can he keep the distance, keep him outside, pick him apart, land the big shots he wants, and win this? Ah, uh, maybe this is the one that Paul's gone too far and. I think Brown's the the one. Yeah, I reckon. Like, shout out to Gal. Like, fight Mark Hunt and and the ability mm. he's shown in the boxing ring is unbelievable. But uh, I think he might have bitten off more than he can chew in this one. But I'd also love if Gallon wins this, then that's another step into that heavyweight division. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, he's no uh, slouch. Yeah, he's no slouch. Yeah, well, you think about what does that mean next? What what can he do after this? Yeah, Lucas Brown's a little bit old now, and Gal, of 42, course, yeah. Gal, I think, yeah. late thirties, thirty eight ish. So you know, he's probably got a couple of years left in him. But it's whether do I think he's going to make a world title shot round oh God, no. run? Nah. No, nah. but maybe he. I think he'd get make he, um if he wins this, he could probably aim for like a top five maybe guy and if he wins if he wins that then maybe he's a tight top one and then if he wins that but I don't ever nah. yeah if he fights Wilder that'd be hilarious uh, <laughs> well, it just won't happen I would Jesus say. Christ I would say that never happens yeah. but uh, th- this would be interesting viewing yes yes yeah. The other big boxing match I've just <laughs> I've got Wait, to look at odds here if, if you're gonna let me see if you're gonna bring up the one I'm gonna bring it up like keep going uh, yes, that one. <laughs> you can take it away, uh, then, Sean. So Jake Paul, <laughs> uh, Logan Paul's younger brother, is going to oh, take yeah. on uh, mixed martial arts legend Ben Askren. It's this yeah. weekend. Uh, I didn't it's really. it's yeah. This yeah. weekend. Mm. Uh, if you haven't seen Jake Paul's um, open workout, uh, please check that out because it is hilarious. Um, it's not very much a boxing open workout, whereas more of a, let's call it acrobatic yoga Massage thing, really? yeah. What Ben Askren's two dollars fifty here? Yeah, why, I think why, that's good money. But why on earth? Yeah, well, he's is a lot. He's, he's a lot shorter. He doesn't have a boxing background. But he, he, like he's like punch blokes in the head in MMA. Like yeah, I, yeah. I just don't understand this one bit whatsoever. I think he just belts him, doesn't yeah. he? Well, I don't know. Jake mm. Paul's taller. Mm. Uh, he did start Nate Robinson, who's. Four inches shorter than him. And is. a basketball player, yeah, not yeah, a guy who's a fighter, not, not a professional. Not killer. a professional. Yeah. yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm going to back the the dad strength, and Ben Askren's going to win this one. I hope so. Uh, I, I, I cannot stand this bloke. No. He's a fuckhead. Uh, he ha- and, and it came Askin out has to win this. Askin has oh, to win, please. Uh, but it came out yesterday. I think Jake Paul's facing some uh, sexual assault charges from uh, a TikTok mm. uh, lady in just. Is it justice something? I don't know. I don't know TikTok He's gone full circle here on the ESCII talking yeah. TikTok. Yeah, we're talking we TikTok. And then we'll, what the fuck uh, am I watching here? <laughs> this is his open workout. You know what? an open workout where um, they come out, they hit pads, yeah. um, they show what oh, they've got. Uh, this is what Jake Paul did. I'm, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he comes out shortly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Wow, Pippi. Oh, God. We didn't need but, to get cancelled this week. Come on. That's pretty cool, but that's uh, yeah. Uh, like he's stretching his back. I don't know who his coach is helping him out. I mean, can you punch? Us. That's what. I'm 
Well, he's Go got- Ben Askren. I'm putting mine in that right now. Fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ben Askren is a guy who fights people for. A, yeah. That's how well, old Ben Askren. He's monks? pretty, pretty close to forty. Um, oh, late thirties, right? Yeah, he'd be close to forty. Uh, a guy off, that always uh, carried a little bit as well yeah. in, in the UFC. R- well, r- wrestling background as yeah. well, like one of one of the best mixed martial artists for wrestling. Um, mm. He did take some huge bombs from Robbie Lawler and then ended up winning that yeah. fight. Yeah. So I th- he can take a punch. He's got a chin. Yeah. He's got a chin. Um, I think he's probably going to outlast Asker, um, outlast Jake Paul, but uh, I'd hate to see Jake Paul. Not Jake Paul knockout is dollar ninety. Really? I was going to say, do you reckon he has a chin after um, Masvidal? Yeah. Well, that, that was, but that's that what I mean. Jorge Masvidal punches you. Like, that, that wrecks like, you, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That like, true. Jorge Masvidal beats the shit out of you. Yeah, no shit. Jake <laughs> Paul's... <are> you, <laughs> I don't know. I'm missing something, clearly. YouTube slash I, I must sound like an old man here, but mm. I... Unless it's a fix. Like, Ben Askren wins this. He's a uh, wrestler, but he still... Punch, like. It, it punch a guy th- in the face in an MMA match. Yeah, I think it came out today as well that if he uses any MMA techniques um, in this match, he forfeits his purse. So really, uh, I think it was just more Jake, just like don't wrestle the shit out of me, as in, um, which I think clinching, which is what happened. If you remember Conor mm-hmm. McGregor versus mm-hmm. Floyd Mayweather, mm-hmm. um, Conor surprisingly took the back of Mayweather uh, quite often. Uh, but I think it's just he kind of clinched and was like, hey, if I get in a clinch, I'm going to take the back. And it was just, mm. that's habit. He's like, oh, I'm behind this guy. What do you want me to do now? Um, usually I'd jump on his neck and choke this bitch out, but I uh, can't do that in boxing, of course. So it'll be interesting to see what Askin does. I think his boxing is going to be up to par, but a lot of people are worried about, you know, he's a he's a specialist wrestler, wrestler mm. that mm. had some boxing capability, but mostly it was ground and pound, which you can't do, of course, in boxing. So... Yeah, we'll have relying to on his striking. We'll see what happens. So Askren's got a reach of seventy-two inches. Um, Askren, I think, will be shorter than Jake, Jake Paul's Paul seventy-six. I think Jake Paul's six-two, and so, yeah. so he's got surprising six, size. Six-one versus five-ten. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's not it's not, that, not that big a mismatch. Fuck it. Fuck I hope Ben knocks him out. <laughs> I think most of the world. I'm gonna put money on this just so if. It does happen. I can be extra pissed off at Jake Paul. There's like no reason to hate him. It's just nothing to do with my life. I just don't ignore any time he comes on any screen I'm on. Yeah. Let's run through some final notes to finish up on the ESCII for this week. Uh, so quick one on F1. There's Nothing's happened. The next race actually happens Sunday night for us, mm-hmm. uh, late. Uh, so it's race weekend, essentially second race for the year. It is in Italy. We will, of course, cover that when it happens in the following week. Um, but I think, well, that's enough F1, unless you've got anything you want to add, Monks? Uh, that's no. there, Emilia-Romagna. Yep. Yeah. For, Ferrari's track. Yes, yes. Yep. Ferrari's Nothing track. really. I think, yeah, probably really just watching Red Bull this week and see if they can match Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether McLaren can sneak into that I think upper echelon with those two. In the last three races... Uh, on this tr- or last two races on this track, uh, Max Verstappen has not finished. So, Ooh, um, putting Red Bull on the back foot, but yeah. Lewis, yeah. of course, will be heavy favourite. But you know mm. that with that comes extra pressure. So we'll see how he goes with that. Mm-hmm. Which I think means we should move into the world of football, mm. also known as soccer for all the other plebs that call it that. Uh, Champions League yep. uh, semi-finals have officially been set. Do you want to run us through, Peppy, how we got to this point? Yeah, sure thing. Uh, so the first two games, uh, the night before 
Last night, Bayern Munich went out and beat PSG 1-0, but it wasn't enough to get them through. PSG go through on away goals. Uh, this is a rematch, of course, of last year's final. No Robert Lewandowski for Bayern Munich. Uh, Neymar, he hit the woodwork twice, but wasn't mm. able to sneak one through. And Bayern uh, got a goal through. They keep his blunder. However, uh, the, the Germans... They won't be going through this year. And to be honest, I, they're so dominant. Um, don't mind someone else, you know, going going and, and pushing uh, for the title this year. Yeah, but I don't want City to win. Sort of like another good team. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Porto and Chelsea. Porto win 1 0. Uh, did you see this one? Medi Tarami. Was, no, I missed this. One. I didn't bother looking at this oh, one. Oh, this was, was a worldly scrap. goal. Unf- oh, really? I think it was. Uh, it was ninety third. I saw. It was ninety third yeah, minute, yeah. so it didn't matter. But uh, an absolutely uh, ridiculous strike. Just long strike outside the box, or no? It was like a like an overhead. Oh, uh, fuck like yeah! Not quite a bicycle, you know, one of those forty five degree ones uh, mm. from Mediterimi there, the Iranian uh, striker for Porto. But unfortunately, Chelsea. Go through 2-1 on aggregate. A real thorn in the side of United fans everywhere. Yes. Um, speak, speaking of Man City, they get the job done against Borussia. But take note, 17-year-old Jude Bellingham is uh, an Englishman, but he's playing for Borussia. And he, he scored his first Champions League goal for Dortmund. And uh, it took a penalty from Riyad Mahrez. And f- that boy, we always talk about him, Phil Foden, he smoked one home to get the citizens uh, into the semifinals. Their Did first- you see him on Twitter? No. He was like to um, Mbappe. He was like, I'll see you in the semis. Really? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, he was up on Twitter. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That'd Pretty cool. Nice. Pretty cool. He's a gun. Yeah, he's like... English football's in good hands. He's well, a- yeah, both... Like those two, Mares yeah. aside, both guys that just scored in this game were English fellas, mm. and they're like they're both young. Uh, and City, they've never won the Champions League. Of course, it's their first semi since fifteen sixteen, mm-hmm. yeah. and Pep they w- blew out in the quarters last year. Yeah, well, I think they've they've had a bit of a hoodoo for just making yeah. the quarters the last yeah. few years. Pep Guardiola, it's his eighth Champions League semi final that is tied with Jose Mourinho. Uh, so it'd be interesting yeah. to see it. Who can get to the ninth yeah, right. spot there? Uh, so City have a really, really good chance of uh, going through and actually taking this out. It's uh, City and PSG. Next. That's that's the better matchup. Mm. And then we've got on the other side is uh, is Real and Chelsea. So both who won it last year? Was it PSG that won last year? No, they no, they, they, they lost won. to Bayern. <laughs> Bayern, that's yeah, a, yeah, they yeah. lost to Bayern. So PSG is Bayern. Of so they're going to be PSG and City. They've never won one <laughs> between them. So one of them will be in the final. That's yep. pretty cool to think about. Yep. Um, and, and Real and Chelsea. Two <laughs> yeah, two powerhouses have won multiple. So well, I, I think I, one semi's better than the other one. I'm going for PSG. Same. I'm with you. Yeah. I actually, I know it, I'm going here through red eyes here, but I think PSG will win. I think they're mm. they've they've been at the the top there. The Guardiola factor is massive. Like he, yep. he's like you said, this is his eighth round, mm-hmm. eighth time round. Mm-hmm. The, the difference between him and Mourinho. Mourinho got there with Porto. Mourinho yeah. got there with and, Chelsea. And Mourinho it, got there. Yeah, yeah, he's won it with three teams. Whereas Guardiola, okay, you knock on him. You know, he had a messy led Barcelona. And I now he's got, I he's go got close City. to coaching that, yeah. that, that Barcelona honestly, team. Yeah, honestly, like so, that's his knock. 
if you want it to be a knock. Um, the blokes would be half pissed and 90% of the time we'd be like, boys, let's go to the pub. After the games. <laughs> after games. Beers after. Hashtag beers after. Always beers after. Uh, that would be a very good game. That would be a very good game. Chelsea just going to have to scrap against uh, Madrid. I, I'd be interested. They, they could probably get a draw out of them in the first leg. Oh. I think I think I hate Real more than I hate Chelsea. Like, then that's <laughs> strange from from United. Fan. Like, they they're just always mm. they're always so good. Yeah, and yeah, I, I you hate the fact that they're at the top all the time. There's definitely one match up to watch. Yeah, I'll, so I'll tell you that. But much. Uh, yeah, I think Madrid maybe wins. My perspective, I think Madrid wins this, and then Madrid whoever PSG wins final for mine. Yep. Yeah, whoever wins PSG City, uh, I think wins this. Oh really? That's a big call. That's because there's no reason why Chelsea or or Real can't take this out. Yeah, what's well, for the Premier teams and across the Europe? So yeah, mm. go PSG. each one could win. Go PSG. Go PSG. Yeah, I'm on PSG. Yeah, with you, Peps. Yeah. Go party. Uh, we'll be following that through it out. Mm. Is that? Oh, um, there, there well, is there is one a few, few yeah Premier League notes. Um, City, of course, still dominating at the top, and they will. Win that Premier they, they, League. They, they, oh, they lost, they lost the Leeds. They did lose the Leeds. And you, mess, we'll you missed the Punters Club. One of the all-time bets from the <laughs> Punters Club. <laughs> we had some money and we put all of our, our money on less than three and a half throw-ins in the first five minutes. Mm. And I'm telling you now, as honest as I've ever said anything, I've never been more fixated on a sporting <laughs> match in my life. It is so electric. You've got five minutes to have less than four throw-ins. You're on the edge of your seat. You're so, which it goes near the sidelines. Oh, no, no, no. And it goes back to the keeper and you're, oh, and it goes out. You're like, oh, fuck. Well, we got one to spare. Every minute ticks over. We were clapping. Yeah, three minutes down, boys. Three minutes down. A lot of fun for the Swingers Club. We got up. It was half a throw-in away, wasn't it? No, no, no. It was only one throw in, oh, in the first five minutes. Ah, mate, we pissed it in. We were cheering. Too yeah, bad. I, I, I wasn't watching personally. And then, and then I checked my phone and I said, we're fucking not recording for this. Have we, it's have a good we, bet. Yeah, Shout yeah, out Daniel, yeah. Daniel the Pac-Man Beaumont. Shout out to Daniel Pac-Man Beaumont. Great bet. A lot of fun to watch. It's electric. It's electric. That's the only way I can put it. Throw-ins only for, for my, well, hey, I need, my I'm, money. I'm deep in a hole, so I need I need anything at the moment. I need <laughs> I absolutely the first five minutes under over the throw-ins. Uh, You'll see. So the final note was West Ham still maintain the fourth spot in the Premier League with Chelsea in fifth and Liverpool in sixth. Would uh, love the Hammers to, to yes. play some, some European football, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all three of those trying to compete for the Champions League final spot with... Was it Leicester City's in three, United's two and two. Yeah, Manus one and two City's sort. One. Like City and United are home and yeah. hose. But, yeah, there's still that congestion uh, as per last week between three and eight. So. Yeah, and I think Sheffield, Fulham and West Brom, I think, are the three getting relegated. Yeah. Oh. And I don't – I think they're pretty set as well. Well, we've definitely definitely spoken about uh, Sheffield having an absolute. Stick they haven't out. won a game since the last time we checked in on them. As yeah, well. they stink. They're gone. Uh, just let me have a quick. That's look pretty much there. done. Yeah, yeah. Sheffield's done. Uh, oh, no, no. That, I'd say that's done. West Brom and Fulham are six points behind Newcastle. That's yes. done. You don't make yeah, they're six done. All three of those games. are gone. That's the world in football. Oh, well, actually a little bit high, closer yeah. to home. This is quite an interesting yeah. one, actually. Yeah, so let's, let's go with the first A-League news on the Esky and probably the last. Um, the go to the Mariners. <laughs> yes. So was it Manchester United? Yep. Did I fuck this up? No, because no, no. City has Melbourne. Yeah. yeah so Manchester United 
uh, are looking to buy the Central Coast Mariners, being an A-League team, uh, as mm. like Man City's done with Melbourne, mm-hmm. um, for, as a feeder slash other team that they can use as part yep. of their affiliate of many clubs. Uh, the other caveat, I think, was with their, their purchase, they'll probably then move this club into North Sydney somewhere, um, either play it out of... Brookvale was one option, and no, I'm not joking. Lotto Land for sponsors, first. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so Brookvale or um, one of the other, I think it was North Sydney is what they said. North but Sydney I, Oval. North mm. Sydney Oval, yes, as their their you know fields of residence. Uh, so interesting that Manchester United getting involved in the A League and possibly buying that club. Uh, Central Coast Mariners, of course, at the moment at the top of the table. Yeah, they're going well. Yeah. There's two. There's actually two trains of thoughts with this, and so it actually is quite interesting because mm-hmm. the people of Gosford are, are filthy because they're, they're very much they've got a team, like, that's and they're around yeah. them. They're very much a, a very. They get pretty good numbers to crowds, and it's the juniors come up there. It's quite a big soccer base. Well, for Central Coast, they've been angling for an NRL team for donkey's years since mm-hmm. the Bears left, and they can't get anything. So it's. I think it's the only Premier Pro club they've got at the moment because I don't even think the NBL's got a Central Coast team uh, either. No, so, so they're, they're, that's the only thing they can really get around. They're really not happy about it. And United aren't, you know, yeah. sold on the North Sydney idea, but they're, they're leaning that way pretty heavily so they can have an academy, so they can put some funds. And you're in Sydney, but... Yeah, they want to be in Sydney. Yeah, the argument is you're not going to... Everyone from the Mariners isn't going to start supporting this team. It's probably going to go the other way. They're going to start hating this team. You'll rip from yes. me. So you're not going to have yeah. a fan base... Um, they've used the Wanderers as an example. Like, you mm-hmm. know, you, mm-hmm. that was a, a community-based team that they built that on. And why would you rip that out of the club? Um, and, you know, City have that City group. They've got Melbourne City, New York City. Mm-hmm. That, yes. that, and, they, and they can start building that. Yeah, in, United, in. I think United's got – I'm, I'm uh, speculating here. I think they've got about three other clubs. Yeah, Very similar. You'd, you'd imagine. Yeah. They've got yeah. like, clubs all over, over the world where they can put, you know, and talent into – Grow. Yeah, it is interesting to see wh- what they do do what they do do with it. Um, so, but yeah, again, one to watch here on the Esky. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll wrap up this week's news. Yes, and yes. Shit talk, and that's on the Esky for this week. Uh, mm-hmm. Peppy, do you have a dad joke for us? A dad joke? <laughs> what? <laughs> not quite. Not quite. <laughs> When I, when no, 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 I'm just, just putting you on the spot. The fuck. Why did the duck wear pants? <laughs> Why did the Why? duck wear pants? To hide his butt quack. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Joseph. You're ready. I bet you that goes over well <laughs> with primary school kids. Um, let's wrap this. Let's, let's wrap, wrap this, this bitch up. up. Yeah. Um, we've got an Instagram. If anyone enjoys this fucking garbage <laughs> chat, get around that at on the Esky. Uh, yeah. Please tell your friends, like and subscribe, etc., etc., etc. It's a lot of fun. We'll keep doing it. Mm. Um, Enjoy it. We will get stuck into next week's round of footy and upcoming UFC fights as well. And I think the following week will be, I think it'll be a heavy NFL focus with NFL draft. Yeah, draft. Coming that'll up. be a big uh, one. We'll have yep. some mock drafts That's April coming 30, out. I think. Yes. Yep. Yeah, Friday for us. Um, and we'll, uh, until then, Royal Challenges Bangalore till I die. Up the caps. <laughs> Let's go. We'll follow the IPL and we will keep you updated. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for this week's Worth of Sports News. We hope you enjoyed. Uh, If you didn't, come comment at us. We'll try to be better. Uh, Thank you, Monks. Thank you, Peppy. Thank you, Macca. Welcome. We'll see you all next week. Catch you, boys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.